What's up, everyone? What's up, everyone? April Live. Anyone got any questions? Just drop them down there. I'm just gonna put the intro on so we get a little warm up, okay? Right, I'm just gonna add the um, intro. So this is the April Live. If anyone got any questions, just drop them below as usual. Plenty going on at the moment, plenty going on, especially in China, it seems. Right then, this is the intro. That was a different type of intro, not too scary today. <laughs> It's basically for uh, the new people joining the channel, so give it a go, what's going on and what has been going on. It's going to last 10 minutes, so go get yourself a cup of coffee and stuff. This live usually lasts about four hours. So whatever you got to do, do now in the um, intro, okay? Any questions, drop them down there. Hey, I hope you see the truth. This puppet show is based on because of you fools We've been dancing with the devil way too long I know it's fun but get ready to pay your dues Oh God Come back home This crazy
This puppet show it stays on because of you fools We've been dancing with the devil way too long I, I know it's fun but get ready to pay your dues
night I dreamt about how things were. Then I woke up here. Good morning, Miss Garcia. Good morning, sunshine. I miss you. I can kiss you right now. Someday. Curfew is now in effect. All unauthorized citizens must stay indoors. rise as we enter the 213th week of lockdown. A grim new reality emerges. COVID-23 has mutated. Beginning thermal scan. Thermal scan normal. A horrifying new development today. confirms the virus attacks the brain tissue. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, I'm immune. I'm immune. What's up, everyone? Sorry if it's cutting out. You know, nothing I can do about it. You know, tried to get online the other night and uh, couldn't get on. Just had a few issues just trying to link up to uh, brand new tube. So look for the second thing that says live because the first one just disconnected itself. So, if you've got any questions, I chuck them in real fast, right? Because it looks like we're going to have some problems with live. Hopefully not, but, you know, just had issues getting on. Got a lot to go through, you know, prices going up with food and everything. You know, the government and everybody, the uh, vaccinations eased off, vaccinations haven't eased off. Because uh, the EU, see, what well, they've done, see, they've announced now that they're going to bring out a digital ID wallet. Right, now this is going to replace your passport. Okay, and it's also going to cover some other stuff. So I'm going to put the video out with the man. We explain exactly what they want it for, right? We may put a video out anyway about it, but a lot of you might have not um, caught it. Yeah, that is right. Uh, 5G, when it's broadcast, is um, it generates at 60, right? But at the moment, see, they still they pushing out uh, 60 as well because 5G has been uh, put out. But it hasn't been uh, fully put online. What I mean by that is that it needs a lot of boosters and uh, lights and stuff that they connect to it, you see. So it's not just the 5G unit. Like a lot of people have seen like the towers going up in their areas. But you've got to think, see, all your areas haven't had the lighting system put in yet. They haven't dug up all the roads in your areas because they have to have booster signals in order to connect all this 5G. But 6G is also um, on the table. It's on the table because I've got another video, which is a World Economical Forum. You should all know what that is right now, right? WEF, which is Klaus, right? Now, basically, there's a man, they had a meeting, uh, end of March. 
no, there's a man there now, and he's obviously giving out the details how this uh, internet of things is going to work. Now, he's going to be working on the 6G. Now, this is what the man's explaining now, and how everything will connect, including yourself, right? And there's other stuff coming out as well. Uh, the Bluetooth, where uh, the vaccinated is pinging, you know, a man put out a video, so then we put out the SOS, you know, the call, asked everyone, you know, go check it for yourself, send us some info. So we've got some proper info, and then we've got a doctor that explained to you as well. The doctor go through the fact that, yes, you are patented uh, by Microsoft, okay? So that's why it's coming up iMac or something. Okay, so that's uh, another thing to uh, push out there. And then we got um, floods in Australia. I couldn't find the video, but due to the floods that they have been causing, you know, they've had so much rain over there. It's caused more than just people homeless, you know, it's causing a uh, food shortage as well. Then we got China, you know, they're starving up their people. They've shut down the whole of um, Shanghai. Uh, they're killing animals. They're testing fish. Uh, yeah, they're shutting down a lot of stuff and they're destroying a lot of food. And there's people that's trapped in buildings and not allowed out because they've barbed wired like everything. So you basically can't get out. They've like, um, it's not even funny, you know, but basically what they've done, they've like sealed you into your, your, your buildings and all that. So you've got all these people crying and screaming where they've gone on food. Like, you know, a man even posted a picture, which has probably gone viral by now. And it's basically of an empty fridge and he's showing you he's like on the 15th floor or something. And yeah, you can see his fridge is empty, <laughs> you know, and he's not allowed out because they uh, blocking everything at the bottom. You know, this is the bits they don't want us to see. You know, and then when it comes to the UK, they're still pushing because this is April now. And this is when the uh, uh, vaccine um, tracking app, you know, basically it's part of the social credit system, but it's to ease you in, you know, because like I just said to you, EU, they bring in, right? They bring it in digital ID wallet, right? So that, and what he's saying is that will basically get rid of your passport. So what's that telling you people, you know, at the moment, everyone's like, oh yeah, everything's cool. You know, the government's allowing us to go travel and do this and do that. Watch yourself. Yeah. Watch yourself <laughs> because game's still playing, you know, game's still playing. Look at freedom for now because they know enough man going drop. And I don't know if any of you caught that David Icke video I push out. I don't really post David Icke, but you know, important video, only five minutes of it, and we added our two cents to it, which made more sense to what David Wright was telling you, which is basically that they need a lot of people to die in the first wave in order to convince the population that it was a virus in the first place. And then you're all going to be asking about the Venom. Right, Venom bullshit, right? And so is that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Stu Peters, okay? So i got to go something on him. And then I'm going to talk about Will Smith. I know it's about date, but you know, I haven't been on. So I'm going to talk about Will Smith, uh, break down some stuff for you, give some numbers. And then what else do I want to talk about? Sex education in schools, you know, they're pushing out some serious stuff. And then um, what else we got? Alex Jones gone, well, pretending to be bankrupt. You know, I might not even push that out, but I'm going to tell you now. Right, because you know I got important stuff. Basically, Alex Jones filed for bankruptcy. He's trying to say you only got like fifty thousand because he's on Sandy Hook thing. And basically, what they're trying to do, see, right? They're trying to shut down all the truthers because now they're trying to come for you to try and sue you for posting out information that they're saying is not real. Okay, so as you're all aware, if any of you follow Alex Jones, you know he covered a lot on this Sandy Hook. Right, go check it if. He haven't been told he got to take it down, but I'm sure it's out there somewhere. And because of that, now he claim he filing for bankruptcy. I'm sure Alex Jones got more than 50 grand. 
Okay, he probably gets that in a month off donations. Oh, talking about donation, I want to say uh, thank you to uh, John. Uh, basically, last month we had the, the laptop mashup, and you all knew we were having problems with the live and everything. And um, I put out a message just to say, basically, we get online when we get online, because as you know, you know, we rely on you donating to the channel. So somebody contacted me, uh, met me in my hometown, and actually took me to town and uh, bought me a brand new laptop. So I'm hoping tonight everything's going to be cool. So one love, John, right? And like, nice one for that, because I really appreciate it. And I want to say thank you to everybody that did offer as well, because loads of you contacted me and say that um, you had laptops and stuff that I could have. Right, now, I've got one important thing now to bust in. I'm going to look at some questions, then I'm going to do a video, right? The important thing I want to tell you is there's pressure coming on, right, in Britain at the moment, right? And there's a new hustle on the streets, right? Uh, um, the UK police force ain't concerned to tell anybody about it, but I'm going to tell you about it, right, to protect you. Right, now, what's happening, right? You've got these people, right, Eastern European, they're going around to people's properties, and what they're doing, they're telling you that an iPhone or an um, AirPod or something is registering at your property under track my device, okay? Now, a few of you got the text, so you know what track my device is, right? It basically means that if you lose your item, you can type in something on Google and it'll tell you where it is. Right, now, this is where the scam come in, right? What they do, they knock your door and they tell you that it's registered at your property. Now, this is where you need to be awake, right? Because if you haven't stolen nothing and you haven't bought anything secondhand, right, that you can't track back the origin, right, then you shouldn't open up your door to let anybody in your property. Because what the scammers see, they, they ask me to come down and, you know, say, you know, my phone and whatever, whatever, right? You open your front door and then the minute you open your front door, then they'll either nicely make their way in if you're stupid enough to let them in, right? You know, and what I mean by stupid enough to let them in, you're going to be stupid enough to let somebody in your house. If they're saying there's, their property is in your house and you know 110% you haven't taken anything, okay? Now, they could catch people who have multiple, like different people that live in their house and you may think, oh, you know, maybe my child picked it up or something, right? But the scam is basically once they get in your house, right, they're going to rob you. They're going to rob you, right? I got proof of this, right? But I got no proof of it in Britain, right? The only proof I got of it is that it happened to me, right? They come to my fucking house, and I know I didn't steal nothing off of nobody, right? So I knew it wasn't in my property. So I told them if they believed it was in my property, then they would free phone the police. And um, when the police come, I happened to open the phone door, okay? They never phoned no police when they realized there was a camera and everything on the property, and they quickly went away. All right, show the evidence to the police, they're not interested, right? Right at this moment, because they're telling me there's not enough things being logged, but it could be that you have been robbed and you don't even know that you've been robbed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You don't even know you've been robbed, right? But it is a um it is a real thing, right? And then I looked on the internet to see if I could find anything, and then the only thing I could find was that one woman up in Manchester, she wrote something on Reddit based uh, about a year ago to say that somebody come to her house and it's the same type of thing. Right, and then someone commented underneath to say, Yeah, and sometimes what they do, they actually chuck it into your garden and all that, so it is actually registering at your um property, you know. But then it's still on you to open the door, let them in. You know, the best thing I can suggest to you is that you phone the police, okay? You phone the police if you know you haven't stolen nothing off of nobody, they'll, they'll open your door and just phone the police, okay? And then the other thing I found was in America, but what they do in here, they do it with iPhone. So I'm just going to show you that, okay? So spread the words amongst your people, right? And just tell them to open the door if somebody's coming there saying about stuff like that. Because you know you're going to save somebody. Warning you of a new scam that could allow criminals to get access inside your home. It centers around lost iPhones. Scammers will leave the 
behind a note saying something like, my phone has been lost and is showing at your home. They'll then ask to come use your house and pick it up. Police say these scammers are looking to gain access inside by inviting them in to look for it themselves. Whether it's an opportunity for them to scout out the inside of your house or at that point in time actually try to perpetrate the crime with you present. If something like this does happen to you, you are asked to call 911. Police are warning you of a new scam. All right, so there you go. That's where it is. So, you know, spread the word amongst um, your people. Uh, Keith, what's happening, brother? You know, thank you for the um, the stone heart. You know, well appreciated. You know, I got it up now on the wall. Couldn't put it on now one, but I have got it up on the wall, so I sent some pictures. Uh, you're saying about uh, it's going to take eight years for 5G to go live. I believe it'll probably it, it's going to take. Where do we now? 2022, right? It's going to take eight years for everybody to be live because 5G is already like. I don't know, I would call it now the subsystem, only because I've got a video where they're openly talking about 6G. And then I've also got another video, which I want to explain to everybody, which I'm going to put up tonight. And it's about D-Wave. Now, a lot of people are not aware of D-Wave. Now, D-Wave is something that was brought out, right? And it was in order to help CERN with their collision particles, right? In order to bring other entity into this realm. Right, which means that they're already using this advanced um, technology because the D wave is also connected to their 5G and 6G um, system. But the importance of showing people about the D wave is because we're moving towards this uh, blue green project, but people don't realize that these people live here already. And like this man, um, who's the creator of um, D-Wave, he explains to you that they did bring entities into here and he did say they wasn't of human origin. But then he also goes on to say that this will become part of our system and integrating in with the technology and the transhumanism. So I imagine, yes, by 2030, um, which is eight years from now, yes, everything will be fully online. 5G will be fully operational. And so will 6G be fully operational. And then all the humans that survived the transition and keep the updates, meaning having the vaccinations to keep them going, they will be fully online as well. Uh, Wiggy's saying it's so sad that uh, what's happening in um, Shanghai, um, they're banging their pots and pans and protesting, being locked up and starving. Um, and they can't leave without a chance to go in jail. Yeah, this is true. You know, I don't know whether the mainstream media is putting this out. I have got some video evidence to show you. You know, if you are pet owners, to be honest, right, the, the animal one bit hard to, to watch, right? Because with the people, right, they at distance, they're not like right in front of you. And like with the animals, you can clearly see they're just like chucking them into freaking bags and like tying them up. And I've been told they're going to kill them. Like you didn't see that on the video, but you know, to chuck 20 cats in a flipping bag, you know, that's animal cruelty in itself, isn't it? Yeah, so it'll be hard to watch, like, you know? I'm laughing at um, Freedom Soldier, because um, remember back in April 2020, I went on uh, Welcome to Cardiff, and I was talking about a video, but the boy didn't know I was on about. 
and I was on about um, demolition man and um, right here now you know freedom soldier he talking about um, demolition man and I have got a little clip of demolition man come to think about it but um, I'm not really sure where it is right now but yeah it is gonna be like that because like in demolition man see they have this man who look like the pope and he literally like he dressed like the pope and everything right and he's in charge of the, their new world and then what it is see like everybody that lives above ground in Plato or plato's world i think that's his name in it but anyone that lives in his kingdom so to speak right you have to be chip vaccinated they know your thoughts and everything which is the goal that the these elite people are trying to get to now right you know this film's brought on 80s i think or, or early 90s okay and uh, basically, everyone's chipped. They know you're forced. There's no crime anymore because they know you're going to commit a crime before you commit it, right? And then what happens, right? They, they freeze these two people, right? One of them actually Celeste Stallone, who's probably now pushing the facts. Who knows? <laughs> right? And the other one is uh, Wesley Snipes. And basically, they defrost them. So they're woken up into a world where they don't know what's going on because everybody's chipped, right? And they use the old school ways. And they discover that the people like um, who will be now, the ones who don't take the vaccination in 2022, right? You'll be living like the scavenger, right? And you'll be allowed to come above ground. And in this film, these people come above ground. And then um, Sylvester Sloan realizes that basically what it is that they just want to eat, like, you know, they don't cause no trouble, but you're basically outcasted. And this is basically the goal of the elite amongst many things, you know, but the ultimate goal, yeah, it is to chip the human and turn you into the transhuman, but technically they don't need you because they can turn you, um, they can transfer your consciousness into another body. Not prove that tonight, because I've got loads on the tech tonight, so I, I can prove that. Right, they could transfer your consciousness, right? Put you into another body, and um, yeah, you technically live forever. You know, that's their dream, they won't live forever, but they're gonna have slaves that live forever with a human consciousness because they can transfer your consciousness. So, technically, they don't need people to be born anymore because, like I say, they could create you in a lab and then just transfer consciousness if they need human qualities and whatever. You know, and then for themselves, they're going to transfer their own consciousness because that's what helps them to live forever. And they've probably been doing that for years and years and years. And that's why they know at this stage now, because we're at the end of their greatest plan, then this is how they know they can transfer your consciousness. You know, it's possible. It's very possible because it has been done. And it's been done many times because they uh, create the first clone 1950 or something. I posted a uh, picture, so you've all seen it with a man's back, and it's like open, op opened up, and you can see like his machinery. I even posted him with the credits, so you almost have seen it, but that's what it is. That was basically like the first human clone that they won't show us. But then I did have another video, 2002, and that's when they created six or seven clones which were scattered over Europe, and uh, they called one of them Eve, which is a bit cheeky, but... You know, and the proof of that is on my channel. So these children or clones, they they adults now. So how many of them are out there? You know, so all these things is possible. It just sound out there. So when people say, oh, you know, uh, why would they kill everybody and then leave themselves in a world where they have to serve themselves? They're not really going to be serving themselves because they have the technology and the ability to create walking slaves without the ability to think, you know? So they program you to do what they want you to do.
Well, I'm not sure. I haven't like watched it for a while, but I did post the link on um, Telegram. So someone, everyone, click it. It takes you to one of them sites where you watch it for free, isn't it? <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's worth watching, especially when you know what's going on at the moment. Because when you know what's going on at the moment, it makes more sense when you watch the film. Because there's no longer sci-fi and something that's happening in the future. Because it's something that's happening right now, and the World Economical Forum—they're quite open about it. You know, ain't nobody hiding it. It's just they're not putting it on mainstream media, so it's out there for everybody to see. You know, but it's not being hidden. You know, it's not being hidden. They're all talking about the fourth industrial revolution, and you know, we're moving forward. Right, I'm going to check to see if there's any questions on uh, the brand new tube. So if any of you got any questions, hit me with them, and then I'm going to go into Will Smith and work my way down. I hear somebody contacted one of the Facebook page. They said they have a list of questions. Where you at? You know, come give me some if you have any. Uh, Ross Clifford said, well done, John. Yeah, big up John, man. You know, one love, because I don't know this man, you know, and he contacted me the next day after I put out the um, post to say about the channel. And yeah, you know, truth to form, he done exactly what he said. He met me and um, yeah, he let me pick a laptop of my choice. So I hope it's working. So if it is glitching, right, it ain't the laptop, right? What it is, is these people, because like I was saying you, tried to go online a couple of times then, you know, it haven't happened. What's up, sister? Long time, innit? Haven't seen you for like ages. So hope you're well. And what's up, Shell? Shell from Ireland, innit? You know, hope you're well too, sister. You know, because plenty happening, innit? The hackable human, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I have some proof of that, you know, because humans is the new commodity and that's the ones that they can um, transform. Right, let's go into Will Smith. Okay, so I'm gonna question the wrong ones. Right, now I got my paper and I don't usually do paper, but I needed it because I already posted this, so you've all seen it anyway, right? And like basically what it is, I had to work it out, see whether it's bullshit with the uh, Will Smith, right? And uh, this is what I got, right? So you can all fill in the bits, add some extras to let everybody see, you know, where, where we all come from. Right, now, Will Smith, right, this whole Oscar thing, as you all know, right, you're just staged, you know, you, you, you've got people really also, like, in the box, and they think that it was staged because um, the Oscars are not getting much ratings anymore, and it was to boost the ratings of the Oscars. I don't believe that for a second, right? Now, there's another thing I have to mention before I get into it, right? Now, the other thing I need to mention, right, is that back in 2019, when the so-called awakening first happened, right? This Q drops, which I don't follow, right? But at that time we posted it out, right? On the YouTube channel. And what they said, there was a list of all these famous people that had got um, executed and killed, okay? And that was in 2019, right? A lot of them on there, all the people we're still seeing right now. Now, I'm not disputing, it may or may not have happened, right? Because like I've explained to you, we can clone people and transfer consciousness. And with CGI and everything else, it's very possible. Now, when it comes to this Will Smith, I don't believe that the Will Smith that was at the Oscars and since 2019 is the real Will Smith. Now, when I show you the Will Smith video, you can make up your mind, okay? 
Years ago, Will Smith outed the elite. And since then, I think they did change him. Okay, I do believe that they changed him. And you can see from the footage I'm going to show you that, yeah, you know, they say black don't crack, right? Black might not crack, but it don't get shiny and silicone looking. Okay, that's the difference. You know, fine wine or whatever they say, better with age, right? But you, you don't look shiny like a Barbie doll. And he's looking very shiny, and even people commented that he looked different. And then, well, you see when, when I show you. You know, I talk too much, innit? Right, so, Will Smith, right? Oscars, like I said, you all stage, right? How did I think it was all stage? So, I started look at the numbers. Well, I showed you a quick video of how we, we get the numbers and everything. Find it on the channel if you haven't got it. Right, now, we got Will Smith, right? He was born on September... 25th, 1968. Now, on the day of the Oscars, which was aired, which, which they trying to tell us was aired, you know, because most of this is probably pre-recorded. But on that particular day, right, it worked out. It was 183 days from his last birthday, which was, you know, his birthday, 20, September the 25th, okay? And it would have been 183 days until his next birthday. Okay, what does that mean? That means that we got balance here, Okay. Now, I'll go down again, right? So I think what else is 183? Now, I'm using the Demetria um, calendar. Now, if you find the video about Will Smith that I posted out, it actually shows you a link where you can go to the Demetria calendar and you can check all this out for yourself. Right, now, the Demetria calendar, like I just said to you, um, Will Smith, born on September 25th, uh, 1968, right? That gave me the number 183. Now, I went down, told you about the balance. Now, 183 also means, right, order out of chaos, which is order ab chaos, okay? Now, I thought, okay, order out of chaos. So we got balance, and now we've got order out of chaos. So it could be staged. So I typed in stage, and I didn't get nothing. So then what i done, I typed in staged events. Now, when I typed in staged events, it gave me the number 183 again. Now I'm thinking, all right. You know, I'm on the right track now. This ain't coincidence because 183 is coming up all the time. Okay. And then 183 happened to come up for G.I. Jane joke. I had to put joke in. G.I. Jane on his own didn't do that. But I put a G.I. Jane joke because basically it was a fucking joke. What was being dropped and it was portrayed a different way in order to create the situation, okay? Because they got you on a wheel, because while you're watching all this, there's other things going on in the world and they're changing a lot of laws, which they're not advertising because they want you to look at all these different distractions, okay? Right, now, then we go down, right? So I've, I've got over this 183 thing. So I think, what else can I find? What else can I find, right? Now I know, and you know, 322 is Skull and Bones. So I discover Will Smith, his name is not Will Smith. His name is Willard Callard. Smith the second, you know, now that second bit is important, right? Because I type in the second and then it gave me the total of 322, which is 322 skull and bones. Okay, so I just double tried the well, I didn't need to double check, but you can see it's there anyway, right? 322 skull and bones, right? So then I start thinking now. This Oscars, why would they have to have him there? Okay, so they had him there for um, Best Actor for a new film. Now, that was bugging me because the film was about um, the Serena Williams sisters and about their struggle and how they come 
character where they are, right? Now, what I couldn't understand, right, was like, if you're doing a film about the Williams sisters, right, surely it should be called the Williams sisters or something in that nature. So then when we're going to watch it, we know we're going to watch the Williams sisters. No, it's not called that. It's called King Richard. So I'm thinking, well, that don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. So... I think, okay, let's type in King Richard for adult, you know, how all this work with everything else. So then when I type in King Richard, I get a number 69. Number 69, you think, okay, what does that mean? Number 69 means Jesuit's order, right? I don't know that automatically, but I got to check some other stuff. So search a little more. So type in New World Order in the Demetria calendar, right? So what do I get? I get, I get um, 69 which is the same number as Jesuit Order and the same number as King Richard. Okay, okay, so they sound a bit freaky. So I think, okay, let's just type in Illuminati. What do I get? I get number 69. So that tells me there's a reason why they staged everything and there's a reason why they called that film King Richard and there's a reason why Will Smith was nominated because his missus as well, right, this was the first Oscar First Oscar, right? Now, how could he be making films since Fresh Prince and probably before that, Fresh Prince of Belay, right? He's watched that one as a kid, right? That's how long he's been going, right? And they're saying it's the first um, Oscar he had. Come on, what's going on? Because you know, if you follow the celebrity of Awakening, and I mean, like, if you follow them channels that break down all stuff with celebrities and rituals, you know that when they get an Oscar, usually they got to do something to get the Oscar. You don't get it because you start good in a film and whatever, you know, it's all part of rituals, and then that's, like, your award, you know? But to the public, you think that you voted and you done really good in a film. Okay. <laughs> I got proof of that, too, on my page. You know, it's called um, Dark Hollywood or um, Illuminati Rituals, or the Masonic Oath. You know, any one of them will show you and explain to you how this works when it comes to Oscars and stuff, you know? You're not really based on what they're doing. Okay, so first Oscar in his life. So I was thinking, what? <laughs> so I could just explain to you. Okay, so I type in first Oscar, what do I get? I get number 56. And what's important about number 56? Number 56 is Freemasons. Now, we all know Will, will Smith is a Freemason. He's leveled up within the uh, Freemason Brotherhood. And what I mean by that is at one time he used to put his hand on uh, the left, no, the right, and now he put it on the left. Or it might be a bit. Can't remember now. <laughs> but, right, basically, depending on which side they go, it depends on your levels, right? So he's obviously gone up the ranks, right? So that clarifies he's a Freemason, number 56. And then we have mind control, because obviously, you know, this whole Oscar thing was a stage event to put mind control on the people in order to put you in a different direction. And the sponsors and the people of the show, they was also promoting um, for alopecia, you know, so it highlighted uh, the people with the bald head because, you know, they have Jada there. Who know whether she, she's sick, she's not sick. You know, some people say it's a man. Who know, right? But that whole shaving of the head thing, right, is a Hollywood ritual because that's another thing that's a ritual in Hollywood, right? They get them to shave off their head. They done that to that girl in it as well. And they do it in films and stuff. But Natalie Portman, uh, V for Don Jeff, uh, Vendetta. You know, they done it to her too, right? But there's enough of them that they do it to. You know, Britney Spears done it, but I think she done it out of spite. 
you know, because they like the uh, blonde hair and stuff. And at that time, I think she she was having a breakthrough because what happens, see, when they start reach about 30, the MK programming, it starts to break down a little bit. And this is why you see a lot of stars, they start a funny turn around about like 28, 32, you know? And that's what happened with her, I think. And I think she just fucking had enough. And she probably thought by shaving off her head, you know, fuck you to the cabal. And it was a way that she feel like nobody's going to be touching her. Because in the video, she kept saying she fed up with people touching her, touching her, touching her. You know? So maybe if she make herself look like a man, you ain't going to touch her. Right. So that's my Will Smith thing, right? I'm just shaving her head and everything. If you want to watch a bit more... You know, I got a video where it break down how Jada Pinkett, you know, she basically Will Smith's handler. And like a lot of people don't know about handlers. You think you only have handlers if you have um, clones. No, you don't. You know, if you famous and stuff, they put you with couples. You can't just go out with who you want to go out with, right? So there's a video on that, but I won't have enough time for that because I've been babbling, babbling, babbling. Right, I'm going to check quick and then I'm going to show you the Will Smith stuff, right? Yeah, that's right, Freedom Soldier, you know. These, these are the sole contracts that they um, sign into, you know. Like they say, sign your name in blood, you know. You sign over your soul. You can't really sign over your soul, you know. But while you're on this earth, see, they could be in control of you, which technically means, yeah, you have given up your everything because now you have to dress the way they say, you have to sing the way they say, you have to do everything they say, you know. And a lot of the stuff that they say you need to do is very dark, which you're going to find out now because we're going to cover the celebrity bit with um, Will Smith. You felt that the government was deliberately spraying cold germs in subways, was deliberately trying to make people ill with the AIDS virus. This is pretty serious stuff. Do you really feel that? Well, pay attention, right? This is the real Will, uh, Will Smith, you can see here. That's a good question. Well, I'm with Barbara Walters. Oh, that's a serious one. I gotta, you know, because people are going to chase me after this. People are going to chase me. Um, I believe that it is quite highly possible that that the, the AIDS virus is a result of genetic warfare testing. By American agents? Absolutely. Right, now this is to show you that illusions can be created, okay? Now that picture you just seen was where a lot of people questioned when he went on Zoe Ball's channel, why he looks so different. We out here on vacation in the Bahamas, another beautiful day. Check it out, check it out. Boom. I want to talk to y'all for a minute about the power of perception. You see, there's a lot that goes in to being a hot social media content provider. For instance, y'all think I got time to go on vacation? No, I got social to do. Come on, man, this is blue screen. In fact, I'm gonna keep it 100 with y'all. I haven't looked like this good in years. I've been totally computer generated 
it since like the 90s. You know what? This ain't even real blue screen. It's 2019, y'all. Nothing's real. Our superstar guest to the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, it's Will Smith. Oh. Great, you're looking dashing, sir, may I say. Uh, welcome to the show. Real treat to have you on. Uh, you're here to talk about your latest film, King Richard, in which you play dad of tennis stars Venus and Serena Williams. It is a film worthy of Centre Court. Oh. 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 How are you? Oh, wig. Great, you're looking dashing, Sir, may I say, uh, welcome to the show. Real treat to have you on. Uh, you're here to talk about your latest film, King Richard. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a GI Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? <laughs> oh, I can, oh, okay. Does not get a pass. Nobody in Hollywood gets a pass. And especially no Denzel in Washington. With Bill Smith. Bill Smith had a relationship with Bina Medina. Bina Medina ran the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Bina Medina went up to Will Smith so much, Will Smith should be his wife. Okay? Quincy Jones did pop him. He did pop them. Being in Medina, had them too. Every they're all part of the same ritual, man. It's just not no one man thing. They pass you around just like a little woman. If you want to go in Hollywood, it's just not going to one guy get you. They're going to pass you around. All of them. Because it's for one. It, it escalates from one step to the other. It's one, two. I don't give a damn. It's never over. Every time you do something, it's not like, okay, it's done. You did it the first time. Now, what you want to do, the, the, the sky's the limit. Nah. You want to you want a cologne line, a perfume line? Okay. They take you back to that room and do it all over again. That's why they have rituals. If, if, a, if a mason who's moving higher up in a mason brotherhood, he has a daughter, he knows the rules. So yes, the bald ritual is real. They do ask you to cut your hair in Hollywood. And if you do, a sum of money will be deposited into your checking account for you showing your deed, showing yourself with a bald head. And not only are black women doing this, the white women are also asked to do this. Everyone in the industry is asked to cut their hair at some point in their career to show their devotion to the industry. And G.I. Jane was one of those. So, as you can see, there's a lot more to it, right? So make up your own mind whether that was the real Will Smith 
but it wasn't based on what I've told you because a lot of this crew stuff, see, is all rubbish, right? And they keep you all on the couch. You know, originally they said that these people had been on a um, execution list, you know, hundreds and hundreds of famous people, right? And then they said the following April, which should have been April 2020, or yeah, 2020, that they were going to announce that, um, you know, who had been basically, you know, it was going to be worldwide. Everyone was going to know about it. I still sat here and nothing's happened, right? And Trump is a fucking traitor. And I got proof he's a traitor, you know, he there pushing the vax, you know? Keep pushing the vax. We're well, gonna save you, yeah. I mean, I would say like Putin gonna save you. Putin's like the new Trump. No, Putin ain't gonna save nobody because Putin's part of the World Economical Forum, same as all the rest of them. You know. And I got a bit more for Hollywood, but if anyone got any questions, you know, drop them. I can't see any. You all just stay quiet, in it, You know. But I have got a bit more to go into this Hollywood thing because it'll just get you all off these flipping celebrities, right? I don't usually post all the uh, celebrity stuff. I'm not really into all that, to be honest, you know, because it's like old stuff, in it? But a lot of people need to see all this so you can see that the celebrities, they're not on your side, see? You know, because a lot of celebrities are being used right now in order to push the vaccination, in order to push this new um, transhumanism. You know, they even had this Wolverine where he's saying how much he really likes uh, Bill Gates and Bill Gates is a genius and all these ideas he's got. And, you know, he's all for it, right? So who says he's all for it? He got paid to say he was all for it. So, you know, a lot of these celebrities, they're not on your side. They're not on your side. And yes, they won't speak up because of stuff I'm going to show you now in a minute, because there's a bit more to it, see? Like a lot of people will say, oh, why don't they speak up? They don't speak up, see, because they do a lot of nasty stuff, right? That get recorded and kept. So then anytime they step out of line or they do something wrong, right? All this stuff, see, gets put to their friends, which is the mainstream media, and then it discredits their name, Okay. And when they don't want certain things to come out, that's what keeps them in line. And if that won't work, see, then they'll bankrupt them. Yeah, I do believe that they will uh, lock down people. But at the moment, see, they got a lot more going on. So they know there's people that's going to get really sick. Then we've got the food shortages, which... Uh, you know, they're everywhere at the moment. Some places are worse than others. But they still have their vaccination war. So at the moment, see, I don't really get excited about too much because the vaccination war don't end till um, October. So by October, this is when I'm expecting some turbulence because this is now, see, when they're going to really start pushing, you know, and then by then they will have justification, you know, because they always need justification. And that's why that David Icke video was important that I put out because he was explaining to you how they got the justification the first time in order to lock us down. Now, if they try and lock us down now, they're going to need some serious justification because nobody wants to be locked down. Can you see what I mean? So the justification that they're going to get is a lot more bodies are going to drop. And they know this because, you know, look how long the, the vaccine being inside people. And now Britain is talking about a six booster, a six booster. You know, six booster, rats. Some people haven't had one yet, but they're talking about six booster, you know, in Britain. And they're also saying as well about children, you know, about how children are now more high at risk for um, getting sickness and COVID and stuff. Now, the reason why children are more high at risk and are they mentioning this, there's other things happening to children as well, which I'm going to post, but... You know, the reason why they're mentioning all this is because right now, see, they're sending out letters and they're pushing for children under the age to have this uh, vaccination. 
you know. So a lot of parents are going forward, they're getting their kids um, vaccinated, see, and they're having a lot of side effects like the adults were having, see. Now, in order to cover that, they have to say that the numbers, you know, the people more likely to catch this wave of COVID are going to be the children. Now, originally, in the beginning, if you remember, you know, a lot of you don't remember, there's so much going on, but... In the beginning, see, they said that the children couldn't catch it and that the only people that were high at risk were the elderly people. Now, the David Icke video explained to you how they got rid of the elderly people, you know, and now they're telling you, he didn't say this bit, though, he just said how they got rid of the elderly people. But what I'm saying now, see, is like now they're telling you about the children, you know, the children are more high at risk. They have to say this because you're a healthy child, now you're going to go and vaccinate, and now they could end up with loads and loads of different side effects if they survive. Worst case scenario, then they won't survive and then you know they will die you know so right now they have to cover things so that's why they're saying that the children are more likely to catch this new strain you know so if you you're stupid and you have the vax then and then something does happen to your child you're going to say oh you know he, he was vaccinated but it wasn't that it must have been that it was a different strain because they're confusing everybody with all these different strains telling people this strain that strain you know and now they got you all confused with this uh venom in water bullshit <laughs> venom in water that's that's crap you know i have some stuff for that too you know and that's you peter's is crap too you know he always wanted to be famous you know, he used to be a like singer, really. He'd drop out a tune and that, and he'd do plenty of sign and symbolism, you know, before he get his nice little spot where he is right now. Well, to be honest, I got a few celebrities on the channel that do um, out uh, Hollywood, and I believe they are genuine. But the problem is, see, they're out Hollywood, and they usually out them in a time when they're going through uh, turbulence. And what I mean by that is, like, it's, it's a time when they're feeling really down, and then they're going on social media, their own social media, and then they're, they're spitting stuff, but they're not spitting it in a sober state. So then the media jump on it, and then it gets quickly squashed down, and they're just saying, like, it's fuel, drug-fueled and stuff, so nobody's paying no attention to that. But the funny thing about that, OC, is, like, right now, see, we've got all this uh, government people, right, and they're all supposed to be running us, okay? So you so you all the government, half of them, they're all on freaking drugs, like, you know, because we already posted a video. I got a video tonight with uh, um, Zelensky, right, and I'm telling you now, Right, he's sniffing, he's drinking, he's fucking buzzing high, <laughs> okay, and nobody can dispute that with the video because he's getting a bit slack now, see, because maybe the quality of the, the gear he's getting is very good, so he's forgetting that it's on the table when he's doing his lives. Who knows, you know, and then you've got the other one twitching with his nose in uh, Australia, the one with the glasses. You know, so I don't know, maybe because they're all doing, they know what they're doing, you know, they need to take drugs in order to get through what it is that they're doing. But if, unless they're a bloodline, see, there's no place for them anyway. You know? Well, true. If you survive the transition, right, you will literally be a robot, right? And what I mean by survive the transition is that you're going to need the regular supply to keep you going, innit? Because now, where they've changed your DNA and everything, and then they're giving you the nanotech on top, right, they're changing you physically, innit, into a transhuman. So you're going to need updating. And this is why they won't cut out uh, what foods and stuff you can have. Now, this is under the new NHS um past thing that they want to do you know so watch that video you know nhs x and they explain to you how 
<laughs> when everything is running properly, see, they're going to be able to tell you what you can eat and what you can't eat. And there's a reason for this. Because where you're not going to be the human that you was before, you're going to need some new food. You know, and Bill Gates got you some new food, you know, and that's why they're promoting all this veganism and stuff, because the veganism that they promote in see is all fake food and it's cultured meat and is what they want you to be living off. You know, that's not real veganism. Well, friends are saying about Hancock and Boris. To be honest, right, you know, even though I live in the UK, I don't really follow them too much unless, like, Boris will have a big announcement to make, you know? Something's wrong with Boris and that flipping hair, you know? Hancock in the background at the moment because he just, um, he brought our book, innit? <laughs> he's he's um, published a book, you know? So he's trying to make some extra money, but he also got uh, shares in genome sequencing. And the genome sequencing is what they put inside of the vaccination. So, you know, I mean, Hancock making plenty of money, so... Even though he's not really on the scene, he is on the scene, you know, he's just in the background, I'll make money. Well, when it comes to what they're trying to do to us, so we're not going along with the narrative, right? It depends what country you're in, right? Because when I give up my first message, that's like, you know... The worst scenario, which has happened in other countries already, but, you know, if you live in Britain, then we're lucky because it's the last place uh, for the war. But then what they'll do, see, in order to force you to do things will be when it comes to this NSS tracking app, you know, then they're also going to mention the digital wallet, which is only just now being mentioned in Europe, right? So when it's being mentioned in Europe, it means we haven't got long before they're going to start saying that's the solution because with this uh, digital ID wallet, see, they're saying it's for everything, right? But I gotta tell you it's for everything, and I gotta mention loads of different stuff, right? Just so I can slip in vaccination in there as well. So I can't just say, oh, it's for vaccination. But then what we'll find is that when we go over to this transition, see, where they want us to have a digital ID wallet, this is when we're gonna be restricted from going into places and buying stuff and working because I have another video which I post on the channel, and it's, it's called um, It's Italy, right? Italy SOS, I think it is, right? And in Italy, nothing ain't stopped. Right, nothing in stop. So all this is coming to us. So what they will do, they will force us to have like regular tests and stuff, which we'll have to pay for to go to work. So that's one way of like pushing us in a Western world because you have to go to work, innit? So then they're gonna force you to have tests in order to go to work. Eventually, when you have a digital ID wallet, it will stop all access to all government stuff because all you see, see, they test us first. Now at the moment, see, Britain already been tested because they've already done the, the app and the track and trace, okay? So right now, you've got a lot of businesses, they're still following this track and trace thing because it's gathering data for the NHS. Eventually, that same tracking and tracing you will have to do with your digital wallet, and then this is when it'll start stopping your access to stuff because they still have to crash the banks, you know? They still have to crash the banks because they have to get you all online, and what I mean by all online, I mean all your money online. 
So that's what I think they would do with the people in Britain. It's like right now when you have the food um, shortages, you know, we ain't really notice nothing in Britain. You know, might notice a few things where they they warming everyone up. You know, they try and say chickens are getting salmonella and some other things. You know, bird flus and all sorts of things going on. So they shut down the, the food supply. But in Britain, we haven't really noticed too much. And what I mean by that is that like Britain's a first world country, right? So what will happen for us and other first world countries? All your stuff that you need to buy will go up in price meaning that you won't be able to afford to have as much stuff as you usually have. Now, if you're in a third world country, this is when you're going to starve because now you haven't got the uh, helping hand, like I explained before, coming from the Western world in order to keep you afloat. You know, so these people, they're going to fall. And that's why they didn't rush. Like a lot of people saying to me before, you know, oh, how come they didn't, they're not vaccinating the people in Africa and, and then in this country, in that country. You know, and I was trying to explain to you that they didn't have to worry about these people because we holding these people up, right? And when you're in depopulation, depopulation happen on many scales, right? Not all about a vaccination. So I can depopulate, you know, see, because I'm not feeding you. So that's millions and millions and millions of people now that's going to die, right? Because food is running out and they're, they're, they're killing crops and they're damaging stuff. And then in, the, in our country, you see, we still going to be struggling because we can't afford to buy the food, you know? We can't afford to buy the food. They up and up the petrol. They up and up the price of um, the electricity. Now, the electricity have two two cards because by upping the electricity and upping the gas, they've been pushing you for the past two years or so to have um, smart meters and stuff put inside your properties, right? Now, how can I get you to a smart meter in your property? You know, I know I'll use one of the cars that's already happening, right? Because I know I've got to crash the economy and I have to bring in hyperinflation, right? So during now, when I crash the economy, which is happening now, you know, economy still crashing. I mean, crashing since 2019, right? So what I do now, because I've already told you all, I'm going to increase the um, electricity, you know, by 50%. 50% is not the finishing point, you know, 85% increase on all things is the final point, you know, because that's what bring it to needs. Right, but what I do see, I with the gas and electric, you all got to use gas and electric. If you notice, you know, the weather turbulence in Britain, you know, we've been having some cold weathers, depending on where you live, right? And they're talking about snow coming in and all this stuff, right? You're using a lot of things in your house. Now, what's going to happen? So, you ain't going to to pay your bill when it comes because of the highest in, uh, increase. Now, this is how I come into your house and put in a smart meter. Because up until that point where you pay your bill, you, it's up to you whether I come in and put the smart meter in. But if you can pay your bill, see, they'll come in and they will put a smart meter in. And this is how they can get smart meters inside all these properties. You know, so that's another stage. You know, eventually you won't have your property because they want to move you into um, smart cities. You know, that's why in Australia right now, see, they're flooding out, flooding out, flooding out. Because they're flooding out the areas, right, that they want because they've put, um, just been given money now. Um, and they're making it sound like it's all great, you know. You know, all this flooded out and like basically we've had all this generation of money. And what we're going to do, we're going to build some new smart cities and stuff. Everybody building smart cities, even Saudi Arabia building smart cities, right? No coincidence, right? But what do we do? We flatten out the areas. Yeah, it's important, you know, very important that people get prepping and stuff. You know, I got a video I want to push out tonight, and it's important for you all, right? And it's just basically like um wash you pack for like an emergency, you know, in case something happened to you, like what happened in Australia. So um, there's a man that goes through everything and he just gives you a rough idea of what you need to put into a bag. You know, you, you alternate depending on, you know, what you need as priority. But he's giving you the, the basics of what you need to survive. Like, you know, if you have to just grab a bag quick and not going to be survive forever. It's just you've got to grab a bag quick, innit? Because you can't carry everything, you know? 
Yeah, smart meters cause cause a lot more than headaches and nosebleeds. You know, it, it pretty much work like them um, street lights and stuff. You know, it can also cause cop deaths and stuff because of the radiation frequency of the smart meter. You know, but the smart meter will work better for them because the more tech you have inside your property when they run Bluebeam projects, the Bluebeam project is um, everywhere. You know, it's even going to be inside your house. You know, it's going to be run off the technology that you have inside your house. You know, they activate it. You know, it doesn't matter the power's down. You know, these people's in control, isn't it? You know, and that's why the more smart stuff you have, the more activation they can do to you when it comes to the voices and everything else that's going to happen. Yeah, there was about um, a bug out bag, uh, Martin. You know, so I'm going to post that too. Right, let's go on to the contracts. If anyone got any questions, then um, post them there. Now, this is the Hollywood contracts that someone got to sign, you know, hold the stomach, right? Um, nasty shit. <laughs> right, I say hold the stomach because, you know, now you're going to start realize why nobody speak up, you know, because all that glitter is not gold, you know, but they make you feel special, you know, so you, you think you're part of the club. And that's why 33 is not the top when it comes to being a Freemason. And it's 363 degrees, see? It's just 33 degrees is for the public scale, make you feel special, and they give you a position within the arena, okay? Now, when you're royalty and stuff, you level up to 360 degrees, and this is where you know all the stuff about the earth and the knowledge and about yourself, you know? And this is how you can keep everybody in bondage, thinking that they're part of your plan. To the music industry. You gotta take the oath. There is no ifs, ands about it. You're gonna take the oath. Just because you get a recording contract, don't mean that you're part of the elite. You just on the recording contract, and yes, you have to take the oath whenever you get a contract, but you're not necessarily a part of the elite because you're not making any money. The people who are, are a part of the elite and do blood sacrifices to get to where they are, they've been hand chosen and they told they have went to them and say look we believe that you can be an asset to our family are you willing to be a part of the family we can put you at the 20 million marker we can put you at the 30 million marker and you be like well what do i have to do to the good life you know you get they take you on uh private vacations to isolated islands or you get the the penthouse suites and hotels you get yachts private jets shopping trips they lavish you with gifts they make it look like it's the good life this is the good life join us you can have anything you want you are a god you can have the world this is what they tell them they don't tell them the small writing and so people get get infatuated by the luxury and the lavishness of being wow, running elbows with the rich, the rich and the elite. You're on private jets and yachts and islands. And the good life. They're treated very well. And then they join. They decide, okay, I'm gonna join. I'm gonna join with you guys. You start moving through the levels and you realize, hey, wait a minute, I, this isn't what I signed up for. Because then you start learning the ghastly truth of Satanism. And then when you get in, it's 
rituals, eating babies' hearts, sacrificing babies, drinking blood, being forced to have, if you're married, adulterous relationships because all of them are forced into adultery. Satan doesn't honor a marriage. You're married to him. Satanists have their own services that mock Christian services. They have them almost every weekend. They have them in underground churches across the across America. And they do everything opposite and and against what a real church would do. Why would you want to join a group of people that think eating feces and drinking urine is fun? It's not optional. You have to do it. They all do it. And they don't complain. They get beyond that stage. They they don't complain. They do it. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, what do you do? You go to an underground Hollywood club, a super secret Satanist club. Do they serve feces on toothpicks? These people are nasty. And you, you, you tell us the sheer de- demonism, demonic beings that control them, that make them do it. I mean, what human could eat feces and not just puke? Eating feces is huge with something. Huge. Anything abominable, abominable is high-ranking with Satan. Anything that we would think is, is totally inhuman, abominable, then that's what you must do. In Satan's realm, these these groups are, are huge. There could be 100, 200 people at a gathering. They meet on estates in, in people's mansions, often on a, a Friday or Saturday night, so it looks like the person's having a, a party, maybe. They meet in churches on Saturdays, underneath Catholic churches. Uh, for rituals they have these rituals where they bring in animals and this weekend pretty much all the groups had donkeys and they force all the members to have sexual relations bestiality with the donkey okay you you've been on my nerves for two months you get the cat and you You've been on my nerves for a month. You get the dog. And you, the highest ranking of us all, you get the donkey. She chooses who gets what. And she forces them to be sodomized. They all do this, not just her. They force them to be sodomized by donkeys. They force them to perform fellatio on donkeys 
And nobody gets away with it just because you're the president of the United States who goes to the Chicago ones where Petty Pritzker's in charge. Just because you're the president doesn't mean you get out. It means you have to give more because you've got the highest rank in the land. More, more abominable things are expected of you. It goes on. One of the biggest things you give up is any kind of humanity. It's nothing but about humiliation and degradation. You want more, you have to give more. You have to give up everything about human, what makes you human. And they all don't sit around in their black robes. That's so Hollywood. Because in all these rituals, a big part of them is the orgies that take place. They all take their clothes off. They're all doing drugs. It's part of their requirements. When you serve Satan, you know, your duties never end. It's always more, 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 more. And, and on top of eating poop and drinking urine and and, and practicing bestiality with donkeys uh, you have to you have to sacrifice you have to cause death and suffering and when you cause death and suffering it's accredited to you and that's more power that you get she's not backing down Kaya Jones is standing behind her explosive claims involving one of music's most successful girls groups, the Pussycat Dolls, saying it was like being in a prostitution ring. Some people are confused by it. You're clarifying that you weren't, you know, put in situations where you were being paid to have sex. No, not paid to have sex, but if you're accepting an opportunity for sleeping with your boss or bosses, or being propositioned that it'll go further if you do this. What's the difference between a job opportunity and cash? I don't really see a difference. Well, there's, it's an Illuminati ceremony. And so we have these award shows and the Super Bowl halftime shows using these ceremonies which propel and promote certain ideologies. And so it's a ritual to glorify this satanic doctrine. And so it's being used to subconsciously condition the viewers to love this kind of symbolism. One of the things about, you know, if you go back to ancient ritual and ceremony, the culture right. is a tremendous amount of, you know, brings together a tremendous amount of energy, body of energy, right. that, is, that is potentially revolutionary. It's unfortunately been directed towards a lot of what you call like you know idolatry, frankly, you right. know, the worship of the artist himself. You know, Jay Z goes up there and people say, well, he's throwing up the the, the rock or the, the pyramid sign, right? And essentially, you're taking that mass of energy, that body of energy, and now directing it into something that's potentially unholy or mm. that's not being used for something that's that, that is towards the social consciousness evolution. Mm. We take these material things and acquisition of wealth and we put it as paramount and as long as you get the money everything is is fine no that's not necessarily true I mean 
you know, we can kind of, um, what is this, the end justify the means? No, you're not pimping my children. Well, when Kim Kardashian's out there being pimped by her parents, and then she ends up marrying Kanye West, and everyone's going, I love Kim Kardashian, then that you're, you're in a problem. I liked uh, what Shane O'Connor said to Miley Cyrus. Oh, yes. She pointed yeah. out, she basically said the satanic nature of the business. She said the music industry is using you, and it's selling your right. sex to basically make profit from you, and then it will discard you. Exactly. You know, and it's like, why are people offended by us? Why do people think that she's attacking Miley for it? It's nothing to do with Miley. She's t telling you that this is satanic. We are in a culture that uses people, and we yes. are okay with that idea. It's okay. We can use Professor Griff as long as he makes us money. As soon as he says something we don't like, we're going to discard him. And one says, that's great. You made profit. That's amazing. You made money off him. What kind of morality are we teaching our kids? She has appeared to try to clean up her act. No more blood bathing and, and demonic imagery. Do you record while, while the bus is moving, or does it have to come to a stop? Yeah, well, sometimes they don't want to, and they're saying, you know, gaga, we can't get, you know, the, the frequency's weird, and, you know, it's sounding a little bit strange, and I'm like, if you don't get this right now, I swear to Lucifer. Lady Gaga brought him back into the, into the limelight, did a music video which was directed by Terry Richardson, an infamous pervert that's hounded by allegations of, you know, sexual harasser. And so this guy produced this video where Lady Gaga slips into unconsciousness after being drugged and then is literally sexually assaulted by R. Kelly and the dancers in the video, Do What You Want. Do what you want. Sounds like a riff on Do What Thou Wilt, the famous dictum of the secret society, the Hellfire Club, popularized in the 20th century by the self-proclaimed beast of the apocalypse, Aleister Crowley, lodge brother to W.B. Yeats, ironically. Right, you want to watch wrestle, all right? Go on for another 15 minutes, right? But it basically gives, you know, you got the gist, right? When it comes to Hollywood, there's a lot of stuff that they have to do in order to get to where they are. And once they're there, they don't want to go back. And even if they do want to go back or they have a change of heart, they'll either get rid of them, okay? If they don't make them enough money, they will get rid of them. Or sometimes they get rid of them and put them uh, underground. Now, somebody has asked about Elon Musk. What do I think of Elon Musk? Elon Musk is one of them, right? Part of this, right? Because Elon Musk, he already know about connecting you, the human consciousness, you know, to the singularity, which is the cloud, you know? The original idea came from where he occurs well, but now Elon Musk is the one that's promoting it, okay? So all the stuff that he's doing, right, is to help this transition in order for us to get to where they need to be. Okay, and that's to turn the human into the transhuman and take over all of your thoughts. You know, that's the ultimate prize. You know, the fact that, you know, you own nothing and all that other stuff, that, that's just the extras because you'll own nothing once they crash the banks. And then you go into the social crediting system because you'll be earning credits. You know, they want you to rent everything in this new world. They don't even want you to own a property. They want you to seize all um, ownership of everything that you have. You know, and Elon Musk is fully aware of all this, you know, because he is pushing this and he is pushing the technology of this. You know, I have got something. Let me find something for you, Pat, you know, on um, Elon, just so you could get a full scoop. You know, Elon's not on our side, you know, he's coming across like you're on our side. And a lot of people like Elon Musk, you know, because of the technology and the technology exciting, right? But 
you know, the bit that we don't guess is, is the technology they want to do to us, you know? Yeah, they, they blind in us now with all these little gadgets and, you know, all this um, tech, you know? And that's to lead us down the road because the devil, see, very clever, you know? The devil won't give you treats along the way, you know? And all these treats, see, they're ultimately to get you to become the transhuman, you know, the transition. You know, they're talking about this uh, metaverse, you know, the metaverse in a way, right? Full metaverse is basically, right, what Bluebeam project will be. So you won't be able to tell the difference between what's real and what's not real. The only difference is you don't need to put glasses on because they're going to be mirror cross for everything with the technology that they already have. And someone asked about Bluebeam. I'll do that just before I go. I will cover uh, Elon for you, Pat. But let me just see. Because someone said something about um, Bluebeam when I flip through, when I think it would be. Bluebeam project should have been uh, last year, you know, because they do everything on uh, time. But what it is, I think with a slow uptake of the vaccinations and everything, see, they have to hold out. So now I don't believe that they're going to run Bluebeam project. And what I mean by they have to hold out is basically you need to be connected to um, the system, which is the ultimate system that they want to control your thoughts. Now, I need you to be connected to the system. So then when I run Bluebeam project, where you've got a lot of people thinking, oh, you know, it's just going to be like a light show and holograms and all the crap that they're showing you, right? It's going to be more than that. So what I need to do, see, I need to embed you with the technology first. So then when it happens, like I said, you'll be in the metaverse. <laughs> you'll be in the alien project. So I believe that they're going to hold out now, see, because they continue to embed you with the technology because we've already got graphene um, contract going in the water. We've already got that. And then we've got the fluoride, um, which obviously goes in the water. Then we've got the vaccines, which is changing you. So I believe that um, coming next year, I think April, you know, I think it's April, it's in May. Germany going to attack, um, Russia going to attack Germany, and then that will create a war. So that's why I don't get excited about all this stupidness they got us all looking now. Ain't nothing going to happen right now, right? It's going to happen. When that happens, right, that's when I believe that will be the beginning before you get the Bluebeam project, because that's the only thing that's going to stop a war, right? Because it's not just going to be Germany attack, you know, Russia attack Germany, you know? This is what's going to uh, cause the other countries to um step in you know it's all planned but you know it caused other countries step in turbulence sacrifice amongst the earth and then the only thing that will stop that see is the alien invasion because once you're all at war what else would stop it alien invasion so that's when i believe the alien invasion will come so we'll be coming next year that's what i believe you know because they should already run it but the plan didn't go to plan because enough of you wasn't embedded with technology and you've had all this resistance but they did expect resistance but i don't think they expected as much resistance as they've had so when it comes to the uptake of the vaccinations it's been a lot slower than what they expected you know and the more they keep giving you extra extra fourth booster fifth booster sixth booster people's dropping off dropping off dropping off and i don't just mean dropping off because they die in they just dropping off because now they're getting fed up or now they're starting to see the light you know so they're making harder for these people so they have to find other ways to put the technology inside of us they brought up that uh, vaccine tablet now so that's gonna obviously uh vaccinate a lot more people that were holding out for something new because they're not into um the vaccine and now you've got this venom thing, right? They go convince everybody's in water. So now you've got enough man. Go get scared. And you go and get a test. So that gonna help them as well. You know, they ain't put no venom in your water. 
they don't need to. That's all they need to do is put graphene in there and put fluoride in there. Fluoride keep you dumb. Uh, graphene help connect you to the technology. Right, Pat. Let me do this for you. I haven't seen you for a while. I can't find a question though, but she wanted to know about Elon. She wanted to know about Elon Musk, you know? And uh, at the moment, Elon, he's trying to uh, make moves to buy uh, Twitter. All his plan, all his plan, because like, you know, social media, you know, is an outlet for people to push out whatever they want to push out. Now, at the moment, see, as they're moving forward, they need to take control of all the information. Now, what you got to think of, see, social media platforms, they're information, see, because that's what it is. We all on there, but not information. So they need to take control of that. Now, Elon Musk, that's what I mean. He comes across like your friends and he want to take control of um, Twitter. And the reason why he want to do that is because he want to be an advocate for free speech, right? He no advocate for free speech. This is what you need to understand, right? This is what you need to understand. He's not an advocate for free speech, right? Because he's part of the plan. So how can he be an advocate for the free speech? You know, all this part of the plan. But the thing is, at the moment, see, Twitter, I think they got some clause in there, which means that if you have shares, you're only allowed to have a certain amount of shares. Now, Elon Musk was told this when he joined Twitter or had his shares, okay? So he was told that he could only buy a certain amount. Now, the reason why they do this is so nobody can have more shares than anybody else within the company. But then ultimately, for the search we done last year, you could see that Twitter is ultimately owned by Vanguard and BlackRock, which therefore means that it's not really uh, Elon, if he does get to overwrite this percentage thing that they're talking about, you know, on the, on the public scale, if he does get to overwrite that, then that just means that they'd be putting Elon there as the face, because uh, Vanguard and BlackRock, they're never the face of anything, you know? So you always need a man... That is your face. So Elon could be the perfect face because, like I said, he's in on the plan to take over Twitter. Uh, Twitter. But you ain't going to have no freedom of speech because Elon, like I said, he in on the plan. Elon Musk as some sort of eccentric heavyweight genius with humble beginnings. But this is demonstrably false. Elon Musk was born in South Africa where he claims he grew up extremely poor, but his family owned an emerald mine. As a teenager, Elon would trade emeralds for cash in New York City, and his father bragged how they had so much money we couldn't even close our safe. Musk claims to have had about $100,000 of student loan debt, but he received a full scholarship to the University of Pennsylvania, where he bought a 10-bedroom frat house with his friend Adeo Resti, and ran an illegal nightclub. The pop culture claim is that Elon has an IQ of 155, but this has never been tested. And after being accepted into Stanford for PhD studies, he dropped out after two days. After dropping out, Elon began his first business venture with his brother Kimball, Zip2, which was essentially a digital version of the Yellow Pages. The brothers received tens of thousands of dollars from their parents, and yet Elon denies this. An associate of Elon's father, Greg Curry, got involved to bring in investors. But Elon's code was no good, so they had to hire on professional coders to rewrite everything. Zip2 was then sold for $307 million to Compaq, who later shut it down without ever earning a profit. Elon made $22 million, bought a $1 million 
Mayor McLaren F1 supercar, which made mainstream news before he totaled the uninsured vehicle. Musk then went on to create an online bank, X.com. He partnered with banking expert Harris Fricker, Edward Ho, and Christopher Payne. All three ended up leaving the company after accusing Elon of lying to the media about the quality of their product. Elon claims he founded PayPal. Before the company was named PayPal, it was known as Confinity. It was founded in 1998 by Peter Thiel and Max Levchin. After losing millions of dollars, Elon's X.com was bought by Confinity in a merger in 2000. All Musk contributed at Confinity was his own power struggle. He made himself CEO and pushed to change the name to X.com. The executive team successfully petitioned to fire Musk while he was away on vacation. Part of Musk's resignation agreement stipulated that all references to founders of the company will be removed from their website, allowing Elon to claim credit, which so far is all he has ever achieved. Peter Thiel then rebranded the company as PayPal, went public, and sold to eBay for $1.5 billion. Elon made $180 million from the deal, which he then invested into Tesla, SpaceX, and failed company SolarCity. Elon falsely claims to be the founder of Tesla. Tesla was founded in 2003 by Mark Tarpening and Martin Eberhard, who developed the Tesla Roadster. When Tesla Motors began looking for venture capital, they approached Elon Musk, who had the fake credibility as PayPal's co-founder. Musk joined with the condition that he be named chairman of the board. In emails, Musk was upset that the media was not giving him credit for Tesla Motors and went after Martin Eberhard, replacing him as CEO. He then forced Eberhard out of the company and rewrote the company's history to have himself listed as an original co-founder. Martin Eberhard, the man behind the Tesla Roadster, was promised the first Roadster off the assembly line. But Musk screwed him over on that as well and sent that car into space. You can tell it's real because it looks so fake, honestly. <laughs> so who is Elon Musk? Elon describes his father as being an evil, abusive man. His father, Errol Musk, has been accused of being a pedophile and fathered a child with his stepdaughter, who is 42 years younger than him. This spoiled, narcissistic failure son of accused pedophile wants to put computer chips in everyone's brain so that we can merge with artificial intelligence his girlfriend is now bragging how this could all lead to a communist utopia and strangely enough former Nazi and head of NASA Werner von Braun predicted a man named Elon would conquer Mars in a 1952 novel that he wrote which is odd, because NASA has partnered with Elon SpaceX to work towards colonizing Mars. Elon Musk, like everything else in today's modern society, is a fraud, a fake genius, just like fake philanthropist Bill Gates and his fake vaccines, brought to you by the fake news. Here's a pro tip for dealing with the mainstream media and all of pop culture.
assume it's a lie and research everything. So there you go. That's what we got on Elon Musk. There is a bit more, you know, we've got on channel part two for that. And there's more to that video. It's just can't show everything all in one go, innit? Because we don't have enough time. Right. Um, outside travel. Right now, see, a lot of the countries, they've uh, removed the restrictions. So you're free to travel and stuff. But like I say, you have to be careful, right? Because... I don't believe they're really going to stop anything until they need to say that the numbers have gone up. So I imagine between now and probably October, you might be okay, you know, and be able to travel if you really need to travel. But, you know, unless you really need to travel, then I wouldn't because you could go anywhere and different countries have different rules. So at any point, you could be forced to have a vaccination in order to come back into your country, you know, so you're taking a risk, you're taking a risk. All right, that's what I got to say about that. <clears throat> but come the end of the year, that's where I believe they'll stop the travel because they can only stop travel now, see, if they get enough numbers to go up, which they will, and then they'll have justification in order to lock everything down because they'll have to come tighter than the first time, see, but they'll need enough justification, you know, because right now in China, China is setting uh, the tone so you can see how it's really going to go. In Australia, they've already said, you know, they will vaccinate at the door. Vaccinate at the door, <laughs> you know? So a lot of people don't believe, you know? It just takes a while for people to believe what's going on. But Australia have said, you know, they, they will vaccinate you at your door, you know? And a lot of people don't want to believe that. But it's true. So what can you say? And they're also threatening in Canada, uh, Quebec, that um, they can overwrite your parental consent with your children and deem you an unfit parent if your child's not vaccinated. So they are making moves um, to come towards people's children. Well, I think you've got time at the moment, uh, like I just said, um, Sarah, you know, but you are taking a risk, you know, is the holiday really that important? You know, that's what people got to think of, isn't it? What's more important to them at this current time? You know, and if it's just to go somewhere for two weeks in the sunshine, you could end up putting yourself in a lot of problems just for that two weeks of sunshine. You know, I, I reduce the money and put it towards prepping, you know, unless you're planning on just leaving and leaving the country and you're grabbing everything, then yes, do that right now right because this is where you've got the window to travel but if you just want to go somewhere for two weeks sunshine i wouldn't bother i really wouldn't bother i'd use the money towards prepping yeah 5g's on already i think they announced that uh 5g went out when uh the matrix new film come out it was on the same day i think that um they pushed up 5G, but, and this is where a lot of people see, don't believe that 5G is going to kill you because as much as they announced that it was up, see, it's not up fully. It's not fully online because they need boosters and signals and other things to attach to it, including yourself, you know? So all these things are still being done, but the initial switch on of 5G has been done, yes. And they're not officially announcing about 6G, even though it's there if you want to um, look into it. I have got a video though that I explained to you about this 6G, which I push up tonight. We have enough time. 
Right, uh, Trump. When will Trump be assassinated? Trump won't be assassinated until he goes back in power. And that's why at the moment, see, he's talking about something about how he's going to sue about ballots and if things get rigged. Okay, ain't nothing going to get rigged because these people are in charge of who gets in power. So when Trump gets in power, that's when they will take him out. That's when they will take him out. And the Simpsons already dropped that. Simpsons already dropped that. I didn't say when he was in power, but they already show you Trump in a box. You know, but that's when that will happen, when Trump goes back in power. Because at the moment, you're not in power. They got uh, Biden the clone in power. Biden the flipping robot. I'm not even joking. Right? Look at Biden, the way he walks. And look at one of them Boston dynamic robots, how they walk. They walk exactly the same. They literally walk exactly the same. The, the knees and everything. All right? So, yeah, they need to take Biden out. But Biden was there because Biden had to be there in order to push the vaccinations, even though Trump was the daddy of the vaccination. But Trump was your saviour as part of the Q program. So pr Trump couldn't be the one that was out there pushing the vaccination. Even though I've got evidence he has pushed the vaccination, they quickly got rid of all that, see, when they were pushing their Q movement. You know? So they could put Biden in, and then Biden could force vaccinate all the American people, see? And then you could all still be rooting for Trump. Now, you can't root for Trump if he's there pushing for a vaccination. So you need to put Biden in first, and then Biden bring the rain. You know, and then Trump come back. So everybody think Trump won't save you, but Trump haven't saved you because Trump's invested in the vaccinations. Trump's in agreement with the vaccinations and he want people to get vaccinated. You know, it's just that bit. They're not really putting out there because Biden is there to do a job. So Trump will have his time. But I don't really believe they kill him. They might not. He's not a bloodline, see? So they might. You know, Trump is not a bloodline. I already have a post on that on uh, meditationfreedom.co.uk. He's not a bloodline. And yet he has told people a lot of um, truths and stuff. But you have to think he's a Freemason too. Which means that he already know what's going on. And because of the amount of money, he probably believes he's part of the plan. You know, and he's heavily invested in the vaccinations. And he's fully aware of what's in the vaccinations. You know? So maybe he have got a little spot in one of them bunkers. Right. Well, at the moment, I don't believe anything really going to happen in June, other than food crises and stuff that's already happening, to be honest. You know, the World Economical uh, Forum, right now, they're pushing towards um, centralization, digital currency, and smart cities, and the transhumanism. So, if they're going to push anything, it'll just be to help them go towards their goal, which they're already um, going towards. You know, because they're saying about this uh, bird flu and whatever. But that's just another way to vaccinate you. It doesn't matter what's on the table now. Bird flu, new flu, extra pandemic. You know, it's just another way to vaccinate you. You know, to get you to come and have a jab. You know? 
Because eventually, Lockset does say that they will release a virus, but they already released the virus because they've released the virus with the um, vaccinated people because vaccinated people cause shed in and vaccinated people have been heavily embedded with nanoparticles. And I explained before in a video that nanoparticles can be passed from person to person because we're dealing with that level of technology. And I have a video tonight which confirms that nanotechnology can be passed from person to person. So technically, the virus is already out there. The virus is already out there, you know, so maybe that's why they need the little venom trick to get you all to go out and test, because now you're not testing for the COVID, you're testing for the venom, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, when she finally gone, that's when it'll be the end of your cash. That's what will happen. Like everything shuts down three days when she's gone. And there's uh, a few things that have to happen. No trading. Um, what was the other thing? There was no trading. Uh, all stocks and everything get shut. But because we're moving into the fourth revolution, this is an opportunity to take out the cash because they're not going to go and put the new person's face, the new king, on all the money because they will say they can use that as opportunity because by then, see, economy crashing even more to go digital because the British government have already put in an application to their friend to go into the digital uh, world, you know, digital currency. So everything's being put in place for that, you know. I believe that she's probably not here anyway, but then it's possibly that she could be here, just transfer of consciousness. But what I mean is not here officially, like on the set, because you can look at the queen, different videos uh, when she's doing her thing and compare them and you can see it's a different queen, it's a different queen. So. You know, but they need everything to happen on certain times and you need things to happen so you can use the opportunity. And right now, see, with everything that's going on, right, one of the most important things is to take out the cash, you know, because the cash doesn't fit in with this new world. We can't take out the cash until she's gone. And then when she's gone, it's a perfect uh, opportunity. Well, I just answered that. That's why they're dragging out the release, you know? of her death because everything has to work at a time you know no point telling everybody right now because the banks ain't crashed right now you know so when they're going to take out the cash this is when you're running out of time because you'll be given a certain amount of time then see to put your cash into the banks in order to convert it into the, the digital you know and then that's when if you're in the western worlds that were lucky this is when you'll then be told about the digital id wallet because it would already been working in other countries by then because like I just explained to you, EU looking to push it out. So by then, that's when they will bring that in. And I've already got all your money now. And now I'm telling you, you need digital ID wallet in order to access your funds online and other things. So then I go crash up a lo load more people or I force a load more people to vaccinate, you know, because now I'm holding your money and your assets and your everything. And you need access to that. And you've given it all up and not realized that you're giving it all up. And now I'm telling you, take this vaccination ID wallet or no access. And you can still have the vaccination. Well, they're not calling it a vaccination ID wallet. It's just called digital ID wallet. But you can still have it without being vaccinated. It's just that status will be on there that you're not vaccinated, which will limit your access to certain things. And those certain things will be, I can guarantee you, everything that you need. And then when it comes to all this common law, 
You know, the information is out there, but I not really stand by it because right now, see, you have to understand, they own the courts, right? They own the courts. So the same way like Nuremberg, they're going to give it to you when they need to give it to you in order to justify things that they need to do and to lock you into quarantine camps. It's the same with this common law. If it, if it held any weight, then right now they wouldn't be able to be pushing ahead. And the reason why it doesn't hold enough weight is because the majority of people in every country don't understand it and don't know about it, so they can't stand underneath it. And if only a couple of you is standing underneath it, it's easy to just push you out of the way. You know, harder to push out loads of you, innit? But not loads of you know about it, so it don't really hold no weight. And even if loads of people knew about it, see, it might hold weight, but ultimately you still have to go through the same courtroom which is owned by them. So I hope that answer, yeah, long question. <laughs> Anyone ask any questions, you know, drop them. Before I go into China, I'm going to do China next, you know, food shortage. I take my time before I get to the vaccination bit because I notice if I bust that too soon, they like to cut me off. So... Well, when it comes to child trafficking, there's plenty of videos going out, you know. We even got a video on our channel that say that Trump uh, last year apparently rescued loads of children from underground bunkers, you know, and there was loads of tents set up um, on some lawn in America where, um, you know, we did have photos and there were children. It did look like they were being rescued, but who knows, you know, because this could be to play on your heartstrings because this whole children trafficking thing been going on long before any of us was born. You know, it's been going on since the day Zonk, you know. Even in one of them countries, they have a, a big statue of a man and he got a bag full of kids and he's there about to put a child into his mouth. So it's been going on since the day Zonk. So I think they could be using all that, see, in order to build the trust. Doesn't mean they're not saving them. They could be saving them. But ultimately, see, it's us that they're supposed to be saving, not that these people don't need saving. What I'm trying to say is that the whole Q thing is that uh, they're going to take down the cabal and then humanity going to be free and then we won't have to go into all this transhumanism. So right now, just telling you that they're saving the children and saving the children, but then in the next breath, we're vaccinating children and then really they're not saving any, anybody. You know, I think it's just a wheel that keeps people there thinking, well, yes, something is happening, you know, but if they were really doing all this, you know, something by now would have come to light and they haven't. It's only come to light amongst truth of circles, but what I mean by come to light is on a main scale. Do you know, it's like when they um, had Prince Andrew, it was a perfect um, opportunity for them to mention any children or anything um, at that time because everyone was looking at that and they could have obviously um, moved a distraction from him over to that, but they didn't bother to do that, you know, and that's why I don't believe whether Trump doing that or not. And then you say about my thoughts on Elon, I already covered that, so hopefully you heard that. I haven't just seen the question now, you know? I'm not sure who Chrissy Teigen is, unless I've seen a photo. <laughs> so I'm not sure why they're still walking around. Uh, to be honest, I think the monarchy will fall, you know? I think it'll come under a new thing because where you have a one world government, see, it's going to be run differently to how it's currently run. 
by monarchs and things. So, you know, I believe this is the end of the monarch. So I don't believe he will take over, no. And then when it comes to William, I don't believe William is the Antichrist, neither, because the Antichrist work through many people. And you won't see the Antichrist until they pull their alien invasion, because he's the one that's going to stop the alien invasion for you and convince you all about this. Let's come together. And then when it comes to Swab, obviously, yeah, you know, Swab, <laughs> close. Then basically, yes, someone is pulling his string. Somebody is above Klaus. And the higher up you go, see, that's all you got to do. You end up back to Vanguard and Blackrock. And then what you'll find is within the Vanguard and Blackrock, you will find non-human entities. Now, these are the people that really run the show. But you have to have a face, like I said to you, when it comes to like Elon, Twitter and all them. You need a face. You need a face. You know, it's like Bill Gates, you know. Is he really the man for the vaccination or is someone just put him there his face? You know, they like to give you somebody, but ultimately it's not them pulling the strings. I put out a video before with um, Sasha Stone and Ronald Bernard, and a lot of people see you knocking it because Sasha Stone in there. Now, Sasha Stone's a Rothschild, yes, granted, right? But you need to watch the video because he's talking to Ronald Bernard, and Ronald Bernard used to work for them, and he's explaining to you what he went through, right? And he explains to you a lot of pieces about the reality outside of our reality. He calls this the fake world and the world that he lived in was the real world. But a lot of you see, you see in Stash of Stone, you're not watching it. So now you're missing out on important information because your ears are shutting off because you see Sasha. Sasha used to give out good information long time ago. It's just since COVID started now, now you got you all on the wheel, isn't it? Because that's what he's been told to keep you on. But before that, he used to teach loads of stuff, see, to Masons and all them. So it wasn't for the general public. So his information is very good. Yeah. But sometimes people dismiss you straight away. Oh, he's a Rothschild. Well, if he's a Rothschild, that means he knows something. You better start listening. <laughs> yeah. Go to the organ grinders. Go to the PSA people, innit? You know, it's just right now, they, yeah, they're feeding you bullshit. Or just go back to older videos, and these are the videos that's important because they tell you, like, what's going on. Well, when it comes to the land, see, we all tie back to this allodial title which is what the biggest problem is, I think, at the moment, you know, when it comes to this allodial title. And the reason for that is because when you buy a property, see, you don't really own the um, the land. So you've got a lot of uh, truthers at the moment, and they're collecting funds and money in order to buy land, where I believe the money will get stolen, or if you do buy the land, see, then they'll come with loads of stuff, which means that you can't do what you think you can do on the land that you believe is yours, because they're not going to give you the land with an allodial title, you know? But I have got a video that explains you how to get a, a, a allodial title. And then once you have the allodial title, then maybe you can, but then they could still hit you with stuff. Because what's happened, see, in Britain at the moment, um, they brought all this thing because they know they're creating a food shortage, right? So basically what they've done, they brought all this thing. It basically means that uh, on your property, you're not allowed to grow too much food, 
Now, what I mean by that is that there was this couple and they had a, you know, quite a big space in their garden. They decided during the first lockdown that they were going to start growing food as a hobby. They grew the food, everything grew, and they, they discovered they have more than what they need. So what they started doing was giving out food to the neighbours and stuff. The government obviously don't want you to do that. So what now what the government's saying is that if you plan on growing more than a certain amount of food at your property, you need to pay for like um, like an annual thing, you know, like a substitute subsidy to them in order to grow at your property now it sounds really unfair and people probably don't believe but i'm gonna find out for you because it is true and the reason for that is because they need to take control of all the food and everything that you have it now if you've got people growing food then naturally we're going to be giving food away and they don't want all that because all that's going to make you take longer to get to their table where the vaccination is you know, because that's the only reason, isn't it? The only reason you're growing food is because you don't want to have to have a vaccination, you know? So if I start limiting this and limiting that and you can grow this and you can grow that and you need planning permission for this and planning permission for that just to grow on your own property, this is where they're going to stop you growing food, you know? And that's about their weather turbulence. Council, because in this world, everything runs on contract, and they need you to agree to the contract. So you have to agree to pay them to grow in your own property. Okay. It's where they tie you up with black law. Okay. And it's where you're going to start understanding you don't own your property, even though you thought you owned your property. You know, you just own the bricks. So this is what they've done. And this is obviously what they're getting um, problems for. Now, if they went out there and they grew loads of flowers and shrubs, ain't nobody going to say nothing to them. But the problem is, see, they're taking back power. No, they can't have you take back power because if these people is growing their own food and their own vegetables and everything, that means they're taking the power away from the elite because they're in control of their own stuff. Now, this is what they don't want. So this is why now they're going to try and get you to sign into a contract with them in order for them to execute more money out of you and dictate whether you can grow or you can't grow. And then they'll start putting limits on how much you can grow within the property. And then they'll put that under health and safety. Okay. And that's the property. Now, what is that bothering anybody if they're growing? You know, these people thought that was their property. And as you can see, based on what I've just said, you know, they can still dictate what you can grow on the land. Because technically, you only own the bricks. You don't own the property. Freehold, leasehold, it doesn't matter. You know? And I'm going to put a video next to this to explain what I'm telling you now, where you don't own your property. Because a lot of people, they are um, a bit naive to this, you know, and we only find out when these people, you know, these terrorists, they start come after us and tell us about planning permission. Right, Lee, who spent around £3,000. No, that could be a code. That could be a code. No, first time I'm reading this, you know. He says he spent £3,000 or £3,000 a cold. So they could just be dropping this out to deter deter us, right? So that's me just chucking it out there because they're saying nine foot by 15 foot. Now, nine is a cold, 15 is number six, okay? So now we've got 369, which is the number of the universe, right? So they're fucking with us. But they drop in C's to let us know they're going to come find that ass and we need planning permission. So maybe that's what this post is about. You know, I start discover as I read him further down. Okay, it says um, they moved into the house in December 2020. 
on Crenshaw Deck with so much produce, we were able to give some to neighbours and left some out so that people could help themselves. See, you know, this is true community. You know, this is what they can afford you to do because if all of us start growing food and stuff, it's natural, you know, we're going to have more than we need and we're going to start sharing, you know, we're going to start caring and we're going to start loving people by sharing what we have with them for free of charge or for services, you know, no, they can't have that because they won't be in control. Right, I'm gonna let this play, right? Because this bit is the, is the jewel. This is the bit that I explained to you that you don't own your property, even though you thought you did. Okay, a lotion title is important because you do not own the land. They tell you it's freehold, but it's not freehold. The land is owned by the crown. All the land Thank in England. I'm a farmer in Minnesota, and you're saying that my land is it's owned by the Queen. Yes. I'm a farmer in Mozambique. Your land is owned by the Queen. The Queen of England. The Queen of England. She owns all the land. So what happens is you own that piece of brick that's sitting on it that they call freehold or your house. Hello and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to revisit the topic of what is loedio. Although I gave quite an in-depth explanation last time, I think it requires more of an explanation. What you folks out there need to know is that when you have this word called a loyal title, what that means in the world of fiction, in the world of quasi-judges, is that you own the uh, land outright with any attachment to the feudal lords. Okay, that's one. The second of all, what I really wanted to emphasize on my last discussion on the subject of a loidio, that's the fiction word for it, and loidio is the factual word that we use. What that also means is it comes under the, uh, the coordinations of fencing, which means if you have not fenced off your land, okay, your property, and clearly stated it in the public open market forum, that you own clear title to it, and I'm using the word clear as in transparent, then you don't have loidal title, whether it's a loidal or loidal, which means it needs to be fenced off and some sort of public broadcast or some public information needs to say that you have a GPS location plotting your land, like say, for example, Google Map or from land registry, or you're doing it yourself okay if you don't have it cordoned off and showing where the boundary lines are you don't have a loidal or even loidal title whether it's in fact or fiction okay it comes under uh right of way where the public have right of way because if you haven't cordoned something off and told them on the ordnance survey maps as it were from the olden days that that is a private segment okay and they have to respect it as a private piece of land ownership of you then of course the the public have what is known as the right of way that includes anybody else including settlers to come and plot themselves on your land and say well uh, we we are here and therefore it's our you know it's our land 
as it was, what they call, we used to call squatters' rights. Uh, Mark, yes, I got yeah. a question. I got yeah. a question about uh, blocking the land. Is that the reason why in the, in the past there are fortified cities like Babylon, uh, Jericho, they are fenced up to the high, up to the over three meters high. Is, is that the, the king wants to have his allodial title to that area? No. Is, that, is that the concept? No, that's dominion. That's him saying that nobody can come in, nobody can come out without my permission. What fencing off simply means is that you've clearly marked out the boundary lines, either by wood or fencing or by signpost where your boundary lines are. So the general public know where the public land is and where the private land is. Okay. Now, right. under, under the, the system of uh, land ownership, you have what is known as traveler's rights, the right for people to travel. And as long as they're just simply traveling and they need to cross your private land, they may do so. But there's usually a clear distinguished path to say that this is the path that the public can take while you are safely crossing this bit of land to that bit of land. And it was the job of the landowner to make that safe for the right of travelers to travel through private lands because some of the private lands like Scotland are so massive it will take you a whole day to go past their private lands. So they would build uh, for the benefit of the public lanes where they can stick to and clearly distinguish lanes so they can walk across it okay and that's and that's just public duty but the seriousness of it is that the general public don't know anything about this the point that it has to be fenced and they very rarely ever talk about that it re needs to have coordinations on it whether that is uh, ordnance surveys global satellite position google map or some sort of a map to say that plot is actually fixed to this particular name, okay? And that's the only way that you can have loyal title because loyal title means to own something outright without any feudal lord's interference, okay? That is that. Now, right. let's examine this word a little bit more about Right, you almost rest of that, then get over to the channel. But I hope that I gave you, you know, an explanation as to what an allodial title is and how you go about getting one. Now, if you can access that and get land, then it would be a good idea for people to go there. What you got to think of, see, when everything starts tightening up, they're going to tighten up the city first. So they lock down the city. And eventually, they are going to come for you all out in the country. Now, a lot of you are being tested, regardless of you're being vaccinated or not. From the minute you've been tested, you're walking antenna and I'll be able to find you. Which means eventually they will come for the people outside. It's just they have to work within the cities first. But if you can get that and it's private property, you know, depending on what country you're on, I suppose anyone come on your private property, then you're free to do what you need to do to keep them off. But in Britain, you're obviously limited to what you can and you can use because they've taken all your weapons and everything away from you. So when it comes to the squatters' rights, freedom soldier, I don't know the answer to that question, but I'm going to find out for you and then I'm going to post it on my channel, okay? But I got a feeling, you know, squatters' rights are probably the same as buying a property and now they're coming along and then they're going to bully you off and say you haven't got the allodial title. 
and then under martial law they probably bully you off and covid and uh, quarantine camp you you know because this is where we're moving into it's just where we in britain things moving a little slower but ultimately it will come and we will be locked in our places we won't be able to go anywhere because it'll end up like it is in china but they have to wait for their um justification Right, anyone got any questions before I um, go over to China? I keep saying I'm going to go to China. Sorry, I just chat for long in there, you know? If anyone got any questions, drop them because I only come on once a month, innit? Right, China. They basically got quarantine camps set up. They're like I've explained to you before. They are bagging up animals. They're testing products, live, dead, you know? Anything that's testing, they could test, they testing. Right, so they can either shut you down or they can keep the people quarantined. Now, this is in Shanghai. Shanghai important because they supply a lot of stuff for the rest of China. Meaning, if you shut down um, Shanghai, then basically it's going to cause a problem when it comes to the food situation over there. But China have a backlog of food anyway. It's like in Britain. I think we probably wouldn't survive that long if the food, you know, they was to shut all the borders down. Right, but in China they have a lot more supply, but it doesn't mean that they're giving it out to their people because, as you can see, they got their people locked up in blocks and they're not feeding them. And then what they're also doing, like I said to you, they're putting barbed wire all up the stairs and stuff so people can't even get out.
She's basically being arrested, right? Because she's refusing to do a COVID test. And by here, what you can see, basically, what they're doing, they're fitting um, alarms on people's doors. So if you open up your door in China, they'll know that you've opened up the door. So like, that's just like one extra. Right now, this one basically they test in the fish and everything, and then if the fish test positive for COVID, whole shop shut down, and then they destroy the uh, the food. <laughs> This is why they shut down the chicken factories. And now this place, they shut down the whole shop. And now all these boxes are being chopped into a incinerator to be destroyed. People are starving, but we're chopping away food because they're testing for cold. Hmm. And as you can see, the shops they're empty, and the reason why the shop empty is because all the food is getting destroyed because it's testing positive for COVID. And these, what you just seen there was people locked in a building. They were trying to get out and downstairs of their block of flats, the um, cages have been put across and locked so they can't get out. And then you've got the COVID man doing the test. He think it's funny, so we there filming them. And that's the people up in their properties making all this noise because they've been locked in their property and haven't been able to come out. To get any food or anything.
you know? Don't look like the government go and let them out. The only time they're going in the block is when they want to test them or to take their pets or their uh, animals. And then what you can see here, these are all the animals that are um, being bagged up. So basically what they're doing, they're going through the blocks of flats and then they're testing these uh, people's pets. And then if your pest, te pest tests positive for COVID, then they're removing your pet from the property and then they're being chucked into these sacks. Now, as far as I know, the rumor is that they're being um, killed. You know, no confirmation on that, but... You know, as you can see, it don't look good. Right, I won't fast forward that because you know it'll be rough, innit? Right, and then we got um, they testing people in China. Uh, basically, they can just stop you if you're walking around in the street because you might have a job or something to go to, and uh, they doing uh, QR tests on the uh, roadside. You know, you have to scan your app. So now they scan Everybody waiting to get scanned. So, as you can see, you know, the situation in China is not too good at all, right? Because they're starving the people and then the food that is there, they're destroying it because they're saying that the food is testing positive for COVID. You know? Well, I don't know whether they did encourage people wanting to, uh, to stock food and stuff because um, Chinese people, they've been stocking food a long time. That's where the soya come from because they have soya in times of famine, but it's not supposed to be used all the time. And they're pushing it with the vegans because they put soya um, in everything. But right now, see, everybody on the same, they're all on the same team, really, because you've got China, see. Now, China go and push out something where they run down the uh, USA, saying the USA is responsible for all the war and terrorism and everything else. Now, everybody knows this already, right? But why would the Chinese commission go and push that out? You know, because right now they're showing on the world stage their allegiance, because if they're running down America and the UK, right, then that means that they must be standing with Russia, you know? But nobody really stands together. It's just the change of power, you know? And the change of power means Russia and China are going to win the war. You know, they're going to win the war. They're going to have the change of power. But ultimately, it's going to be a one-world government because that's what they're aiming for. But they can't have the one-world government until the alien project. And then that's when they get formed quick, quick. You know? Anyone got any questions? Because I'm going to talk about Disney. You know, Disney gonna be my uh, my next one. I'm get through the Disney. I gotta stretch out, see, to the vax because we have problems every time. One do the vax thing. That's when you end up having all the 
issues. So, you know, take your time before you get to the, the vaccination stuff. <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> Terrible that is, though, isn't it? But it just goes to show the level of censorship. You know, we have problems on um, Telegram. Telegram's blocking us at the moment and they're deleting people from our channel and the links is not working for people. I did put a video out to prove that, just in case anyone thought, oh, they're just saying it. No, we're not just saying it, right? They they literally are deleting people from the channel and um, they're not allowing you to find the channel, neither, on Telegram and videos are being removed. So, you know, I suggest anything that you want on our channel, you download it, you know? Don't just watch it and think, oh, I'll watch it later. Download it and then watch it later because later it might not be there. You know, this is the problem. All right, go and check brand new tube, see if there's any questions. And if you haven't got any questions, we're going to go into uh, Disney because a lot of you, you're still buying your kids Disney and stuff and you don't realize that Disney is satanic. And Disney at the moment, see, they push in for the whole um, transgender, genderless, I want to be what I want to be. I want to be in between and all the other stuff. Okay. And what they're trying to say, you know, people high up in Disney, they're trying to say that in the Disney cartoons, there's not enough genderless people. There's not enough trans people. There's not enough bisexual people. There's not enough variations of people. You know, instead of just say man, woman, now they want to uh, brainwash the children. So then when children grow up, they can decide whether they want to be genderless or they they, they want to be with this one or they want to be with that one. And they're going to make it quite normal, like how they may be in gay normal, you know, because there was a time where if you was gay, you had to say that quiet, where now it's all out in the open because they've made it acceptable. But now they need to push you a little further. So now let's make everything acceptable. You know, you can swing this way, you can swing that way, you can do what the hell you bloody want because we're in a time about. You know, so they have to make it acceptable for the people. And that's what they're doing right now, see? So they're pushing it subliminally in all these different things. They started it off with them LOL dolls. Because if you notice, when it comes to them LOL dolls, you can't tell the difference between what's female and what's the, the male, to be honest, because the hairstyle and everything, it hard to tell. And in some of them, they have all these kinky little outfits when you put them in the water. That's not supposed to be happening because it's for children. But ultimately, you brainwash the kids because that's the new generation that they want, you know? So that's why they always aiming at the kids, aiming at the kids, aiming at the kids, you know, because they program in them because they know they is the future generation. So, anyone got any questions? Because you're all quiet tonight, isn't it? And ain't nobody asked no question. Unless I've just babbled so much, I've answered all your questions, so nobody's asking. Wow, Silver Fox uh, on brand new tube, you know. The fracking been going on a long time. There was a politician uh, in Britain a couple of years ago about the fracking, and what the man explained was that well, roughly, we roughly on that time now, give or take three or four years, that the ground in Britain will be no good to grow soil on. And I'm, you know, he's talking about the mass ground farmers and stuff because of the amount of fracking that's been done underground, you know? So this is where we're going to have a problem, more famine in the Western world, you know, because right now we're just worrying about prices going up. But then Britain is also paying farmers in order not to farm. You know, we already noticed this in Europe where they were given money not to farm. In America, they were told that they would give they would have money not to farm and they're being given more money not to farm than they are to farm. But if a farmer doesn't farm, see, it's cutting down the food supply again or it's increasing what little food there is out there for the farmers that are growing, you know? 
So it's very important that uh, people prep. But as much as you prep, see, I got another video, right? And it's a video about prepping. Now, it's, it's two videos. The first video will tell you what to do for about a bag, you know, like an emergency bag. The second video will explain to you, like, say you're riding out in your house and all that, right? Just explain to you how to keep safe because there's certain things that you might be doing. Oh, you know, I got a torch, I got a light, I got this, I got that. And what you don't realize, see, you're going to be attracting trouble to your house because you could be the only person in the street with a fucking light. Or you could be going out your back and you're cooking stuff and now everybody can smell it. So there's been more to it and there's more that we need to look into. You know, it's not just a case of, oh, i got to fire up my back and i got this and i got that. Because when the shit really hit the fan, Mag Max time, everybody's going to be watching everybody. Because everybody's going to be desperate and everybody's going to want to know who got what. You know? So Disneyland... They've had a few ruckus. And what I mean by that, I, there's a lot of public see, they're waking up. And I believe they woke up because of this news clip I'm going to put out for you now to do with the transgender and everything to do with Disney, right? Because there's a lot of dark stuff that goes on in Disney. But a lot of people don't pick up on that bit. But then when it goes on the news and they say certain things, people will pick up on it. And then since this woman on, uh, I'm not sure what news station she's on, but since she go and announced about Disney and this transgender stuff and she showed you the official Disney woman, so nobody can say that it's clickbait or anything like that. Since then, Disney World and that have been having protests where people have been turning up and signs and placards and protesting. Same way our people have been protesting with vaccination. Now they saying that they want to um, defund Disney, okay? Because Disney is subliminally programming your children. It's been there since the beginning, you know? That's the programming machine for the youngsters. So this is what the woman said, and then after that, you have a little backlash. You be aware, don't put a Disney movie on in front of your kid before you fully come to understand what it's going to be promoting who it's going to be starring, and what agenda they're pushing. The one and only God, he's been invaluable, hasn't he, in this whole critical race theory fight and so on. He got a hold of some absolutely insane comments from Disney's top executives in an internal meeting. Uh, and take a listen to one of them. This is Carrie Burke, who is the president of Disney. I'm here as a mother of, of two queer children, actually, um, uh, one transgender child um, um, and one pansexual child, um, and, and also as a leader. Um, one of our execs stood up and said, you know, we only have a handful of queer leads in our content. And I went, what? I, that can't be true. And I, and I, and I realized, oh, it, it actually is true. And I hope this is a moment where shoot um the 50 percent of the tears <laughs> sorry are coming um uh we don't we just don't allow each other to go backwards yeah so disney and she have apparently made clear that they are going to be putting as many you know the acronym they use now is so long lgbtqia two spirit goes on and on and on all these folks in as many disney movies as possible they that they want these characters to become ubiquitous in the disney movies and i think that is totally unnecessary and out of line i don't want you to work out your wokeism on my kid okay do a movie that teaches tolerance kindness support for your fellow human beings don't shove 
two spirit people, which by the way is not a thing, and pansexual. I had to look it up. You know what that means? It means you're attracted to everybody. So you're bi, I guess. Well, that's that's not a thing. That's already a thing. They already have a letter. <laughs> I'm sorry, but please, all these glommers who just want attention. It's a new thing. Remember the Willow Smith one? And she was like, I'm this thing that means um I just I only want to have sex with people I care about. Well, you mean normal? That's normal. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's good to know. I we owe a debt of gratitude to Carrie Burke for being so explicit about their plans, uh, and to certainly Chris Rufo for letting us all know about them. Beware, you beware. Don't put a Disney movie on in front of your kid before you fully come to understand what it's going to be promoting, who it's going to be starring, and what agenda they're pushing. They're no longer the Disney of yesterday. Right, there's a bit more to that, but you know, time going on and everything, but it goes into Disney and how they use stuff. I should show you a little bit, but there's a bit more, right? So we've got these people outside um, the Disney studios and they're asking to um, defund Disney. entertainment industry it's about influence there is a reason why you see people dressed up as satan 
full-on visuals of Satan, people dressed as Satan, dressed as a demon, got upside-down crosses all on their clothes or pentagrams on their clothes. People think that this stuff is just a game. No, there's a, there's a reason why the entertainment industry is doing that, y'all. They know good and doggone well that God exists. They also know that Satan exists. They're just counting on the fact that y'all don't know that. But either way, the things that you take in, that they're feeding you, those things affect you. Whether you realize it in the moment or not, they affect you. That's why they do it. I'm not going to sacrifice the honesty in order to be politically correct. I can say whatever I have to say with respect, but I'm going to say it. And I'm going to say it bluntly. Right. As you can see, some do speak up, but then what will happen, see, because she's spoken up now, what you'll find is that she won't get any roles. They just won't cast her anymore, like, you know? She's off um, Descendants. That girl, I haven't seen her in anything else, but she might be like a Disney star from young, but she have a, a chance in Descendants where they give her a good role. And that was the first um, image. I got something else I want to show you on Disney, and it's just to tie it in. Right, just to tie it in, just to let you know how they put in all this inside the movies and stuff, you know. Bay my question, drop them right. I don't even know if you all still on here because everybody quiet with the questions tonight. You know, I thought you'd all have loads of questions for me, you know. I've been on for like I don't know, six, seven weeks. So I thought there'd be plenty of questions, but since there's no question, maybe you're all in shock. So we do this Disney thing, right? I bust it out. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I'm going to give enough just so you're going to know what's going on. You know, the red dress and everything, right? While we're all tying together, right? <laughs> well, I'm laughing, but not funny. I always laughing, right? But no, this is important, right? Because it's just tying that little Disney thing and then we can move on. And then maybe I'll be able to talk about the uh, vax. I'll do the vax and then I'll do the tech because. Oh, get excited about the tech. And I got so much tech I want to show you. I probably won't have enough time, but I want to cover the Vax bit because that's important because you all want to know about this um, snake venom and Stu Peters. <laughs> Stewie, you know? Right, let's just give you a little gist of this, right? But if you want to watch it, it's called um, Dark Disney. Um, Dark Disney cartoons or something, I think. But it's on brand new too, but it's an old one, you know, originally posted like over a year ago. Well, when it comes to the blackout shell, the blackout's happening in stages, you know? So it means initially we might just get one or two days, a couple of weeks, but the proper blackout won't happen until everything's been taken out and all the cash goes um, online and then you have the war and then you have the alien invasion, then you will have the blackouts. You know, and then that's when it will last for months and months and months until we get our fake antichrist who can stop all this, you know, because they create all this, they can stop it at any time because it's an illusion because the entities live here already. So Hello, now we get into Disney. We're talk about how and why Disney is trying to corrupt you and your children. It is a saying, you get them when they're young. Um, this has been a method that Disney has incorporated across the majority of its material. Uh, it's very worrying as most of their audience in particular are children. Um, if you think about this for a second, um, your everyday life is full of subliminal uh, messages and information uh, which gets absorbed by your brain like a sponge. 
um, you see commercials on TV, you walk past billboards with huge adverts, uh, bus stops, shop windows, and countless more are being used and placed um, in advertisements. Uh, this is all working with the subconscious mind. Um, it's the big companies um, that spent millions on their advertising campaigns didn't think advertising in this manner worked. They would certainly not be stupid to spend large amounts of money doing this. The fact is, subliminal messaging works, whether you choose to accept that or not, is up to you. The reason why I say this is obviously because a lot of Disney um, contents does contain references to Satanism, pornography, the occult, and other spiritual meanings um, in forms of symbolism and signs. They always do this, and other ambiguous information. Uh, you won't see it, but your subconscious mind will. When an artist wants to put a sexual image um, into their drawings and their imagery or cartoons, he or she would use a technique where he or she would first draw a sex symbol and then conceal the artwork while the subconscious mind um, is not able to pick that up. Let's have a look. Let's have a look at a movie uh, from Fantasia, which was released in 1940. Uh, it is well known for its satanic symbolism. Amazing how these creatures turn into naked women. This is no coincidence. It's all to program your subliminal conscious mind. Do you see them here? How about now? It is no coincidence that the sexual innuendos is put into children's movies. All information that we see on screen flickers through our conscious mind. And while we are aware of while we are not aware of it, the subconscious is taking note of every little detail. Subliminal information thrown at it. When a child grows older, certain events in his or her life will trigger these subconscious anchors, which have now been set in place, similar to how the smell of grass being cut reminds many of a time when they were young and instantly throws them back to those emotions and senses for a split second. Brainwashing can be done through sexual... From Roger Rabbit, uh, while you're watching that little short clip, your subconscious mind did pick something up. Pay attention. For the movie, The Little Mermaid. Pay attention. Thank you. 
here is a still taken from the movie The Rescuer. Naked Lady, Lion King, we have the word sex. So, why are Disney trying to corrupt the public? There's an easy answer, obviously, to all of this and why they're doing this to you. And the answer is uh, because a corrupt society is much easier to control. As you all know by now, many forms of the entertainment uh, industry contain subliminal sexual signs and stimuli, uh, advert songs, movies, and more. All affect the way you think and manipulate your perception and your things in general. You will be hard pressed to find a wide variety of films based on education. And the same goes for the music videos that don't contain subtitle signs of sex, violence, fame and money. A classic example of this uh, would obviously be how big companies market their products using scantily clad women. Uh, basically what that means is just women that are half-dressed. Uh, they use females in this way to market products to the World Wide Web as if everybody was a man. Uh, because of this conditioning, adverts that contain males would be massively unpopular compared to using barely dressed women. Also, in many countries, half-dressed men are considered to be indecent and there are laws which allow the apprehension of such people on suspicion of courting and causing breach of peace. So, one has to ask, what is the result of all this conditioning? Right, we're gonna watch the rest of that as usual. Yeah, it's on the channel, okay? But I just gave you a gist about uh, Disney and how you don't pick up stuff when Disney you're watching the Disney movies with your kids because everything is hidden in subliminal messages, you know? And it's the subconscious mind that picks it up because that's the mind that dictates our waking reality when we're awake, you know? That's what dictates our uh, actions. Now, Shell asked, um, how long um, till cashless do we have? Now, in, a Br in Britain at the moment, like I explained already, you know, we need the queens to be out the way before they push into the digital. But what they have said, see, is come September, all the old 20s need to be um, put back in to the bank or they will no longer be valid. Now that's September this year, 2022. So if you've got an old 20 pound note, then the Bank of England is asking for that back. Now that's another stage because then, you know, we obviously still working with the 20 because we've had the other 20 of ages, but then that moves us all over to the plastic money. Now at the end of the year, or when they crash the bank, which will be towards the end of the year, because things is moving very fast now, you know, and a lot of people are losing their businesses because hyperinflation. And then with the hyperinflation, it means that the banks will crash because there's not enough money going in, right? Even though they don't need your money, right? They need to crash the economy. So the only reason, the only time they will take out your cash is when the queen is gone. You know, but then they will have obviously have to give people a time window like they've given us now. I think they've given us about 10 months notice when it comes to this um, 
20 pound notes like i just explained so then when it comes to moving everything onto the digital when you no longer will be able to use cash they also have to give you notice for that so i imagine towards the end of the year this is when they're going to start pushing it out you know because they have to give people notice they can't just pull the rug and then tomorrow you can't spend cash they have to give a certain amount of notice but this way they're going to fuck up a lot of people because if you've got a lot of money see you're going to go rush to the bank to put it in the bank and then the bank's going to put a cap on how much money they can take off of you can you see what i mean and then once your money is on there now they just gotta wait for the next move so then they can crash everything which is take everything down you're saying about the blackouts and stuff and then they can say they don't know how much money you had and then because of the security breach this is when the digital id come in you know you're gonna need a digital id wallet get online you know and then that's when your money is all online now we can't access it because the digital wallet might say that you need to be vaccinated because like that the video I'm going to put out, there's many things they're saying you're going to need for this digital ID wallet and to access certain things. Now, they can dictate what you can access and what you can access and where they're in control of the banks. They can easily say you're not allowed to uh, go online to access any bank account unless you have this digital um, ID wallet because they need to know who's accessing now, if you don't pass the criteria, you might be locked out altogether. And then this is where they have your money. And that's before they tell everybody they don't know how much everybody has. You know, so I hope that answers your, your question. I'm going to move over to the uh, vaccinations now. So let's hope they keep me on because I want to show you all the tech stuff. Right. So what we, what's happening in Britain, right? Basically in Britain, what they're doing they're putting uh, defibrillator units around in the city centres and stuff. Because, as you know, cardiac arrest, that's the new fashion for 2022. And what I mean by that is a lot of people are having heart attacks, right? A lot of football players, a lot of celebrities, and a lot of people that are not celebrities and not famous, so they're not getting, uh, you know, nothing's being put out there, so you all don't know about it, you know? Friends, family, they're having heart conditions, okay? Now, the government already know this, right? <laughs> Obviously, they know this. And what they've done, they've put out in city centres, defibrillators. Now, I'm going to show you what that is, if you're not sure what that is, but it basically means that if you have a heart attack or somebody have a heart attack in the city centre, you can take them over to this unit, or I'm not sure how it works, whether you can move them if you have a heart attack, I don't know. Basically, they have a unit there that you can shock them, I think, and hopefully try and bring them back. But that's never been on the streets of Britain before, as far as I'm aware, and it's just a bit of a coincidence how it's on the streets now. Now we've got um, loads of issues where people are having cardiac arrest. You know, we never had cardiac arrest before, but it seemed to be a, a big problem right now. So I don't know whether around the world you're doing that as well. So if anybody living in other countries and you're watching now, and this unit has suddenly sprung, sprung up on your street, then uh, drop it down, you know, comment, and then I'll try and find a video and then I can post it out, you know, next week or this week on the channel. But um, this is basically Max deal. Um, so it's up his ways. And um, he's showing you what they got in the city centre by him. Do you think I'm trying to tell you something? <laughs> uh, I get you to <laughs> all over the all over cityscapes. Right, emergency. Get you to different. Oh, what's this? I love this. Side. This is absolutely well. Well, there's one in there, for starters, so that's very good, is it? 
I'm going to get a couple of paracetamol, so I haven't got one, so you've got to ring an ambulance. But that, I like that uh, flashy light. Oh no, it's got a facial recognition system as well, because that'll uh, that's caused a bit of toxicity. Interesting, it. So you've got Newcastle City Centre. Camera up there, look. It's a lot of 5G technology here. Right. And expect the vaccinated heart attack coming to a town near you. Hey, couldn't make this stuff up, could you? So, as you can see, the fibrillator is on the streets of Britain, you know? So, a bit of coincidence how he's on there and they've pushed him out on the streets when they know that uh, numbers is rising. You know, because you are going to start to see a lot more um, deaths, you know, and you may just see people uh, drop dead within the city centres and stuff. I got um, a question, I think, here um, from Seska. She's on uh, Brand New Tube, and she's saying more than 5,000 5, parents uh, go to war with the Welsh government over plans uh, to teach their children as young as three about sexual attraction uh, and gender identity. Uh, parents are suing the Welsh government over compulsory sexual education plans, um, religion, sex and gender uh, would be embedded in the day-to-day -day teaching for uh, students, uh, for mothers, um, and the mothers have obviously taken action and she's saying that 5,000 parents have obviously, you know, got involved in signing a petition. There is a lot going on um, in Scotland as well. Uh, they're protesting against this as well. We've put a video up on the channel where um, a load of them are going this Saturday. So if you're living up in um, Scotland, then uh, check it out on the channel and you'll be able to find out how to get involved, um, what's going on if you're not happy about uh, the type of things that they want to bring into the schools, you know, because let me just find that because there is um, a video here. I'm trying to think where it is now. But I have got it where in the schools they want to, um, it's basically a letter. And what it is, one of, um, in Australia, I think he's like a PM. And his one of his friends contacted him and basically explained to him that the child was sent home with some homework to do. And the questions within the homework, uh, well, let, let me play for you because... You know, you don't want to hear it twice because it's disgusting, to be honest. You know, so uh, this is what I think all these parents around the world are now becoming aware of. Because in 2019, there was a lot of people in Britain protesting about this, saying that it was going to be coming into place. But the thing is, when we're in Britain, we always think it's not going to happen. So now it's obviously happening and things must have obviously been passed. And now this is why you've got people going up to Scotland, like I've explained to you Saturday. So look for the video on the channel and it'll explain to you how to get involved if you live up in um, Scotland. And uh, it's basically just to protest what's going on. But ultimately, you know, they control the education system. So the things that they want to put in place, they can put in place. And I doubt it. What we're saying is going to make any difference. They may just say that they'll change the criteria slightly uh, based on what they're giving out. But listen to this, and um, then you get a gist of what's going on with schools. Because obviously, if you're not a parent, you wouldn't know all um, this stuff that's currently going on. Because you, right now, you're consumed with the COVID and everything else. Right? But 
a note from a constituent who says, Hi Bernie, this is a worksheet that my 10-year-old daughter brought home from school, and it includes a photo of the worksheet. Part of her homework was to discuss with her father his erections and ejaculation. Right, now I freeze that there, right, because this I posted in 2020. Right? It's not something new that's come out. What you can see on the screen is posted in 2020 on my Facebook page. Right? And basically, in Australia, what they've done, uh, it says it's a major victory for uh, the paedophiles in Australia as a baffling new law is passed. And, and the law that is passed is basically it gives no right to the person that is being abused, which basically means that allowing bad things to happen to children. Now, take into account that they're putting in legislations and stuff to be able to take your children out of your home if you don't vaccinate because they consider you to be um, not a suitable parent, right? This is where people really need to start standing up, you know, because right now in Australia, they are taking people out and they are going to properties to vaccinate people. And a lot of people don't believe this, right? But it's true. I wish to raise a matter this, uh, this afternoon for the attention of the Minister for Education, and I have to say it is not often in this job I am absolutely shocked. I thought I'd, I thought I'd seen everything, uh, but this one um, is, um, is uh, just, just beyond words. Uh, it is a, a, a note from a constituent who says, Hi Bernie, this is a worksheet that my 10-year-old daughter brought home from school, and it includes a photo of the worksheet. Part of her homework was to discuss with her father his erections and ejaculation. I find this very disturbing and sickening, as indeed do I, I have to say. I have complained to the school and was told it was just part of the curriculum. Can you advise who else I should make a complaint to? Well, I could go on for days uh, who she could complain to. My daughter still plays with dolls and writes letters to the tooth fairy. There is no way any little girl should be told to ask these questions. Well, so say all of us. What the hell is going on in this state when 10-year-old girls are told to go home and talk to your father about his erections and about his ejaculations? What the hell is going on here? How the hell are we supposed to protect our kids when this sort of perversion is in our schools? This is what is being dished up to them on a daily basis in a primary school. Not even a secondary school, a primary school. This is just unbelievable. It's staggering. I could not imagine the reaction. I have three daughters. I could not imagine the reaction of any of them if they were told to, to, to do that. They would be traumatised for life. I don't think they'd ever recover. I'm not sure I'd ever recover. This is, this is just deplorable. This is just deplorable. And it seems to me... You know, as you can see, that's what's happening. You know, it's not good. You know, that's what's happening in Australia. I don't know about Britain, but um, it's not good. You know, basically you want to promote that to a 10 year old child. It's not good, you know, and they do also doing this in Australia, which a lot of people are not aware of, right? Because the video is not that new, right? The video being circulating a couple months now, 
right? But they're still doing it in parts of Australia. It's not all Australia, and that's because you can't do everybody all at once, right? What was so incredible was these teams are not just knocking on doors anymore. They're actually carrying eskies and vaccinating at the door. They're seeing how many people are in that household and they're vaccinating everyone who's eligible in that home while they knock on that door. Uh, and that's what we have to do now. See? Vaccinating at the door. That was Australia. Not sure who the woman is, but that was Australia, you know. And then in New Zealand, they uh, Quebec, like I explained at the beginning of the video, basically Quebec, what they're doing, they're taking away your parental rights in order for you to choose whether your child vaccinate or don't vaccinate. And then they deeming you to be an unsuitable parent, right? So this is this one. Someone that argued that they weren't coming for our kids. Here in Canada, we have a law called parental primacy. It essentially states that you as a parent are the primary caregiver and decision maker for your child. Quebec is the first province to remove that law, giving the government and the state full control. So if you decide that you want to keep your child unmasked or unpoked, they have the right to remove the child from your home and deem you an unfit parent. Now, you can go and double check that, which we have done. It's just we haven't been able to put videos together. And it checks out. Everything the girl just said checks out, you know. So that's what they're doing. But then in Britain, they also done the same thing which is a video that I posted last month. And that was Chris Whitty. And he was speaking in a meeting. And they were basically saying about Gillet competence, like different countries, they call it different things. And like over here in Britain, they're calling it Gillet competence, which basically means that the child, based on the information that they get from the government and from the teachers, can make their own decision on whether they want a vaccination or not. And then if they deem the child not suitable to make the uh, decision and they and the parent is obviously not saying yes then they can overwrite the parent in a court under the guise of guilt competence which means that you're not looking after the interest of your child's best safety by not getting your child vaccinated okay so britain is doing the same thing and this is what i mean like all different countries they do the same thing it's just they call it different things depending on which country you're in and this is why nobody works out that they're all doing the same thing and they think oh well, this country's better or that country's better and the country's not better you know they're doing exactly the same thing to you it's just they're doing it in a different way you know, because ultimately everybody is working towards the same goal. And the same goal is transhumanism. You know, that is the jewel to control your consciousness. As well as, well as many other things. Well, control your consciousness. That's the jewel, isn't it? You know, and when you need to jump, you can jump because I sent that forth directly to you. You know, and then right now in Britain, you have Boris, right? Now, Boris, he's talking about um, a new variant and how this new variant going to affect the children, right? Now, they're also pushing in the UK for children to be vaccinated. Now, I have got another video, but it's going to be too long for me to put out, right? So find it on the channel. And basically, some woman had um, a letter sent to her about vaccinating her child. Now, what she done, it said on the letter, if you have any issues or any concerns, then please contact the number on the letter. So this woman, she contacted the number on the letter because it was saying about a child to be vaccinated. And the person who answered the phone couldn't answer any question at all. But on the letter, it did say. So, you know, the woman gave her what she thought and the woman still declined and said she couldn't answer any questions even though the letter said, if you had any concerns, to contact them. 
Now, Boris is saying, right, with this new variant, like I said, is going to affect children, you know, and they have to say this in order to cover children. But at the same time, you've got Chris Whitty in another breath telling vaccinated people to vaccinate their unborn children. So what I mean by that is like, you know, you pregnant, you vaccinate because anything that goes to you, it goes to the child that's inside you, you know? Uh, it is really clear now that uh, vaccination in pregnancy is a very good thing to do for you, a very good thing to do for your unborn baby and new data demonstrating that it's actually also a very good thing to do for your newborn ba baby. There is now data that, in, that shows that it provides protection for newborns. So essentially it's protecting both you and your baby. And I would really, really want to use the opportunity, Gemma, of your question to encourage anybody who is pregnant and has not been vaccinated, please to do so. Yeah, that, that is a, a very good point. Because I, there was a while when there was quite a lot of folklore against vaccination for uh, pregnant women, and that was really... See, so now they basically want to vaccinate your uh, pregnant you know, pregnant women. So as far as I'm concerned, the same thing, like I said, in America, right, if they're going to vaccinate a pregnant woman, then there's no issue now, oh, you know, this child, this age, this age, this age, because they're basically going straight to the child before the child's even born, even developed properly, which means that if they're vaccinating a pregnant woman, now there's no age group, you know, that means they're going right up the board. You know, right up the board. That means there is no age group because if there was an age group, then we then we wouldn't be able to vaccinate a pregnant woman. We would have to wait until after she has the child in order to vaccinate her. Because, like I've said, you know, you're going straight to the, to the flipping baby. Like you're damaging the child because you already see the videos when the children's coming out and they have black eyes or they're twitching or they're doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing at such a young age. You know, and that's if they get out. A lot of people are having the vaccination and they're miscarrying. You know, they're miscarrying. And then we got Boris now telling you about children, children. Or, you know, they, they're more likely to catch. To be frank with you, there could be a new variant, more deadly. Uh, there could be a variant that affects children uh, badly uh, that we really need to contain. I'm frank with you, there could be a new variant, more deadly. Uh, there could be a variant that affects children. Uh, I want to avoid any such thing ever happening again. And uh, I can't rule out something as to, I can't you know, say that we wouldn't be forced to do uh, non-pharmaceutical interventions again of the kind that we, we did. I think it would be irresponsible of any leader uh, you know, any, in any democracy to say that they're going to rule out something that could save life. And I believe that the things that we did save lives. There could be I've got to be absolutely frank with you. There could be a new variant, more deadly. Uh, there could be a variant that affects children uh, badly uh, that we really need to contain. Uh, I'm not going to take any options off the, off the table, but I don't think it will happen. I think we're now in the phase of, and this is the, the view of um, uh, all, all the advisors I talk to, that we're now in the phase where the, the virus is, 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 is losing its uh, its potency uh, overall, and we've got a massively vaccinated uh, UK population. Right, he's saying a massively vaccinated UK population, that's a lie, because if it was va massively vaccinated, they wouldn't be pushing so much for this vaccination, and they wouldn't have to bring other things on the table. You're going to see how many people are vaccinated when they start push where you're not allowed to go into places without your ID, but then they're not going to 
stop everybody until they get this digital wallet or everyone call it for the UK. And then they can dictate what benefits and all those other stuff that you will now be able to get access to. You know, because this NHS 6 is all about um, an online digital uh, health system. But everything's going to be online digital. Can you see what I mean? So then when it comes to uh, logging online, if you were claiming benefit, then you're going to have to log online. You're going to have to type in your ID number. And your ID number might not qualify you if you're not vaccinated. And then this is when you're going to lose your benefit. And then this is when you're going to force more people to go to the table. You know, but they haven't got to come for you yet because at the moment they have to worry about all other people, you know. And then right now they're talking about hepatitis. So like I said to you, you know, we have children. So with the children, now all children are getting vaccinated. Now, because the children are getting vaccinated, it's funny now because all of a sudden, well, not funny, you know, but what I'm trying to say is like, it's a bit of a coincidence that at the moment now we're vaccinating children and now we've suddenly got an increase in hepatitis within children, which I find is very um, strange, you know, very strange, but that's what they're saying. Say they're now investigating a total of 74 cases of hepatitis among children across the UK. They've all been admitted to hospital over the last few weeks. The UK Health Security Agency said there is no link to COVID vaccines. They're saying there's no link, but it just sounds too much coincidence, you know, because right now it seems like this vaccination is doing a lot of things to people, right? Because now they're even confirming that. Uh, if you have been vaxxed, you know, another side effect that have come out that I don't think anyone's mentioned yet, right, is basically a lot of people have suffered um, hearing loss since having the, uh, the vax, you know. The organization is recognizing hearing loss and ringing in the ears as potential rare side effects of the COVID-19 vaccines. For months now, the ABC 15 investigators have shared stories for people who got the vaccine then developed hearing issues. Now the WHO is recommending more studies and alerting healthcare professionals around the globe. Investigator Melissa Blasius is live in studio with a major update on these unheard concerns. Steve, they are unheard no more. The leading public health agency in the world is listening and taking action with a report in this pharmaceutical safety newsletter. This is finally the kind of recognition so many people have been hoping for. It was louder than the car radio. We first met Robert Edmonds in July last year when he was seeking treatment from a specialist after developing tinnitus ringing in the ears shortly after getting his COVID-19 vaccination. I'm aware of thousands of people like me across the world who have been struggling to get their doctors to, um, to work with them, to try and provide treatments or study them. Now, the World Health Organization has published a report identifying hearing loss and tinnitus following the COVID-19 shot as a preliminary signal. That means there's a possible causal relationship between the auditory problems and the vaccine. If we want to have vaccine confidence, we have to be transparent in all that we do. If there are concerns over these issues, and the best thing to do is understand them and their relationship. The WHO's research looked at reports from vaccine recipients in 10 countries, including people who received the Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca vaccines. 
more women than men reported, with the median onset time of one day. And they tended to be young, healthy people, according to the report. Many experienced a quick recovery, although some found relief with steroid treatment. It's overdue, uh, but yeah, it's helpful. And once we acknowledge it, uh, um, we can start thinking about the mechanisms and possible ways to prevent and treat the disorders. The WHO encourages more study, but debate remains. Here in the U.S., the CDC and FDA have repeatedly said they did not find tinnitus or hearing loss to be associated with COVID-19 vaccines. And while Johnson & Johnson has added tinnitus to its list of possible COVID-19 vaccine side effects, Pfizer and Moderna have not made any connection. It feels almost like the international community is more willing to consider this possibility than, than the U.S. is. Robert wonders if his hearing will ever return to normal, but he wants other people who develop tinnitus after getting vaccinated to learn from his experience and have hope. Whether it is or isn't related, you know, I, I want them to be able to go to their doctor and be able to know to get treatment as soon as possible. Basically, what they're doing, they're messing up people, right? Because we already had this AIDS thing where they said that they put AIDS within the uh, vaccine, you know, to deal with the, the virus, right? And now they want everybody to go out and have AIDS tests. Then we had the woman before that bit where she had Bell's palsy. That was a side effect when one of her eye going up and one going down looking like she have a stroke, okay? Now they convinced her to go on BBC and tell you all that it only lasts for eight weeks. And after eight weeks, you're going to start getting feeling and everything else back. I, I yet to see this woman come back on BBC to show me that she's she in good condition, okay? Same now with this hearing thing. The man tell you, you hear about the hope bit at the end. Once your hearing's gone, I don't know how, whether they could get your hearing back or not, you know? My grandmother, she was deaf for all her life, right? They couldn't get her hearing back. So I don't know whether they can. They can with their nanotechnology and stuff, but that's for the rich man. That's not for you, because Boris already said they could do all this when he done his thing, when he was explaining to us about the uh, transition, you know, the smart cities and everything. You know, and then we got more side effects that they want to talk about. Here, enormous pressure. This is the same in Tasmania, South Australia, New South Wales, Queensland, uh, and Victoria. Enormous pressure. This has uh, been something no one has ever seen before. Uh, the growth in demand in our hospitals. Uh, why it is is hard to hard to know, uh, except that there is some um, evidence that some sort of delayed re reaction to COVID. Uh, but there is uh, huge um, numbers of people coming through the doors. So we're doing everything. Right, as you can see, the pressure in Australia. And then for him, it could be a stage, but basically uh, what they've said is recently, this week now, is his son apparently got um, taken into hospital for COVID. His son now was double jabbed and boosted or whatever he needed to have, right? He caught COVID and he was in hospital and now he's asking for privacy. You know, who knew whether he had or he didn't have it because there's a lot of... Um, famous people or people in power or connections to people with power, which are suddenly all coming out, even Kamala, saying about how they um, caught COVID. But, you know, on the world stage, they've already been boosted and jabbed and everything. So that's to make you feel confident that even though you've been jabbed and you've had your boosters and everything, you could still catch it, you know, because you still got to be able to catch it because I still got to be able to pump you with more medication.
Okay, right. We're getting close to Venom. Right, can we trust Stu Peters? Or can't we? You know, I never really covered Stu Peters. I never done one video on um, Stu, and I posted it out. And that's the day when he was um, talking about the Aboriginal people. Remember the video of the SOS, the Aboriginal people put out, and um, they were asking for help because they were going to their cities, the government, and they were basically taking out the elders, you know, and vaccinating and quarantining these people. And then Stu Peter's done a little segment on it. And that's the only videos his I've ever posted. I try to stay away from all these too much limelight celebrity type people, because when you start really looking to them, you find stuff you don't want to see. And then when you can see things, it puts you off them. Okay. So um, when it comes to Stu Peter's, I believe that um, he works for them. I do believe that he works for them. And I believe that's why he's got his position because he has been under their radar from when he was a young boy because he wanted to be a, a rapper, you know? He always wanted to be famous. And then he became um, like a bounty, TV bounty hunter. And then he done some other stuff before he got the Stu Peter show, which he now has. And then before he launched his show, he gave you the, um, the eye symbol and he does a lot of symbols, but he's obviously toned that down now because he's within the truther movement. So he can't afford to push up any signs and symbols, but ultimately you don't get a big platform like how he has unless they helping you to get there. Okay. say to be nice specifically the ones you dial when you're faded at night drunk talk like come and see me man i'll pay for your flight you gotta hear this new shit i'm on the video's right dog i've been talking to record labels investors promoters and the future looks real bright for focus we're planning on shows in the tropics i'm talking grammys and oscars have time for football and in the ring with them boxes they're gonna know the name Stuart peters from the grassroots music to influence on big screens and movie theaters. I'm finally gonna live that dream. It's worth the thin times I went through to make a difference in these little kids' lives. And then the shock hit when I opened my eyes. And now I know this whole episode I've been hypnotized. The extinguisher's been deployed. The fire inside of me is slowly burning out. And now I realize that I'm a Ain't gonna fight about your industries like sex with no condom and I am sliding out in here. I guess that makes me a tax break, but I can stomach it cause I can still sit here with my back straight. In your office noticing all of your golden plaques great, but you'll never have what I have and I would rather be a... Right, as you can see, that's what we have on Stu Peters, and that's the only thing that we have on um, Stu Peters. That list they just seen, that's the real list there. Oh, it's gone now, but that was the real list of like who really run the, the show. So just pause it, go back, and then write your list down because it's not a rough child to run the show, okay? So you've just seen the real list of the people that run the show. 
Now, the stink, stink venom hoax. Now, I'm going to push up this man for two seconds and he explain about it. And I don't really post him neither because he's on the list of the seven um, salts. The woman, I remember the video we posted last year, seven salts, where she started blow out all these doctors and everybody. And she said they all under the same wing. Okay. But I'm going to push him out because he's blowing out this snake uh, venom video. Okay. But uh, there's more to it because they, they got you thinking all that in the water. And really what's in the water is the fluoride and the graphene, which I have a proof for. Okay. But everybody needs to hear about Venom because that's all you're all talking about, isn't it? Because they got everybody on different wheels, distracted about different stuff. To emphasize that snake venoms are made of peptides. And peptides are short chains of amino acids, in other words, mini proteins. And peptides generally are degraded in our stomach uh, by the, the hydrochloric acid and by the enzymes that degrade proteins. So if you were to swallow snake venom, for example, it wouldn't cause the toxicity. It has to be injected. So if we're talking about any kind of pharmaceutical that's based on a snake venom, it would have to be an injectable medication for it to have the effects. Now the cobra, king cobra venom, that is alleged to be possibly contaminating some of these things, the main um, problems that it causes in the body are one, paralysis. Okay, so it starting at the site of the um, bite and then going upwards to the brain, it, there will be a paralysis and then local tissue necrosis. So in other words, it destroys the local tissue around the bite, whatever comes in contact with the toxin. And so if it was injected, for example, then the tissue at the injection site would undergo this dying process and would cause um, a very painful uh, lesion. So if it were based on this, it would have to have different properties than that because we haven't seen that type of paralysis or tissue necrosis in any of the treatments related to the fake COVID is that there is no COVID. When I say that, I mean, there is no new disease that you could characterize um, or that has been validated in any way. So in other words, there's no new set of symptoms that distinguishes a new disease that can be studied reliably. There is no diagnostic test. There's no clinical or other gold standard. So there's actually no evidence of any new disease and therefore there is nothing to explain. So there couldn't be a poison creating a new disease when there's no new disease. In other words, you can't, uh, it doesn't make sense to offer an explanation for something that simply doesn't exist. So any claims made about the cause of something that doesn't exist, you can dismiss at once in that respect. So in other words, that claim can't be true. Now, whether there are other things that may be related to the, the claim, uh, that's a separate matter that you can investigate. The second thing I want to address is modeling pharmaceuticals after snake venoms. Um, using toxins from natural animals is something that um, our scientific establishment has been doing for quite a long time. Um, organic chemists synthesize toxins like the famous tetrodotoxin from the pufferfish. Uh, that was on an exam <laughs> that I had in, in uh, undergraduate uh, organic chemistry class was to 
um, complete the synthesis of that molecule. So there has been a fascination and a study of these compounds. And yes, for drug development, um, especially certain types of drugs like anti-clotting drugs, for example, they have used lots of venoms, toxins, and proteins from animals. Uh, for, for example, I, I worked on a developing a drug related to the leech protein as an anticoagulant or a blood thinning medication. So this is not a new strategy, but I want to emphasize that snake venoms are made of peptides and peptides are short chains of amino acids, in other words, mini proteins. And peptides generally are degraded in our stomach uh, by the, the hydrochloric acid and by the enzymes that degrade proteins. So if you were to swallow snake venom, for example, it wouldn't cause the toxicity. It has to be injected. So if we're talking about any kind of pharmaceutical that's based on a snake venom, it would have to be an injectable medication for it to have the effects. A lot of other people who've weighed in on that. And all I can say for that we found out right now is that uh, remdesivir is definitely not snake venom and that putting any kind of snake venom in the water uh, and have it orally ingested would probably do nothing. Uh, in fact, it would do nothing. And the idea that there's a COVID specific disease caused by a specific poisoning with a specific snake venom is looking like pure fantasy. Right. And then we got Amanda, right? But her video, we go on for 40 minutes, right? So you can check that out on the channel. And basically, she goes through everything. She breaks everything down for you and explains to you how is a hoax if you don't believe it's a hoax and you're still holding on to that. Oh, but it had the snake and it had the staff. Do you know what I mean? The staff is your rod, which is your spinal column. And the snake is the kundalini, which is within you. Okay, and they use it on the medical stuff. Yes, but now they got you thinking, oh, you know, it's Satan. You know, watch the video about um, Darwin that I put out because I put a little extra on there for you. And on that extra, it explained to you what the staff and everything mean. And when Moses went to the, on the burning bush, you know, and he had his enlightenment, he was the burning bush. There was no burning bush, you know, burning bush, it was the enlightenment that he had on the staff was his spinal column, you know? So, like I said, that ain't in the water, that's been um, dismissed, but it's probably still doing the rounds. You know, we've got Stu Peters, he have a big, big following, but... That's all I've got on him. I haven't got nothing else. Anyone want to send me some more stuff? We put a new video together of um, Stu Peters. But um, that's all I could find, right? And from what I see, it, it don't look too good. It don't look too good. But ultimately, they do need to vaccinate you. You know, you have to be vaccinated. They need to vaccinate you in order to connect you to the system. You know, without the vaccination, they can't connect you to the system properly, you know, because nanotechnology also need the vaccination so it can bind together to turn you into the transhuman. Right. The only danger you have in your water, right? The only um, problem of your water is the fluoride and the graphene, right? Now, in the UK, last October, I think it was, 
first contract in the world to put graphene in the water. Okay, so that means that's a problem because where they can't get enough graphene into you in other ways, now they're guaranteeing that they're going to have a regular supply of graphene in your new transhuman body. Okay, because you're no longer going to be a human. You know, so how do I get a regular supply of certain things inside of you? Because technically now you're just a walking computer. Okay, so every time you need to upgrade, the upgrade is the vaccination that keep you going. You know, someone's put, um, have I heard about the worms uh, that are in the food and making everyone get bowel conditions? Is it from the worms in our food? Um, but they don't tell you. Well, it could be plenty of things. It could be nanoworms, you know, nanotechnology, because in the masks, um, if you put the masks over some heat, what you'll find is these little worms come out of that. They're also in the sanitary towels. Uh, what else were they found in? They're found in a few things. So it could be that it's the same stuff that they inject in, because what you got to think of, see, the animals and everything, they get injected. You know, they inject in animals. So where are they inject in animals? Then naturally is in our food. You know, the only time I've ever known worms to come out before all this COVID stuff in any product is in uh, pork. You know, you have pork and you put some red wine or something on it, then you'll see all these white worms come out. But then the Bible, which is their Bible, I tell you, you shouldn't eat that. You shouldn't eat that because it contaminates it, you know. So the only issue is the fluoride, which you're all aware of, but you're probably not aware of the danger fluoride has because fluoride put in the toothpaste and it's put in other stuff and then they sell it to you as is good for you, but it's not really good for you. You know, it's not good for you at all, but it's in the water supply. And now they're gonna also add, like I just said, you the graphene, you know, the fluoride is just always there. That keep you dumb, isn't it? You know, the only way to get rid of fluoride is tamarind, you can use the tamarind, right? You just chew the tamarind and it decalcifies the fluoride, which is stuck up there in your pineal gland, you know? So you get rid of that. But, and then that'll obviously, you know, keep you sharp. They'll keep you too dumb. So you, you fall for their tricks. And then when it comes to this graphene, I don't really know how you're going to get the graphene out of your body. You know? I don't know if you have a Berkey or whatever, it's going to get rid of that. Who knows, isn't it? You know? I don't know because I ain't got that equipment in order to test if you can take it out. So as far as I'm concerned, graphene's still in there, even if you've got a filter, unless somebody can send me something that prove otherwise, you know? But the fluoride is dangerous, and this is what you need to know about the fluoride. Fluoride, is it safe, and should you be drinking? In a world where plenty of questions are now being asked, Looking into the fluoride, asking the question, is it safe? And should it be added to our general water Watch this. Welcome to the Great Awakening. Sometimes the truth is very bitter. What happens when they're targeting the people, our food, the environment and our health? The one thing that everybody has in common is they need water. They need fresh water. The fluoride that's put into drinking water is a chemical that is scrubbed out of the chimneys of the phosphate fertiliser industry. So it's a chemical that's too toxic to go into the air because it pollutes everything around it. So there's um, laws in every country not to let the fluoride out, escape out of the chimneys. So they scrub it out of the chimneys and it gets washed out into sort of like uh, big holding ponds like 
you see on Erin Brockovich, and then it's way into tanks and put into the water supply. The reason given is that they say that it reduces dental decay, but really when people look at the scientific evidence, there's nothing to really substantiate that. It's never right to force things onto people when they don't want it. And to put something in a public water supply is a huge thing to do. In fact, you can't do anything more than put something into a water supply because it affects everybody and you have no idea how, how it's going to affect people, how they're responding to it, what dose they're getting. It's not like prescribing a medication to somebody on the basis that they need it and using a specific dose. Um, how much fluoride somebody will get through a fluoridated water supply depends on how much, how much water they drink. Yeah, yeah. What about all the people with thyroid dysfunction these days? I mean, it's such a huge growing disease. Is that because we know now that really low levels of fluoride affect the thyroid? Um, this is stuff about the lowering of IQ. So I did an interview yesterday with one of the world's authorities on iodine and the thyroid, and we discussed things like IQ. Something as simple as the mother having enough iodine and iodide in her system can improve the baby's IQ substantially. If she's depleted in iodine, it reduces the IQ by about an average of 12 points. Do you believe that fluoride in the water lowers iodine? Fluoride in the water can be a very dangerous problem. I understand from a dentist's perspective, they see benefits for teeth. The teeth are in a minor part of the body, and there are many other ways of treating that. The body needs iodine to soak up the halides and, and uh, fluoride, bromide and, and the chlorides. Chlorides are in cleaning products and, and toxins like the um, agrochemical type toxins. Bromides in a lot of upholstery and carpets and things like that. And the fluoride of course in the water and these are, these are dangerous halides in the wrong solution. There's something like 35 published studies from China, India and Iran saying that fluoride does lower IQ. I mean, we know that bottle-fed babies have, on average, so, you know, we're not talking about every bottle-fed baby, but on average, they have about a five-point lower IQ than breastfed babies. Now, people tend to think, oh, it's because of the omega-3s or this, that, and the other that's in the breast milk. But I've wondered, is it because of what's not in the breast milk? Because no matter how much fluoride the mother has, she screens it out of the breast milk. Children exposed to higher levels of fluoride um, end up with measurable declines in IQ. Not necessarily the levels to which um, children are exposed through water fluoridation. If it's controlled and um, they manage to keep the fluoride level to what is the aim in New Zealand. But the problem is once you start fluoridating water, um, that is one uncontrolled dose of fluoride that a child receives that can end up to be neurotoxic quite quickly. And if you're a bottle-fed baby, unfortunately, your fluoride dose can easily end up in the unsafe level if your parents are making up your formula with fluoridated water. 10 milligrams a day for 10 years or more will cause uh, stage 2 or stage 3 of a thing called skeletal fluorosis. So you see people in India and China all bent over with a, a disfiguring disease and they know that that's from too much fluoride. Now the thing is because it's accumulative and the fluoride's accumulating in our body, what, what about five milligrams a day for 20 years, you know, or two and a half milligrams a day for 40 years? And the thing is, nobody knows. In the first stage of skeletal fluorosis, the symptoms are exactly the same as arthritis. And at the moment, we have, you know, pandemics of arthritis in, in fluoridating countries. There was a good study um, done in about 1995, which showed that it increased ADHD. 
this was um, a good study on rats and by Phyllis Mullinux and she found that when they gave fluoride to the rats prenatally um, they became hyperactive when, you know, when they were born and when they were given it postnatally they became like couch potatoes. Water for health is seriously important because 80% of your body, the thoughts, the traumas and the toxins all go into the water holographically. So that means they go into the waters of every cell in the body, not just the kidney, the liver, wherever. When they um, were using um, fluoride um, to actually um, um, experimentally keep people quiescent in concentration camps, um, and they've known it's a carcinogen. They've known that, that um, the treatments for cancer that they use chemotherapy are themselves carcinogenic. Right, well, you've just seen how all that is. I think someone just commented now and said that uh, uh, it muted. So I'm not sure what I was bloody talking about now. But basically what I was going to say anyway was that I got this um, nurse 
that I want to show. And she's basically explaining about what's happened to her and how she wasn't allowed to say anything. And all these bad things have happened to her since taking the uh, vaccine, you know? And then I'm going to move on to the tech. If you can all stay with me, that'll be the last bit. But I've got a lot to show you with tech, right? And uh, the tech, you know, is important, you know, because this is where I'm going to cover the uh, how you connect it with the Bluetooth, the proof how they've connected you with the Bluetooth. Then I'm going to talk about the G6. And then uh, there's some Klaus, how he's going on about this transhumanism. Then I want to talk about the line. That's Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia brought this new thing called the line. That's their smart city, okay? So that's what they're calling it. Then I want to talk about Web3. Web3 is the new web, right? So they're calling it, they're selling it as the decentralized web. It's not a decentralized web because nothing's going to be decentralized. Everything's going to be controlled by these people. Okay, so, you know, maybe I put this one on a little bit, but if you want a full duration of that, right, then, um, you know, jump onto the channel, because I want to get onto this tech stuff, you know, but I'm going to put this one on, because it's important, because maybe other nurses and uh, other people that's in the medical industry that have been forced to have uh, vaccinations, then maybe they will now come forward and speak if anything has happened to them, because they will have the courage, because they can see that other people are doing it. You know, because this is how we are. We got to see other people doing stuff in order for us to put our foot forward and us start doing stuff. You know, let me just check. Anyone got any question? I should have warned you all tonight to tell you about video, video. But you all know it lasts usually four hours, isn't it? Well, holla Mexico, never seen you before. Hopefully the song back on now and uh, you can hear everything. So if you have any questions, drop them down, yeah? And uh, where is, I ain't seen you before anywhere. So uh, welcome to the club, innit? You know, if you have any questions, just drop them down below. And if I can answer them, then I'll answer them. But my special thing is usually just, you know, the technology and um, basically what it's going to do to you because that was my dream, innit? You know, I tried to stick to what I know. And like sometimes people ask me questions. If I don't know the answer, I'll go do a little research for you if I feel it's important to what's going on. And then I'll bust it up on this channel and then you get it the following month in the live where I can go a bit more into detail, hopefully, about whatever it is that you've asked me. You know? So we have a doctor now, so she won't explain stuff. So any of you doctors or nurses, you want to come forward, you know, even if you don't want to show your face, just send me your audio, because I've had a few of them. And then I'll just put some stuff together and then your audio will be in the uh, background, you know, and I push your, your voice out there because the more of you that come forward, the better, isn't it? You know, so just send them directly to me and um, yeah, state whether you want your face or whether to be in there or you don't want it to be. Because I can just take off the audio, you see, and, uh, you know, take your face out of there because I got something um, by a man, you know, he worked for the government and he explaining a whole this tech tight in. Because remember I was saying to you, this text really advanced, right? And he explained a lot of stuff, but he didn't want his face to be shown. You know, he didn't want his face to be shown. So you're just going to get words and loads of things being blipped. So you go, yeah, you know, <laughs> he, he really para. But plenty of the information tie in as long as you know what's going on. It won't make no sense to a lot of people. But if you're all on track with this transhumanism and how we connect it to the cloud and how we can do your thinking for you and how all that works, then what he's saying will make a lot of sense to you. You know, but let's get to this nurse and then we get over to the tech. Because I like the tech. I probably get excited. You see how it's like living up now, isn't it? 
Behind me are my fellow health co-workers. These men and women are the ones who stepped up when the pandemic hit. While most of the world isolated at home, we didn't. Like many, I felt the pressure to do my part. Within a week of my second Moderna mRNA vaccine, I was hospitalized, intubated five different times. I had a feeding tube, a hole placed in my throat so I could breathe, a hole in my lower abdomen to be able to urinate, life lighted five different times, two different states, spent over a hundred days in the hospital, over $1 million in healthcare expenses were billed to my insurance, and I have been the lucky recipient of thousands of dollars of medical bills. When I look in the mirror, I don't recognize the woman I see. With tubes and holes, hair was falling out, bruises all over as if I just lost a fight, muscles atrophied, a face rounded from steroids to prevent my body from attacking itself. Once a strong and independent and adventure-loving woman is now a woman who can barely stand and breathe. I've worked my entire life to get to where I was, financially stable and in a job I loved, but one shot changed it all. Here's the love of my life who will now read some of my speech to give me a break. She's now 14 months post-vaccine, and we still have more questions and answers. Dr. Anthony Fauci, can you look at her and our kids and tell us why their mom must suffer with no answers and that the vaccine is safe and effective? President Biden, why is her life and the lives of those standing behind us not worthy of any help to fund research and compensation programs for the injured? You have abandoned us. Watching my fiance go through this, I realize medical science has been hijacked and has been puppeteered by money, politics, and big pharma. Choice is being replaced by mandates. When, when we must be bribed or face consequences, that is not choice, it's coercion and tyranny. I've seen the tears of my fiance and heard the stories of others. Death, injury, and suicide from these vaccines, yet we are still ignored. President Biden, Fauci, FCDC, FDA, how many more deaths do you have to be responsible for before you start listening and responding? Social media platforms censor us. Media outlets say we share misinformation when we share our stories. We are shamed for the entertainment of others. To everyone listening today, don't be silenced. Your silence is giving them consent. You are not crazy. You are not as rare as this world may make you feel. I challenge you to speak up. With numbers comes strength, and with unified voice, it becomes hard for them not to hear us, hear, hear our cries. The government, government is not helping us, so we ask you to help us. Just text REACT, that's R-E-A-C-T, to 50155 to donate to the medical fund, and 100% will go to the vaccine injured. Please, every dollar helps. Wow, as you can see, 
that was very important. So if you want to donate to them, that's their number and everything. But you obviously have to be careful with certain things that you're donating to because I put a video out. You've seen what happened. Well, you already know what happened to Max. You all know what happened to me. PayPal uh, held all our money and everything. So the only donations we can have now is on uh, buy me a coffee. But then what happened to Max? They shut him down completely. So he can only have um, crypto, I think. And then we got Dave. He's the man in Australia that I post a lot of. He's like a young boy, you know, and um, he's usually in his car and stuff. But basically what he was doing, he was going around with a few people and they'd set up um, funding, you know, to help the people of the floods in Australia because the government, see, the Red Cross, they had all this money. And to this day, no one's come forward to say the Red Cross is even helping them. So what they done, they raised over like, I don't know, 350000 or something. And they were going around and basically putting money in people's bank accounts and helping them out and doing everything right. You know, they wasn't keeping any of the money. And then their account was seized without any warning or anything. So what they're doing, I think, they don't want you to help people because at the moment, see, they're trying to depopulate. So and they've also done the same thing with the truckers. When you help the truckers, any big movement you're helping, I think you might get in trouble. You know, or they might seize your account or maybe not necessarily yours. Like in Australia, they haven't seized uh, personal people's accounts, but they're, they're seizing people's accounts that are collecting donations to help others. You know, so that's something to think about. You know, that is something to think about. So if you want to help somebody, maybe it's better if you're in the community, you actually go out and you physically help them uh, rather than um, do these big funding things, donate, because chances are the money might get seized and then they don't go to the people that you originally intended on um, helping. You know, so just thought I'd um, chuck that out. Right, let's get on to this EU passport. Then I'm going to get into this um, who's being tracked on their phone. Okay, right. EU want to bring in a digital wallet, right? Now, a digital wallet is going to replace your passport. It's going to replace all the stuff that you need digital ID for. So your driver's license, you know, your, it's going to contain your medical records. It's going to contain your certificates and other stuff, which the man mentions. But then in between mentioning all that babble, right, he mentioned vaccines. Really, the only reason you need this digital ID wallet is for the vaccinated is to prove who's been vaccinated and who haven't but they can't just say that see because like i said it depends which country that you're living in so where we're all eu you know western world they're going to hit us with digital id wallets now digital id wallet will cover all it'll also show your vaccination status this will also this will then dictate what you can have access to and what you cannot have access to and at a later date, as more things progress, you will have less and less access on your digital wallet because you're missing the one key element, which is the vaccination status. Now, I've done a dub over on this, right, only because it's all in foreign and um, some of you can read and some of you say the reading go across too quick. So I've done a, a read over so everybody get the understanding of uh, what's going on here. This year, the EU will launch the so-called digital ID wallet. What is it? How will it affect the lives of ordinary people? It's going to have an enormous impact. It will be the replacement for your passport. For your passport? So you can identify yourself with it. So you can identify yourself with it. 
but there will be much more in it. Maar er komt veel meer in. Er komen ook bankzaken. It will contain financial information, entry tickets and your personal medical file. In tickets, je uh, digitaal patiëntendossier, medische gegevens, vaccinaties. Information about vaccines, education certificates, you name it. Uh, diploma's, er kan van alles in, veel meer. En we vinden dat... We think it's very creepy and it will soon be launched. En dat gaat eraan komen. Als ik het zo But when I hear this... I think that's actually quite useful. What's wrong with this? Hoor, denk ik. Oh, dat is eigenlijk best handig. Wat is daar dan mis mee? Ja, waar wij ons... We are worried about the risks that engaging in all sorts of everyday activities... ...zorgen over maken is dat allerlei handelingen in het dagelijks leven straks niet meer kunnen zonder... ...will soon not be possible without this digital ID wallet anymore. ...deze app. En net als bij de... We also saw it with the COVID passport. De app die werd op een gegeven moment ook verplicht. Which was mandatory to get to important parts of society too. Om toegang te krijgen tot uh, grote delen van de samenleving. With the digital ID wallet, we fear this will be the future as well. Echt dit ook de toekomst te worden van, uh, ja, van deze digitale identiteit. You can compare it with cookies on the internet. Je kan het vergelijken met cookies op internet. Vaak websites often only function to their full extent if you allow all cookies. Uh, werken websites uh, alleen maar optimaal als je alle cookies accepteert, ook de niet including the ones that are non-essential. Noodzakelijke cookies. En dat is wat And this is what governments and big corporations will do too. Overheden en bedrijven, grote bedrijven dan met name, ook gaan doen. Ze gaan om meer... They will ask for more information than they are actually... than they are currently allowed to. Meer gegevens vragen dan, uh, dan waar ze nu recht op hebben. En... This hollows out our privacy. En dat holt de privacy uit en maakt... And it makes citizens powerless. Against the government and big corporations. Burgers machtelozer ten opzichte van de staat en grote bedrijven. And of course, it is convenient to rent a car abroad without all sorts of paperwork. En natuurlijk is het handig als je in het buitenland een auto kunt huren zonder dat je allerlei formulieren invult. Maar. But this relatively small benefit does not outweigh the loss of privacy and freedom. Dat vrij kleine voordeel, dat weegt gewoon niet op tegen het verlies van, uh, van vrijheid en privacy. Last year, Ursula von der Leyen, uh, Ursula von der Leyen, de voorzitter van de commissie, de president van de Europese Commissie, heeft vorig jaar ook heel duidelijk aangekondigd dat ze de digital ID wallet to be very, a very good solution. Aangekondigd dat ze dit als een enorm goede oplossing ziet, uh, zodat je hier gebruik, met gebruik maakt. Van de European Digital Identity in kunt For login into online services such as Google, Facebook, etc. Toch op online diensten zoals uh, Google, Facebook, uh, etc. Wat iedereen. Which is something all people do if they go online sometimes. Die natuurlijk doet die uh, af en toe online is. Dat betekent. This means you can be identified centrally. Betekent dat je centraal uh, geïdentificeerd kunt worden, maar dat betekent. But it also means that you can easily be cut off from these services. Ook dat je heel makkelijk afgesloten, afgesloten kunt worden van deze diensten. En ik vind... I find this to be very, a very scary development.
Het is een doodenge ontwikkeling. We houden dit heel erg. We are following this closely and we will do en we proberen toch uh, everything we can to prevent this from coming into existence. Te zorgen dat dit er niet gaat komen. Er nog lanceert de EU de So, as you can see, they are pushing forward, right? So EU is going to affect us a lot. Okay? So this means that the net is getting closer and closer and closer towards us, right? And this is what we got to keep an eye on because they're telling you they're easing back on certain stuff. If they're planning on bringing in this and they're taking out um, all ID and everything can go into this one thing, right? This is where people got to look at the bigger picture, right? Because right now nothing's come off the table. At the end of the day, that's all they're doing is just restricting you in other ways, right? Because right now they got a lot going on. And what I mean by a lot going on, right? They got to keep you in fear with the war and all this other stuff, right? Like I said, you ain't no war happening, right? We didn't worry about that right now, right? Because it's not going to happen until uh, Russia start trouble with Germany, right? That's when you got to start worrying. That's when I would worry, okay? Don't worry about none of that until then, right? Because at the moment, while you're all distracted by all these different things, right? They're putting more things in place for their fourth revolution, because the fourth revolution is all about smart and it's all about connecting everything, the internet of things. It's not just your technology, you're gonna become the technology and it's you they want to connect. You is the ultimate prize. They tell you all the other stuff, you know, that's just like the little byproducts. You know, but get used to the tech, used to the tech, and then once you're used to the tech, then you go in with it, you know, because there's a lot of people, see, they all think it's a great idea, and that's because they don't understand that ultimately it's you they want to connect. It's all about you, you know, it's all about you that they want to connect, okay? So as much as it's depopulation, like I said, there's plenty of other boards going, you know, they want to connect you to the system, because as much as they need to connect you to the system, they want to build up data. Data, it's all about data, right? So by building up the data, then I got enough data. So then at a later date, when I want to create my babies in a lab, like I explained to you, right? Then I transfer the consciousness, you know? Max Egan done a video. He explained it like me. He's playing it a bit different, right? But it's the same concept. It's the same concept. And it sounds really out there, right? So this is why I don't really break it down too much to people because they don't get it. And like basically what it is, right? Your consciousness, when you go to sleep, it leaves, right? Now, they know how to intercept that. Now, in order, now what they've put into you, which is a frequency, they've diverted the frequency. This is what Max Egan is. This is how he's breaking it down, which might be a bit easier for you to understand. But they've diverted the frequency, right? So basically, when the signal comes from the ether, which is the direct signal that we usually get, right? You know, this is our connection to the divine, right? They're going to divert that so then it goes somewhere else. You know, like he's saying, uh, a brain on a um, circuit board, you know? I think he's more advanced than that. You know, as far as I'm concerned, what they're going to do, they're going to put them, they're going to put that thought pattern into another being, you know, they're super soldiers, they're transhumans, they're clones. That's where I believe it's going. I don't believe it's going to be on some circuit board somewhere, right? Because they can, the, the signal that they've now put into you, they can control that on a different board, you know, because they've intercepted your original signal and your original signal can then go into one of their things. And that's where they soul recycle you. And that's what I was saying, like before, you know, they keep soul recycle, soul recycle. Once I can take, once I can um, gather your consciousness and keep it, then I don't need to soul recycle you no more because I forever got the consciousness. So I just soul recycle that. I don't need to worry about you no more, you know, and this is where you can leave. Now, now you're trapped, you know?
that's where you trapped because they you know you do live forever but anything is though you can be living forever in their playground you know in their playground so when it comes to this can they track you on your phone right it's been going around for months but obviously the longer it goes on the more evidence you get you know because a long time ago a boy did post there and he had it on some big screen and he was saying how his arm was bluetooth and a lot of people because we had nothing else at that time said that it was clickbait and it was looking a bit like it could be because there's many people that have been vaccinated and loads of you got technology and nobody was coming with any variation that it was you know that it was happening to them like no confirmation you know, but right now there was a, a boy with his video going a bit long and, you know, getting on a bit now. So I'm going to skip him and I'm just going to show you how somebody got a phone now and then they sat somewhere and um, there's loads of people around and then you can start to see all these things come up. And then I'm going to show you this other man, right, that break down to you in technical terms, right, just so we all know exactly what's going on, here, right? how you become painted, not how you become painting it, how it works, because you've already seen the video last month on how you became um, painted it by big tech. But this one will explain to you, uh, you know, it tie in with the phone and how people is um, connecting, you know, because you can't just go off one man's information, you need to have multiple information, you know, so you get a bigger picture unless you understand exactly what's going on. And then you probably don't need that many videos. But for those who's watching the channel and you're new to all this extra piece of information, then it's important that you have two videos because it gives you a bit more um, understanding, you know, because all of them already knew this. Even the real Biden knew that they were going to microchip you. You know, and I say the real Biden because I'm going to show them to you. And then you could tell me who you're looking at right now, because this is the real Biden. OK. And Biden was already talking about microchipping. Our constitutional journey did not stop then and it must not stop now, Judge. And we'll be faced with equally consequential decisions in the 21st century. Can a microscopic tag be implanted in a person's body to track his every movement. There's actual discussion about that. You will rule on that, mark my words, before your tenure is over. Can brain scans be used to determine whether a person is inclined toward criminality or violent behavior? You will rule on that. And Judge, I need to know whether you will be a justice who believes that the constitutional journey must continue to speak to these consequential decisions, or that we've gone far enough in protecting against government intrusion into our autonomy, into the most personal decisions we make. Judge, that's why this is a critical moment. There are elected officials in this government, such as Mr. DeLay, a fine, honorable, patriotic man, and others, who have been unsuccessful of implementing their agenda in the elected branches. So they've now poured their energies, as the left would if it were different, they've now poured their energies and resources into trying to change the court's view of the Constitution. And now they have a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. See, that was the real Biden. And he knew the plan. Now, now you've seen real Biden. That was 2014 or 15, okay? So now go check the pictures after that date, and you'll find that you've got a new Biden. Same way you've got a new Will Smith, you know? You have a new Biden. That's not Biden, the one that they're showing you right now. That was Biden, the one you've seen there. And he was opposed to all this stuff. So it's funny how he, he all into it now, isn't it? <laughs> you know? Do the mass, people. Do the mass. Right. Now, this phone business. Let's have a look. We are now in developer mode, and we're going to do the Bluetooth challenge. We're at a public restaurant with a whole bunch of people. 
Okay. So now we're going to go to Bluetooth. We're going to go to Bluetooth. Just hold it down. Hold down Bluetooth. And then just see devices. Hit scan. Scan. Hit scan. And let's see if anything comes up. The picture will get a bit clearer. She does put it a bit closer, so bear with. I'll first have to turn, yeah, turn on turn the Bluetooth, the Bluetooth there. on. There you, <laughs> there you go. Now I'm gonna hit scan. Okay. okay. <sighs> oh my god. Oh my god. Look at them all. Holy shit. Oh my god. These are all people. These are the Bluetooth codes from all the people sitting around us from the vaccines. Oh my god. Anonymous IP addresses. You see some phones, obviously. You see some phones there. Yeah, there's some phones. Like the Oppo, that's a phone. Yeah, these but are phones. These other things, these are people. These are not devices. These are people. What the device people? E aí, explica aí o que que tá rolando aí. Perfeito, gente. Aqui, dentro do, do sistema, né, tem a opção de desenvolvedor. Você tem que habilitar essa opção dentro do seu celular. Você tem que ver o seu modelo e ver como você vai habilitar ela. Você vai dentro de opções de desenvolvedor, vai descendo algumas opções. Vai ter uma opção aqui, escrito da seguinte forma. Mostrar dispositivos Bluetooth sem nome. Essa opção, ela vem desativada de fábrica. Ou seja, eu vou fazer, deixei desativada, vou fazer um teste aqui, ó. Vou, vou abrir o Bluetooth e fazer uma busca, variar novo dispositivo. Você pode ver que só apresenta, né, ó, smartphone, Right, well you get a gist, right? It go on for about 10 minutes and there's different people from different countries showing you what's happening in their country and they're all registering numbers, okay? Numbers to for the vaccinated to prove that you have now become an IP address. In other terms, you have now become big uh, property of big tech. You know, if you want it simple, you know, that's the sugar. You become property of big tech. Without them telling you that you become property of big tech because they need to use that on another board, which is Nuremberg. Because when Nuremberg finally does come out, it's going to be proven that the vaccinated people, they can shed nanotech can be passed from person to person because they have embedded you with nanotech and that uh, you will be able to be taken away or quarantined or put down like an animal because technically you've lost your human rights because you allow technology to be put inside of you which is now being deemed dangerous so now they have to eliminate the problem see plenty boards playing right now this man he go improper now now we explain to you what you just seen when it comes to that, um, you know, tracking everybody who being vaxxed. Now we explain what it is. So pay attention. This is very important now. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Ricardo Delgado, and I am the founder and director of La Quinta Columna. All the vaccines tested, Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Janssen and Moderna, contain exclusively nanotechnology. 
We have found nanorouters, which also emit MAC addresses that can be registered with Bluetooth wireless technology by just using your own mobile phone and the help of an app. We have found nano antennas and plasmonic antennas for the amplification of these signals. We have also identified nano rectennas, which act as rectifier bridges of alternating, direct current codecs, and certain logic gates for the encryption of these nanocommunications emitted from the inoculated individual to a remote server. The primary material for the elaboration of these microstructural complexes is graphene oxide, the presence of which is decisive for the self-assembly of these structural complexes. The main mechanisms of exfoliation of graphene oxide within the body into graphene quantum dots are natural biodegradation mediated by the enzyme myeloproxidase and the teslaphoresis mechanism, which are microwave electromagnetic fields emitted from mobile phone signals with different frequency ranges. Graphene oxide injected into the body acquires magnetic properties in contact with hydrogen and living cells. This is why most vaccinated people have this exacerbated magnetism at the point of inoculation, and subsequently in the upper solar plexus and the skull. Graphene oxide is detected in the body by our immune system as if it were a pathogen. Once injected, it has an affinity for the central nervous system. Basically, the spinal cord and our brain, because of its higher electrical conductivity. In the central nervous system, it causes a mobilization of limbs, strokes, paraplegia and alteration of the nervous system. Graphene oxide has a blood clotting factor and increases thrombogenicity or thrombus proliferation. The ultimate consequence of thrombi is all kinds of cardiovascular accidents, such as embolisms, ischemias, strokes, aneurysms, etc. Graphene oxide also has an affinity for electrical organs, such as our heart, especially when its cardiac activity increases, and therefore its electrical activity. At that moment, this graphene oxide targets the heart and inflames it, generating myocarditis or pericarditis. In addition, graphene oxide has the ability to absorb electromagnetic radiation from our environment and multiply it with a transistor effect. Thus, it generates small discharges that cause arrhythmias in our cardiac system. This explains why so many athletes are suffering from arrhythmias when they have increased cardiac activity. Consequences of these arrhythmias are fainting, blackouts or syncope, linked or not to unexpected or sudden death. A large part of our vaccinated population is suffering unexpected or sudden death when interacting near these microwave sources. Graphene oxide also has the capacity to generate mutagenesis, chromosomal alteration and cancer, so that those people who have recently suffered tumors or neoplasms, after vaccination, will rapidly resurface a line of metastases and those who are completely healthy will be at high risk of developing cancer. Graphene oxide is extremely toxic, and its toxicity is also dependent on the electromagnetic radiation it absorbs. 
Wherever it goes, it generates tissue inflammation, systemic or multi-organ inflammation, and a cascade of free radicals. When the oxidative stress generated by this toxic substance inside the body breaks the equilibrium in the redox balance and exceeds a certain threshold above the antioxidant levels of our endogenous glutathione, our immune system collapses and favors the famous cytokine storm. This graphene oxide, which is injected as a prime material in vaccines, is eliminated from the body through our lungs. But if it is irradiated whilst found in the lungs, the subsequent inflammation of the lung tissue causes bilateral pneumonia. If the vaccinated survive the initial doses of graphene oxide injected into their blood, it will be degraded in the body by the neutralizing antibodies that are responsible for its degradation. Once the graphene and its toxicity is gone, so are the antibodies that neutralize the substance, which also trigger our immunoglobulins. This is why people are being forced to be revaccinated every three months, in order to maintain the body's levels of this toxic substance, by claiming that they no longer possess immunity. In short, the non-existent, non-isolated, non-purified, non-cultivated SARS-CoV-2 presented to us in the official version and its variants is in the real version the graphene oxide introduced consciously and voluntarily in the flu vaccine of the 2019 to 2020 campaign. In other words, the disease, or labeled COVID-19, is simply a graphene-enhanced acute irradiation syndrome. Therefore, the first and basically the only artificial wave at our elderly in nursing homes as its target population, whose flu vaccination rate is very close to 100%. Our elderly were previously vaccinated with this substance, and then irradiated with the famous cell phone antennas, which suspiciously, 8 out of 10 are implanted in the vicinity of nursing homes or old folks' homes. Son implantadas en las inmediaciones de geriátricos residencias. Justificaron el genocidio. They justified the genocide of our elderly as a pretext to tell the entire world population that we were facing a new coronavirus. Right, you want to stress that? You know, jump onto the channel and you'll be able to see that, right? But basically, the whole point of that was to show you that, yeah, you are registering on a mobile phone because you've now become the property of big tech, because humans now see we are the new product. Well, I say we, you know, you who get vaccinated is the new product, okay? Second industrial revolution, but the product this time will not be textiles or machines or vehicles or even weapons. The product this time will be humans themselves. In the industrial revolution of the 19th century, what humanity basically learned to produce was all kinds of stuff like textiles and shoes and weapons and, and vehicles. And this was enough for very few countries that underwent the revolution fast enough to subjugate everybody else. What we're talking about now is like a second industrial revolution but the product this time will not be textiles or machines or vehicles or even weapons. The product this time will be humans themselves. 
we are basically learning to produce bodies and minds. Bodies and minds are going to be, I think, the two main products of the next wave of all these uh, changes. And if there is a gap between those that know to produce bodies and minds and those that do not, then this is far greater than anything we saw before in, in history. And this time, if you're not part of the revolution fast enough, then you probably become, become extinct. Once you know how to produce bodies and brains and minds, so cheap labor in Africa or South Asia or wherever, it, it simply counts for nothing. Again, I think that the biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decades, will be what to do with all these useless people. I don't think we have an economic model to, for that. My best guess, which is just a guess, is that uh, food will not be a problem. Uh, with that kind of technology, you will be able to produce food for, to feed everybody. The problem is more uh, boredom and how, what to do with them and how will they find some sense of meaning in life when they are basically meaningless, worthless. My best guess at present is a combination of drugs and computer games. So basically, what they're saying is that a human will become useless because they've got no use for you, because you just heard him, you know, they already know how to make bodies, brains, minds, parts. He said that. Now that man, see, he advised to Klaus, if none of you are aware who he is, right? You, you, Blaff, or something his name is. But he know exactly what's going on, you know, so I believe he's part of the tech team. When he feeding Klaus, you know, this is what we're going to do and this is how it's going to work and this is how we connect the humans, right? He's the man in his ear that tell him how Internet of Things is going to work, right? And they don't need you. He just said, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to be useless, you know? He's using the word useless eaters. That's what they call us, the going. He just didn't have the thing to say, going. But that's what he meant, right? Because they got no use for us. So what do they do? They depopulate us and they do many, many things to get rid of us, you know? Because he already said, you know, when it comes to cheap labor, before they used to outsource to these third world countries. Now he's saying, because we can make this and we can do parts and we can do X, Y, Z, then basically these people become useless. So they don't even want these people for cheap labor no more. So what does that tell you? You know, and this is where you haven't got a job unless you create yourself something, you know, online something. And it have to be something that's obviously not to do with all this type of thing, because if you do anything like this, then chances are you might get shut down, you know, and it's not going to amount to anything. You know, you might wake up people if that's your goal and that's what you want to do. You know, that's what we do. You know, we, we lost everything else. You know, they shut us down everywhere, you know, but... You know, if you want to set up an online business, then that's probably your best chance to survive what's coming, you know. But then ultimately, you're going to need the vax, you know, you're going to need a vax, okay, in order to access your money and your funds and stuff online, right? Because there's a lot of people who say, oh, you know, we're going to win the war. Until we win the war, right, you're still going to need, you're still going to need. So you have to have plan B, you know, you have to have plan B. You're still going to need, right? So... The goal, basically, is to transfer your consciousness. Like I keep telling everybody, you know, transhumanism. You know, he's already told you, you know, human won't be the new product, right? They, they, they're not hiding nothing. It's just none of us understand what they're talking about because none of us are looking at all this stuff. We're thinking that it's something in the future where it's something that's been 
done right now. They've already tested this stuff out on people, so they know what it's going to do. Don't think that you is the guinea pig, right? You ain't the guinea pig, because the ultimate prize, right, is to have human flipping, uh, human robot slaves, right? They already have an army of artificial robots, so they don't need the police or anything like that, because ultimately the world that they're creating will be like Demolition Man, like how Freedom Soldier mentioned right up in the beginning. You know, so I suggest you go watch that film, Demolition Man. You know, probably not as scary as the other two intro I put out. The first one was Grey State, but that's the scared troopers. And um, that's what they put out, you know, because basically they say, well, Femicamp and they're going to chop your head off and all that. You know, somebody have to give the order for that and it ain't going to come to that, you know. The reason why they're going to have to get rid of people is because of the virus, you know, and all these injections that they're giving people. And then the ones that decide that they don't want the vax, they're going to drop off. And then when the polygon goes down, which is all the technology, when they crash the system properly and then you have the blackouts, then you're going to have a mass death then because a lot of these people will be connected to the system. So when the system goes down, because you is the system, you is a human computer walking, then basically you go on flatline as well. You might come back, but you go on flatline. Because you part of the system properly, you know, they're building you up to become the transhuman. So then when everything goes down, everything comes back on, you know, that's part of the reset as well. You know, they say the great reset. What people don't realize is that the transhuman, or sorry, say the human is going to be reset to the transhuman because everything will be online, you know. Now, I have this other man, I forgot what his name is, but I posted a few videos of him and he now is on my track you know, you're talking like how i talking to you now, you know, basically about this consciousness stuff and how you can live forever. You know, that's the prize. You know, they could already do all this, right? But, you know, he's explaining, you know, this is what they want to do. But I'm telling you, they could already do all this. You know, it's just they want to be able to do it to you all so they don't need to soul, uh, recycle you all the time anymore because you're going to be part of their new world, you know, and you'll be able to get out because everything's going to be directly fed to you through the system, which is called the singularity. Not dealing with uh, entities that believe in God and believe in an afterlife. So if you ask any of them, they say it outright, that there's nothing that happens after death. It's the end of everything. But they don't want to die. So according to Yuval Harari and Ray Kurzweil and all these degenerates, what they're trying to do is create a, a a inorganic organic hybrid platform with AI where human consciousness literally could be downloaded into a uh, eternal body or series of bodies. I know it sounds sci-fi, but this is exactly what these degenerates are doing. And, and by doing so, they also realize that 90% of humanity is becoming useless from the workforce perspective. If you listen to uh, what Elon Musk said six months ago when he debuted his humanoid robots, what he said was that they will eliminate 90% of the workforce, therefore we need universal income. Let me translate what that means to you. It means 90% of people are useless, and these people who don't believe, that, who view us as cockroaches, don't believe that we have any sanctity in our lives, you oh. think they want to give us universal income? That's a list to exterminate people.
So, as you can see, he on track now. So, a few more doctors need to get onto that to be able to confirm what I'm all telling you. Because, like, like I said, you know, people need to hear it more than once. And what I say is just because I knew it. So, the way I put it out, to me, I think I put it out in simple terms so everyone understand. But a lot of you need it from factual people. You need proper evidence, right? But they do want to transfer your consciousness and they're not hiding it. They've got a program that's on uh, BBC, right? And it's all about uh, transhumanism. Now, based off what he just told you, right, about how they want to uh, transfer your consciousness into like a metaverse, you know, singularity, whatever, right? They want to transfer and upload to the cloud. They've actually got some programming going on now on BBC, and that's to program you into this transhumanism. Well, not necessarily the older people, but it's to program the younger generation to think that is cool and, you know, let's go for it and let's live forever and let's upload our um, stuff to the cloud. We can let that breathe for 10 minutes. All looking good. I'll come back and I'll dress them. Do you see? These are interaction nodes. If I use this finger, I can open all the doors at work, no ID. And if I just scan this in the shop, I can pay for anything up to a thousand pounds. And look, Dad, Mom, I've just taken your photo. Send and send. It doesn't need the sound effect. I just added that because it makes me laugh. You promised me they wouldn't touch your eyes. Not after last time. That was years ago. Grant's had stem cells in her eyes since then. I can't help thinking... Don't laugh. All these power cuts. <laughs> well, what would happen to you? Nothing. What happens to you in a power cut? Nothing. <laughs> so, what about your head? Can't feel a thing. They inserted the tiniest wafer into my brain. Oh, my God. Look at the result. Synced us up. No keyboard. I don't need a keyboard ever again. You did that by thinking? It can't read my mind. Not yet, but the wafer tracks activity in the neural pathway and micro-movements in the retina to predict what I'm thinking. But that is reading your mind. Let's see where everyone is. There's Aunt Rosie. She's at home. Lincoln's in school. Lee's not in school. Should be. Where is he? In the park. Don't tell Rosie. Gran's at home in the kitchen. What a surprise. Let's find Ruby. She's in a bar called the Marine Tide and she's just bought a bottle of House White for 56 pounds. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. 56 quid for the House White. Oh, my God. How did it go, Beth? How are you? Did it work? Are you completely synced up now? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm with Mum and Dad, and I've just realised you're in trouble. You should be in college. 56 quid. For God's sake, Bethany! That is amazing. I'm a little bit like spying. What if I didn't want you tracking me? Well, that's a good question. But can you imagine? What if your father was having an affair or something? Okay. You're in my contacts. That's permission, according to the law. But I still don't understand. You can run software like this on a keyboard. So why do you need the operation? I'm trying to explain it in ways you can understand, but the connection is so much more. While we were talking, 
at exactly the same time. I wondered about the 80 days of rain, where it came from, why it was, what comes next. And I keyed into satellites just 30 seconds ago. So I can see the course of El Nino, and I can tap into pressure sensors along the Atlantic coast and barometric readings from the ships at sea. If I put all of that together, I'm there. I'm inside it, the tide, the depth of the sea and the curl of the waves within me. And right now in Charles Street, Pasadena, a 15-year-old girl called Ethany Cross has written her first song and put it online and oh, she's got the sweetest voice. So when I combine all of that, it's joy. In my head, it is absolute joy. <laughs> So, as you can see, they're not hiding nothing, right? They're showing you exactly what they want to do, but they're making it trendy so more people will go forward, you know? But ultimately, you're going to be connected whether you want to be connected or not. But ideally, you always need to people come forward, you know, because it's you all, they're not going to convince your people. But ultimately, it's going to move you into the metaverse because the metaverse, you don't really tell the difference between what's real and what's not real, you know? And then when it comes to this... Uh, vaccination, and I was going to show, but I don't know, maybe I'll get to it because it's going to be late now, isn't it? You know, but basically, that's how they want to connect you, okay? So this is where we need to keep up, because that is the ultimate prize, but while we're looking at everything else, you know, they're still pushing ahead with that one goal, you know, because that is the ultimate goal, that's the ultimate prize, you know? Everybody's there on New World Order, we're coming to the end of the New World Order, were at the gates of the fourth fucking revolution. Like, you know, the new world order was birthed when they changed the American money. And they show you how they can alter and change your DNA. You know, it all moving towards the transhuman. World Economical Forum, as you can see. So everybody in on the plan. They have to make it sound like it's for the benefit. And it's not for your benefit, it's for their benefit. Because on the Georgia and Guidestones, they already tell you there's going to be no sickness in this new world. Well, they're trying to repair there. You know, they're going to get rid of all of the plastic. And they're going to create a new transhuman. That's why there will be no sickness in this new world. And this is the promise so they can get away with oil technology and bring it out. the end you've seen there they said about wiping out the species that's what they're doing they're wiping out the human species and they're creating a new human 
You know, it sounds really out there. It does really sound out there. You know, you just get over the shock about COVID and then you find out they're creating a new human. You know, a lot to take in. A lot to take in. But, you know, a lot of deception been going on in this world. You know, there's plenty that we don't know about. You know, a lot of people find out about these transhuman in Hollywood. And then there was something in Britain the other day saying there was a lot of people that worked in Parliament that were actually transgender. Uh, you know? So they put in that out there, but that tie in with the Disney thing because they're trying to push out all these different types of people now, you know, to make everything acceptable. Because in the time of Baal, everything is acceptable. You know, there is no rules when it comes to those sort of things. So what was hidden before is now coming to light. Everybody quiet, man. I don't know who's here still. I could be probably talking to myself. But I'm going to keep going with my other stuff. I'm going to check, see if anyone got any questions on brand new tube. Because uh, nobody else speaking. You're all tired now, innit? You know, we have to do the live late in the night. Because it works out a better time for the majority of people that watch the, the channel. Well, to be honest, Lily, you know, this transhuman thing, yeah, it is pretty messed up, to be honest, right? But a lot of people, see, they don't think it's going to happen in their lifetime, and this is why these people is getting away with it, because it is happening in our lifetime. It's just happening so slow. It's like, right now, see, we're in the time of the mark of the beast. Now, everybody knows about the mark of the beast, the our religion, because most people have been warned about the uh, mark of the beast, okay? Now, because of that, People are supposed to wake up, and this is why. They're not giving you a chip anymore because the technology is advanced. And where the technology is advanced, you being embedded with the technology without your knowledge. It's like a lot of us, you know, people are not gone for the vaccination. Are you still being technically impregnated with the nanotechnology? And they're doing this through the chemtrails, you know, because like I explained before, they switch up the material, right? Because everything needs to connect you and embed inside of you to turn you into the new transhuman. So there's plenty of things that's working on multiple uh, boards, but they don't need to give you a chip no more because the technology will bind and then that will connect you to the system. So then by the time you realize, then it's too late. And that's why the devil is clever. You know, the devil already told you about the chip because he wants you to look for the chip. You know, but he ain't that stupid because he's going to give you something else, isn't he? Which is a chip, but it don't look like a chip. And it's not being announced as a chip. They're not going to tell you that, you know? Well, when it comes to the um, the second load, I think that's going to come now. Like I said, you know, end of vaccination is October. That would be the 36 months vaccination war. And what I mean by that is from when it starts. Okay, so when we get to the end of there, that's when I believe then you're going to get a spike because they have to keep everything going and they need to lock things down and they need to pull that other restriction on people. But you can't policy until you have enough justification, depends on which country that you're living in. So it's going to take a while. So towards the end of the year, that's when you're going to start notice. If you need like dates, you know. Because they have to finish their vaccination war before they move to the next phase. 
Well, when it comes to um, Ukrainians coming to the UK, you know, a lot of them, they have been killed in their own country because there was a lot going on in the videos that he put out where their own government was actually attacking them. Okay, now when it comes to uh, the refugees coming to the UK, I thought that was bullshit. But they need to bring people in. So I've already explained before. When it comes to um, what's going on now in the depopulation, the more you can get people from foreign lands into the six main countries that's running this major thing, right, the better it is for you because you haven't got to worry about the stragglers. That's why they created the euro. It's the same thing when I was working with people. So they have to bring people closer in because all these people now coming in, coming in, coming in. They're going to vaccinate them in it. You know, and I didn't believe that they was actually getting people to uh, stay in any British people's houses. But then somebody I know contacted me, you know, they, they're not awake, right? I met them after, you know, and then I discovered they, you know, they, they fully into all this stuff, you know, <laughs> they believe the government. And what they've done out of the goodness of their heart, because that's what they believe it is, they've decided that they will take on a couple of um, Ukrainian people as um you know in their property but what they don't realize see now they target it automatically for femme camp and everything else but it doesn't make a difference to this person because this person already vaccinates so they're already targeted and they already become property of big tech and everything they don't know that or i have sent it to them they probably haven't watched it probably don't believe it you know but they, they have invited people so you know as far as i can say and it's just to get more people into smaller places so when you finally run your martial law i haven't got to go run chase you I know you all here, here, and here, you know, because all countries invited people. So that's what um, I think about that. Now, I'm going to put this on now, which just proved that a nanotech can move to move, which is what I've said to you. So basically, you know, you haven't got to worry about no chip. There ain't no chip, right? Because this man, now you go on a program, you shake this woman's hand. When you shake her hand, after you shake her hand, then he explained to her that he just passed nanotech to her. And that the nanotech only lasts a certain amount of days and then it'll be gone. This is why they have to constantly keep embedding you with the technology because it's a living particle and it die off, you know? So they have to keep push with that. This is Naja, das ist Schnee von gestern und allenfalls eine Meldung für die Sauerbudenzeit. Ich habe Ihnen da jetzt gerade ein paar hundert Mikrochips in die Hand gegeben. Die werden für die nächste Woche bis 14 Tage in Ihrer Hand kleben. Aber meine Hand ist leer. Ja, die sehen Sie nicht. Die sind ganz winzig klein. Wenn Sie genau schauen, werden Sie sie schon sehen. Die sind so ein Viertel so dick wie ein menschliches Haar. Wir haben nämlich ein Bild auch davon. Also für mich ist das ja was ganz Neues. Das wäre so ein menschliches Haar und das wären eben... When you have this vaccination, you need to stay away from people. Because at the end of the day, where you can't catch a virus, you know, person to person, we're not talking virus. We're talking technology being put inside you, nanoparticles, uh, and these can be transported from person to person. So it basically means if a woman, you know, she, only meant, uh, um, she no longer get a period, then she could suddenly start having a period again. You know, people are going to start miscarrying and loads of other stuff are going to start happening because basically now we are spreading a virus. You know, they haven't got the lockstep yet. That's another virus they're going to spread on you if too many of you wake up. You know, that's our goal. That's our goal because they, the plan has to keep um, going. So if the people don't believe, then what they're going to do, see, they're going to they're run a real virus on you. You know, so I think this version where they already put it inside the people and it can be passed with the vaccination, you know, from person to person, make person sick. 
then uh, basically that's just part one. You know, that's like maybe one strain of 10 strain they got for you because ultimately they're trying to reduce the population so you all fit on the singularity grid, you know? Lorna, you know, you can catch a virus, but, you know, when it comes to this technology, it's not a virus that you're catching, you know, it's nano uh, particles that are being moved within the air, you know, what they call it super dust, you know? And basically, that is invisible because they even put that in the particles when they spray in us with the chemtrails because they've been building our body up to this over the past 10 years, you know. So they, they switch up the chemtrail and that's in order to make us adaptable. So then we become the transhuman. But it's just, you know, it's roulette. So some bodies will adapt and some bodies won't adapt, you know, but they don't know who's going to adapt, who ain't going to adapt. You know, they're not really bothered, but they know most of you ain't going to adapt because they've obviously done these trials. You know, they breed humans. You know, don't you think they, they've tried this already? They know all the side effects. You know, they're just hiding behind the side effects right now because they don't want you all to know about the side effects. You know, one of them medicine, the list so long, you probably give up, you know, because they know you're not going to read none of that. You know, but they really know the side effects. They breed humans for all sorts of things. You know, you can even buy yourself a clone and I look like you. You know, you have 50 grand. Zukunftsforscher Oskar Villani. Schönen guten Abend. Hallo, Frau Freude. Das ist nämlich jetzt ungewöhnlich, dass wir uns begrüßen mit Handschlag, aber in diesem Fall hat das einen Sinn. Warum? Wir hören, ein implantierter Chip wird von manchen Politikern gewünscht, aber das ist gar nicht mehr notwendig. Warum? Naja, das ist Schnee von gestern und allenfalls eine Meldung für die Saarbrückenzeit. Ich habe Ihnen da jetzt gerade ein paar hundert Mikrochips in die Hand gegeben. Die werden für die nächste Woche bis 14 Tage in ihrer Hand kleben. Aber meine Hand ist leer. Ja, das sehen Sie nicht. Die sind ganz winzig klein. Wenn Sie genau schauen, werden Sie sie schon sehen. Das sind so ein Viertel so dick wie ein menschliches Haar. Wir haben nämlich ein Bild auch davon. Also für mich ist das ja was ganz Neues. Das wäre so ein menschliches Haar und das wären eben diese Chips, die da drauf wären. Ja, das ist der aktuelle Stand der Entwicklung. Also es geht schon noch ein bisschen kleiner. Was würde man jetzt damit wissen von mir? Ich hätte Ihnen damit eine Nummer verpasst. Das ist einmal das Mindeste, was ich äh, tun kann und äh, ich kann Sie da mit äh, rund um die ganze Welt verfolgen. In weiterer Folge könnte ich auch so Dinge wie Ihren Blutdruck messen, Ihren Zuckerhaushalt, ein paar biometrische Daten, das ist schon drinnen. Wenn ich jetzt ein ordentlicher Mensch bin, ich wasche mir sehr oft die Hände, sind die Chips dann nicht weg? Sie müssen sich die Hände so ungefähr eine Viertelstunde am Stück waschen, dann funktioniert es, aber für gewöhnlich reicht das zumindest für eine Woche, auch bei normalem Händewaschen. Eben einer Ihrer Forschungsschwerpunkte ist Technikfolgenabschätzung. Das heißt, Sie beschäftigen sich auch wirklich damit, wie man Kundinnen und Kunden eigentlich auch schon jetzt ausspionieren kann und haben einen Selbstversuch mit Damenschuhen gemacht. Bitte erklären Sie uns das. Ja, das kann jeder gerne in der einen oder anderen Weise mal nachvollziehen. Suchen Sie irgendeine Webseite, irgendeinen Job auf, das, was Sie sonst nie besuchen würden. Wiederholen Sie das zwei, dreimal und Sie werden für das nächste Monat, für die nächsten zwei bis drei Monate mit großer Gewissheit von eben diesen Damenschuhen oder was immer es auch sein mag, verfolgt werden. Und es ist sehr schwierig, dem zu entgehen. Jetzt war so eine Frage, die wir eigentlich vorhatten. Heute war, waren denn unsere Kinder als halbe Roboter über Chips gescannt, geortet oder vielleicht auch überwacht werden? Und wir wurden innerhalb von Stunden von der Realität überholt. Die BBC hat heute eine Geschichte gemacht, dass eben die technische Überwachung der Menschen nicht vor Kleinkindern und Babys Halt macht. Smarte Windeln wurden von einer Firma entwickelt, die eben genau kontrollieren, wie viel Flüssigkeit äh, abgegeben wird. Eine intelligente Babyflasche. 
Flasche protokolliert die Nahrung mit, sendet dann gleich über eine App Empfehlungen und Vergleiche mit Altersgenossen an die Eltern. Es gibt eine elektronische Fußfessel für Kleinkinder, die schon entwickelt wurde etc. etc. Wie wird es denn in zehn Jahren ausschauen? Von den technischen Möglichkeiten her ist im Prinzip eine 24-7-Überwachung, äh, ob das jetzt Kinder oder Erwachsene sind, ist eigentlich egal, auch schon jetzt möglich, in Zukunft halt noch unbemerkter, noch detaillierter. Ähm, das Nette daran ist, äh, eigentlich tun es ja immer mehr Menschen freiwillig. Muss man eigentlich vor Dingen wie Elga, äh, Kundenkarten etc. Angst haben? Ich würde das mal so formulieren. Man muss vor dieser Technologie an sich nicht Angst haben, aber vor dem, was aus politischem Dilettantismus oder aus Gier daraus gemacht wird. Das heißt, der technische Fortschritt hält nicht Schritt mit dem Schutz vor Missbrauch? Er hält nicht Schritt mit dem Schutz vor Missbrauch, das ist ganz richtig. Er hält aber auch nicht mit und schon seit langer Zeit hält sozusagen der geistige, der ethische Fortschritt nicht Schritt mit dem, was technisch möglich ist. Wenn Sie so ein Szenario entwerfen würden, wie schaut unser digitales Leben in ein paar Jahren aus? Das können wir uns aussuchen. Es kann so ausschauen, dass die Technik sehr wohl unser praktisches Leben bereichert, dass sie Hilfe und Unterstützung ist, so wie man sich das halt als humanistischer Mensch ursprünglich gedacht hat. Sie kann aber auch dazu führen, dass wir in eine gesellschaftliche, soziale Katharsis verfallen. Also das heißt, wir bekommen sowieso immer nur das, was andere denken, dass wir gerne hätten. Individuelle Entwicklung ist dann eigentlich gar nicht mehr möglich. Und ähm, so wie ich Ihnen die Chipstreme in die Hand gegeben habe, muss man dann nicht unbedingt Tierschützer sein, um den Rest seines Lebens verfolgt zu werden. Vielen Dank, Oskar Villane, fürs Kommen ins Studio und ein bisschen Angst. Right, as you can see, they've been able to do this long time, long time. As you've said, you know, the whole chip thing, he said that's all technology. So we all looking for a chip and there is no chip. You know, what chip are we looking for? There is no chip. All right, prepping is great, but when they switch on uh, 5G fully, all the food will die. Then what? Well, I don't think all the food will die when they put on uh, 5G. Most of the food is just going to be taken off the shelf, so you're not going to have no food. And then the only food that's going to be available is the food that the government already have for you. Because British governments, as well as other governments, have been stockpiling food. But that food is only available for the vaccinated people. You know, but you'll still be able to grow your own food. They might not, it might not grow as well, you know, because 5G and all that is killing off the plants and the wildlife and everything, as you see. You know, when the bees die, yeah, you might have a problem, you know. But until then, you will still be able to... Uh, grow your food and all that because you can protect things from uh, 5G if that's what you're worried about you know if you have a greenhouse and you're really worried 5G gonna attack your plants and that's all you gotta do is just cover the whole greenhouse in like a foil in it you know it might need a couple layers you know unless you can afford to have proper sheeting put around it and then that'll just deflect the radiation so food will still grow so there's ways around things You know, so hopefully that's give you a new idea now. I don't know how flush you are. Maybe you can afford the lead and all that, go around the greenhouse, you know, paint it, EMF paint and stuff, you know. 
you still be able to grow your stuff. It's just, you know, if it's outdoor and it's freestyle, then yes, you might have a problem. But you're the first person to mention that to me. I never even give that a thought, to be honest. You know, but it's a valid uh, point. You know, there could be issues with people growing food with the frequency being so high when it's for the online. You know, when we get to that stage, nobody even knows if we're going to be in our properties and stuff because there'd be a lot more on the table by then. A lot of people, more people would have died. Uh, quarantine camps would be fully ready. You know, they would have already put out their Nuremberg. So there'd be a lot going on at that time, you know. And then if we do win the war and the system collapse, then you have to try and protect yourself. So that's when we're going to have a situation, you know, because they could just leave us all to it. It doesn't matter to them because they have to reduce the numbers. And you're right, you know, you're saying, you know, at the end of that, the people will be exhausted and they can literally take over. Well, that's the idea, isn't it, you know? Because that's what they've done with our Shaka Zulu, you know, when they go try and take over his land, isn't it? You know, they go weaken up his people. <laughs> you know, that's what they wanted to do, isn't it? Weaken up the people, but it didn't happen. It didn't happen, so he win the war. But right now, they're weakening the battlefield and they're weakening in many ways because everybody that's been vaccinated, you know, every day their body getting sicker. You know, the people that's in the struggle who haven't been vaccinated, every day you getting weaker because of all these different things that are happening to us, you know? And then when we can't grow food or when we can't buy food because it's too expensive, then that's making us weaker or it might make us sick because now we're eating things that we shouldn't be eating, you know? But the... Yeah, China, you know, when it comes to China, I think they already have their 6G, you know, their 5G is fully online as far as I'm concerned, you know, it might not be globally for the full world, but China is well advanced, well advanced when it comes to this um, tech and stuff, you know, let me show you a 5G ceiling, uh, like 10 seconds, you know, this is China. Now that's a ceiling they got. So what? Aliens arrive and you're going to be able to tell the differences here when you jacked in. Yeah, China got some serious stuff going on. I got a, a longer video with China, but I don't know if I have a chance to put that out, you know? Right, when it comes to these clonings and body people and, you know, can you tell a real human? You know, because a lot of us, we don't even know because of this whole CGI and, you know, you can have body masks, you can have realistic face masks and all sorts of things going on. You know, so how are we supposed to know whether they've killed anybody or whether the people that we're seeing are really the people that we think, you know, we are seeing?
makeup bodysuit with arms and legs from Rohanger Cross Dressing. There are four colors to choose from, Caucasian, Natural, Tan, and Dark. And the one that I got is Caucasian color. This bodysuit is elastic. It has charming boobies, sexy collarbone. Same thing when I take it off. I need to use an oil lubricant as per instructions, but in my case, since I didn't have an oil lubricant that time, I just wet my whole body with water. Maybe it would have been easier for me to put it on if I have used an oil lubricant instead. Um, as per the color, I should have chosen a darker skin tone, maybe the natural color. Basically, replace them with doubles just to put the joke on them because that's what they've been doing to us for the longest. But uh, I want you to check out this video regarding the synthetic full body suits. As you see, she just pulled on her belly button, which is a full synthetic bodysuit, the breast as well, and the mask. She has multiple masks as well as multiple suits. Just showing you how this technology works. And if you see her walking down the street, you wouldn't even tell who it is. So they're definitely using this. The white hats and the black hats are both using it. As you can see, she just pulled on the face mask. Everything looks good. But you wouldn't even know. Just imagine all the, the CIA, how, however long they've been using this. That's why I think the white hats get mode all of them. And basically replace them with doubles just to put the joke on them because that's what they've been doing to us for the longest but take a look at this let me know what you think and i feel is whenever joe biden has to go make a public appearance it's a it's a double it's an actor with a full skin mask bodysuit synthetic suit and then they also had the cgi biden as well with just the green screen but as far as him being in the white house this is definitely all a movie. <laughs> what are you making out of that? I saw laughing over that last comment. You know, let me just pass it up again. There it is. <laughs> you know, bah, you know, they can make a lot of things look real. So you never know what you're getting. You know, you never know. Because imagine, right, these things I just showed you, that's available to the man who got money, right? You know, if you've got some serious money, right, imagine what's available. That's just available just to us lot, you know? So imagine what's available to the man that got some serious money. So if these elite want to fool you, easy, easy work, easy work, right? You wouldn't even know the difference. I'll just check in and see if there's any question. Well, to be honest, you know, they all uh, sat there waiting, waiting, waiting on Trump, Trump, Trump. Trump ain't gonna save them. Trump ain't gonna save them because he's into this flipping um, vaccination thing. But the thing is, see, people don't want to hear all that, you know. They put all their hope in Trump, thinking Trump was gonna save them. And now it's like, you're telling them Trump ain't coming to save them. But he was never coming to save them because he's part of their whole vaccination thing. You know, he there pushing the vax. I did have a Trump video that I wanted to push out just to prove that he was bullshit, you know? <laughs> but I can't find it now, so I won't be able to push out. But, you know, you can look on the channel and there is a video there and it shows you, you know, he's all up for this um, vaccination and everything, you know? He's all up for it.
Ah, I'm a good dog. Don't feel like I see it. Um. No, you are a luck there. Can't find that one. But no, I have got one with Trump. So you just go on the um, LSNT and type in Trump is a traitor. <laughs> and then it'll show you everything you need to know about Trump. Maybe you get off the, the wheel. You know, yes, he woke you up. Yes, Q woke you up. But, you know, now they woke you up. You, you're supposed to move away from them and start learning some new stuff. Because the rest of the stuff, the, the savior part of it, it just keep you on the um, sofa. You know? That's what it'll do. It'll keep you on the sofa. Well, to be honest, the only, nobody know how far this is going to go. Because the only, the only way all this stops it is if oh, everybody stand down. And it's not just the general uh, public. You know, you need the people in power, the ones that are enforcing these laws, to stand down. And then when they stand down, then it's game over. Versus get to that point, see, people's got to lose things. The thing's got to happen to people along the way in order for them to wake up because a lot of the people see the ones that could really stop this they're in really serious positions of power right real serious positions of power and these are the ones that can stop what is happening to us because we're going out there and we're protesting that's all we're doing is inviting martial law to come on the streets quicker but if everybody down tools and those people like i said to you empower you know they let out the cat out of the bag and start say stuff, you know, and join with others that are in the same level of power as them, then technically, yes, this can be stopped. But ultimately, they still want to push for their technology, but then they'll be able to stop connecting you to the system. <laughs> can you see what I mean? But they're going to still push for all their technology because if the system collapses, see, because the Rothschilds and them have owned the banking system and we've realized it's all a con and a rig and, you know, we're paying money that we shouldn't be paying to them, then if that has to collapse, then something new has to be put in place, which ultimately means they're still going to be in control, you know? Maybe the only thing they can ease back on, the only, the only thing that you can hope for is that they're not going to come and try and vaccinate you and then they don't win that war. But the rest of it, they're going to still keep pushing towards because they're still controlling the weather, you know, so anywhere they want to get rid of, they just put an Australia on you, geoengineering, and people don't believe that, but they've been controlling the weather since before I got here, you know. So by now, they, they got it to a fine art, you know, they could play it like a song, you know. I want some sprinkle of rain over there, I want some sunshine over there, you know. And it sounds like a joke to people, because most people believe that the weather is just natural. You know, but if you go on our channel as well, there is a video there and it show you they control the weather. There's a few videos on there that show you they control the weather because some people need to see more than one video so they could get full pie, you know? And then when it comes to the panic with the food, Sarah, right, the British government ain't going to announce that there's a real situation with the food until the situation already come crash and there's hardly anything left because they don't want any panic on the streets because they already gave us the initial uh, feelers the first time when everything sold out in the shops. So they know how quick we will, we will empty the shops. So now this time they won't tell us that. They'll just increase the price, increase the price, and then tell us certain things like essential items can't come through, but they already have a stockpile. So when they want to bring it through, that's when they can charge you then, see, the higher price because then they can tell you that they've had to pay extra money on the export of the goods that you need. And I can guarantee you all these goods that you need will be the essential items. 
And this is what will close a lot of the businesses down as well, see? Because if you need uh, certain products in order to make your products, then now your business ain't working because you have to up the price of your products. Nobody's buying it because the price of everything is going up. So now people are looking more for essential items rather than spending on other things. You know, so all this help with the economy crash. And it'll help them with the food situation because without food, see, we're going to starve. Right, the metaverse, what they want to move us into. Right, now, this is a quick video. Well, I say quick, maybe about 10 minutes. And uh, it just gives you a little scoop about what this metaverse is from a truther perspective, <laughs> you know? This agenda must be understood for multiple reasons. For those of you watching that have young children or even raising young adults, if you care about them, it's imperative that you understand this agenda as well. The world is changing fast. In the past, in many of my videos, I have always stated that one of the biggest agendas in this world is about creating a new world order. But to my surprise, the agenda is not only about creating a new world order, but along with it, a completely new world altogether. It's time to understand this agenda. It's time to understand the metaverse. metaverse very simply it's a new digital universe a digital world it's the next era of the internet which is projected to deliver a digital environment that is similar to real life it's a whole new world that people around the world will be plugged into the metaverse will exist in parallel to reality allowing people to work open businesses socialize communicate and interact with one another and a fully immersive system of virtual destinations. Right now, all of us look at the internet through our phones, computers, and other devices. What the metaverse will do is move us into the internet. It is actually likened to living in the internet. Have you ever seen the movie Tron? That's what it's about. What you may want to say is, yeah, this is just virtual reality. There's no way people can live in the internet like in the movie Tron. But you need to gain understanding. It's very deep. It's much deeper than just virtual reality. You see, virtual reality headsets and hardware like that are just tools that assist people in plugging in. But when you add in the other pieces into place, like blockchain technology, 
cryptocurrencies, artificial intelligence, 5G internet, remote work, gaming, and online social activities. All these pieces will meet at one singular point to create a virtual universe in the form of what we will call the metaverse. People will live in an artificial, augmented reality. And of the metaverse is to provide a parallel digital universe connected to our physical world through multiple digital technologies. This parallel virtual environment and the bringing together of the online and offline worlds will allow the user to experience and communicate in the digital world through avatars, which will be the user's chosen persona. And it will feature many elements from physical reality, including buildings, work, and leisure locations, and other different landscapes. One big thing that is happening right now currently is that people are buying digital plots of land in the metaverse. They are buying digital real estate right now. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. The goal of the metaverse is to look and feel like physical reality, allowing your avatar to move around freely, interact with others, and access information just like in the real world. The metaverse aims to connect with reality by designing a large-scale virtual reality setting where anyone can have a persistent presence as an extension of their physical self or company. The metaverse could also be a merger of all realities filled with artificial intelligent entities, making it possible for people and other beings to communicate and interact in shared environments. An example of this is like what they showed in that movie, Free Guy. There are so many different purposes that the metaverse will take care of. They have created an alternate universe that allows the poor to live in a digital reality where they can escape the true reality of this world. A prison for your mind. A place where they can use their digital money or cryptocurrency tokens to buy and sell in a digital universe. This will make the world a lot smaller and easier to control. While the rich will stay rich and own all the actual physical assets, the real stuff, the poor will try to build something for themselves online in a new digital world. They literally have created the matrix. For me, I just couldn't understand how people could actually accept something like this. But apparently, the youth have been conditioned for this for a long time, which made me go back and think on a situation I had one summer a decade ago with my now adult son. One summer, he asked if he can play this game called Roblox on his computer. When he showed me, it looked harmless compared to the games he could have been asking me to play. So I let him play. And day by day, I saw that he would stay on the computer longer and longer. He wouldn't go outside to play basketball even. He would just play this game. And at some point, I got tired of it and took the game away from him and told him I wasn't going to let him live in a virtual world. Because to me, that's what it looked like he was doing. And we canceled it. That was eight to 10 years ago, I believe. But I remember it clear as day. And what I was protecting him from then has evolved into something even more prevalent and dangerous today. The metaverse aims to be a central hub for all of these games and more, and will allow them to teleport and go between games. They have been conditioned to care deeply about their avatars because this is what represents them online. They buy them clothing and make sure they look good. This is absolutely crazy, but absolutely true. 
This young generation actually cares more about how their avatars look online, more than how they care about how they look physically in the real world. They have been conditioned to care more about the metaverse than our true physical world. Last year, a rapper named Travis Scott did a virtual concert on Fortnite where 27 million users attended. 27 million. For context, last year's NBA playoffs averaged 4.2 million viewers and game six of the finals brought in 12 and a half million viewers. This concert doubled that. So you can see this is real influence and it comes from all around the world. They attended a concert while in their homes and possibly many of your living rooms or in their bedrooms in your homes. This is the metaverse and they are already in it. I mean, they are even buying Gucci bags for the avatars. Gucci bags for online characters. Right, there's a lot more to that if you want to watch it. It's on uh, the channel, it's called Danger of the Metaverse, okay? So that just goes into that, but there's a lot more like, I want to show you because um, Sarah's here and she's talking about the food and everything, you know, and about how robberies and stuff is going to go up, you know. And at the moment, the British government, they are creating a hyperinflation. Now, there's a lot of people within the government, see, they know, they can see what's going on. Right, so they they're there and they're speaking. There's this young um, Indian uh, girl. Now she worked uh, within the parliament. She haven't been there long, but she's speaking about a lot of issues which don't usually get mentioned. So she's pulled up the government about all this spending and sanctions and what they're giving out to people. And she's basically said that they're lining their own pockets. You know. Well, yeah, children will be forced. And then that's another way to force the parents because the parents, you, uh, the video goes a bit more into it. And like what the video explains is that when your child is like using a normal computer, you can be over their shoulder and you can see like what's going on. When they're on this metaverse, they're locked in, which means that you would have to be locked in in order to be able to view what they're viewing, where if something came up, normally on the screen and said you know adult contents are not suitable then you would be able to see that before your child clicked on it where now if they're in the metaverse you're not going to be able to see that so this is where it's going to entice you to learn about the metaverse in order to interact with your child you know but then that's if your child is within the government schools where they're being forced to use this technology Right. Somebody said about um, let me. Somebody said about Trump. I'm not going to play the full video because you know we're not really into this Q flipping wheel. But basically, yeah, Trump is part of this vaccination rollout, and he's fully aware of what's happening to you, and he's fully behind it. And a lot of you probably don't see this video now because they don't want to show you this video because they want you to follow Trumps. But Trump is a traitor. And now you're going to see. It is now my great pleasure to officially welcome the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, to the closing session of the World Economic Forum's annual meeting 2018. Mr. President, you cannot imagine how much we are looking forward to your speech 
not just the 3,000 leaders assembled here in Davos, but also the millions joining us globally thanks to the presence of key media from around the world. Thank you, Klaus, very much. It's a privilege to be here at this forum where leaders in business, science, art, diplomacy, and world affairs have gathered for many, many years to discuss how we can advance prosperity, security, and peace. It shows you how unpainful that vaccine shot is, so everybody go get your shot. It works incredibly well, 95%, maybe even more than that. It works incredibly well, and I would recommend it to a lot of people that don't want to get it, and a lot of those people voted for me, frankly. Operation Warp Speed is the greatest medical manufacturing endeavor in American history. It's always a great honor to be in this office. And I'm here at a moment when the opportunity to build a constructive, peaceful world order it's very great. Thank you very much. Henry Kissinger has been a friend of mine. I've liked him, I've respected him, but we've been friends for a long time, long before my emergence in the world of politics, which has not been too long. But we have been uh, really in, the, I guess you'd say, the New York seat a little bit, but we got to know each other very well. He's a man I have great, great respect for. I have a lot of respect for those two people. He's also somebody, usually I say, have you ever been in the Oval Office? And with Henry Kissinger, I didn't bother asking that uh, question because he has been in this office many, many times. But it's an honor to have Dr. Kissinger with us. It's an honor to have Dr. Kissinger with us. I have really good news. Today, our nation has achieved a medical miracle. We have delivered a safe and effective vaccine in just nine months. This is one of the greatest scientific accomplishments in history. It will save millions of lives and soon end the pandemic once and for all. I am thrilled to report that the FDA has authorized the Pfizer vaccine. We have given Pfizer and other companies a great deal of money, hoping this would be the outcome, and it was. Pfizer and Moderna have announced their vaccine is approximately 95% effective, far exceeding expectations. These vaccines are also very safe. And look, I guess in a certain way, I'm the father of the vaccine because I was the one that pushed it. Uh, I like taking the guns early, like in this crazy man's case that just took place in Florida. He had a lot of farms, they saw everything. To go to court would have taken a long time. So you could do exactly what you're saying, but take the guns first, go through due process. We will finally complete the biometric entry exit visa tracking system, which we need desperately. In my administration, we will ensure that this system is in place. And I will tell you, it will be on land, it will be on sea, it will be in air. We will have a proper tracking system. So, there you go. Trump is a traitor. <laughs> you know, Trump's a freaking traitor. The video go on for like 50 minutes or something. You know, there's been more to it. But as you can get a gist of it, right? He's fully behind the vaccination and he fully supports it.
right? So when it comes to Britain and all, I go back to the, the thing, you know, where Sarah was saying about um, where she was saying about robberies and prices of things and everything going up. You know, but I did say there was a woman in Parliament and she basically called out the government. You know, a few people have called out the government. I just don't have time to show you. There was a woman called Daily someone, but loads of people said it was a man. To me, it don't matter if it was a man or a woman. She up there and she's saying something, okay? <laughs> so it don't really matter, you know? But I haven't got that one anyway lined up, no. That's that time passed. But I'm going to show you the woman that basically called out the British government because I haven't really put nothing out really for Britain. You know, but there is people in Britain that will win the cabinet and they understand that something is wrong, you know. Yeah, Trump did just mention that as well, <laughs> you know. That's what I mean. I can't understand why people don't, they think that Trump is like on their side when everything that he's pushing is for this, you know. The only thing that's keeping you like, oh, you know, Trump, Trump, you're always saving the children. He's saving the children. See, they have to give you something, innit? You know, he's saving the children. That's what they tell you. You know, Trump is pushing for the vaccination, but they had to give it to Biden, see, in order to keep you all on the couch with the Savior program and Deep State going to take down everything. And now I notice all these people now, they're all behind Putin. Oh, Putin, gonna save us. He ain't going to save you. He's a fucking bloodline. He ain't going to save you. Yeah, that's true. But when you show it to the Trumpists, they get so emotional and all that, you know? I know they get emotional because just now I lost about five or six people on the feed. So they either tired or they didn't like that Trumpet. But fuck them, you know? Because at the end of the day, sometimes somebody needs to shake you up just to let you know what time it is. And right now, as you can see, you can't follow these people, you know? You have to come to your own enlightenment, you know? You have to do your own research, come to your own enlightenment, and then know what you want to do. You know, because it's no good to stay on this wheel. Trump's going to save us. Trump's going to save us. What, what is he saving? Because right now, see, in America, they're pushing out vaccinations. You know, he's not saving nothing. You know, and then the people in Britain, fucking hell, <laughs> they're fucking idiots. What are they waiting for Trump for? He, he's not in this country. How is he going to save you? You know, that's the joke, isn't it? You know, most of the British people, they're all in this Trump thing. But that's because the Q wheel woke up a lot of people. You know, because Q, like I said, they'll tell you anything and they give you loads and loads of clue, clue, uh, clues. They go find out your own information. So you come to your own enlightenment. And that's why when someone's trying to tell you that Q and Trump is bullshit, you don't believe it because they did wake you up. You know, they have to wake you up or you wouldn't believe them in the first place. It's just the bit that they lie to you about is the bit that you have to sit on the couch. You know? So I'm not saying all of this a lie, and that's why a lot of these people they say, all oh, these shells, they this, they that, right? They have to give you a certain amount of truth, or you wouldn't have been following them in the first place. For Oxbridge, the member for Richmond, or the member for South West Norfolk, they have all voted to slash taxes for the richest while cutting support for the rest. They're all in it together, and they all need booting out. Thank you. Rishi Sunak. The richest MP in Parliament is offering you a £200 loan when your energy bills will be increasing by nearly £700. He is taking the piss. 
He has absolutely no idea what it's going to be like for ordinary people during this cost of living crisis. He went to an exclusive private school, then went to Oxford, had a career in banking before coming to Parliament. He's pushing through all of these policies that are disproportionately hitting working people while he doesn't have to suffer the consequences at all, nor his friends and colleagues. This government likes to talk about levelling up. Level up. Levelling up. Level up. So level up. Level up. Level up. Terrific. Brilliant. We're levelling up. That's Leveled up. <laughs> How many times are you going to say this? When in truth, we currently have over 5 million children in poverty. Last month, over a million adults went a day without eating because they couldn't afford to put food on the table. Don't believe their lies on levelling up. They're busy punching down. If we think things are bad, they are going to get a whole load worse. When inflation rises and wages don't rise at the same rate, your purchasing power decreases. So what you were able to buy today for the same amount, you will not be able to buy tomorrow. The Bank of England CEO has told workers that they shouldn't be asking for pay rises during a cost of living crisis. We do need to see then a moderation of wage rises. This is a guy who is on half a million himself. This just tells you how the very wealthy in our society are completely out of touch. Kirsty Olsop is giving advice to young people that they'll be able to get on the property ladder if they just cancel their Netflix subscription, if they had less coffee and didn't go to the gym. This is not taking into account that young people have student debt that they are paying a third to half of their salary to their landlords and that wages simply aren't good enough. And this is a woman who comes from a very privileged background. She's the daughter of a baron. And when she bought her first home, they were on average around 50,000 pounds and that's definitely not the case anymore. I will pay as little as I possibly can on principle. So Kirsty, use your privileged status and platform to lobby the government to address the issues facing young people rather than giving advice that's really not rooted in reality. Nadim Zahawi said that a windfall tax on energy companies would be wrong because they're struggling. A windfall tax on oil and gas companies that are already struggling in the North Sea is never going to cut it. The same Nadim Zahawi who was paid £1.3 million by an oil company while being an MP. Shell announced profits of £12 billion and BP's profits were announced as £9.5 billion. Their CEOs are laughing while making profits at the expense of ordinary people. We will have a lot of free cash flow to play with to continue to return to investors, which I think is going to be the priority for 2022. Shell is also a company that paid absolutely no tax in the UK last year while getting government rebates of £100 million. In fact, together they netted £2.4 billion in tax rebates since 2016. A windfall tax would address that. Energy prices are rising by 54% in this country, whereas across the channel in France, they will see an increase of 4%. The key difference is that the largest energy provider in France has a majority shareholder, which is the French government. Things can be done differently. It simply takes political will. Right, so as you see, they are taking this, right? People are not paying tax and all that, you know, they have the energy over here, they're increasing the prices like I told you before, right, because they already have backlog of stuff, right, so they don't need to rely on Russia, like they're making out to you, they're relying on Russia, as much as they do put all their eggs in one basket, you know, it's just a way to increase the prices so they can charge you more stuff.
Well, I wouldn't say all celebrity part of the bloodline because some of them, see, you just get selected and then you take certain oaths to become where they put you, you know? So you won't be famous. You don't have to be a bloodline. It's just you have to go through a lot of stuff and you have to do a lot of sacrifices in order to be pushed up within the limelight. So the more you prepare to sacrifice, the faster you will elevate. You know, remember Ice Nine or something, that young kid with the multicolor hair, you know, he ain't a bloodline, but it elevated him really quick and he made more money than anybody his age within that industry at that time, you know? So you don't have to be a bloodline, you just you have to be willing to sacrifice, you know, and do some dodgy stuff, you know? Right, so there's loads I want to show you, but we're getting like really, really late now. So I'm going to show you the most important thing. Now, the important thing now is about Prepper's bag, right? And it's my mate now. I'm not going to give his name because I don't think he wanted his name. That's why he covered up in the video, right? But um, basically, he's going through what you need for like a Prepper's bag. You know, if you have to have an emergency bag in case the turbulence hits and you have to just grab a bag and go, what should you take with you, right? So if any of you got any questions, now I'm probably going to be here for about another half an hour, right? Not for this video, but I'm going to be here for about another half an hour. So if you have any questions, drop them down there, okay? Now, I'm going to bust this up. So grab a pen or just save the live and then you'll be well. It depends on what channel you're on. If you're on brand new tube, then just save the live and you can come back and then write down what you need. If you're on other channels, then I, prob I probably write it down right now because it might get taken off Facebook after because of all the vaccination stuff. That's a question. Forty-hour bug out bag, yeah. I always wear my smock. The thirty-eight litre bog standard. In the top hood, I have wind-up solar charge radio. All right, the media are lying bastards, but any intel is fucking intel. Obviously, your wallet, cash, everything else you need within that. I always carry. One solar charge, backup pack, and just a bog standard. Obviously leads to charge, either that, or this when we're using there, if the communications are still going. Head torch. It's all very well having a torch, but if you've got to do something and you need your hands, you're fucked. So bog standard packs on. This is a decent 45 quid one. You can get cheap ones, blah, blah, blah. Take two triple uh, A batteries. I always carry a roll of tape, very handy for a lot of things, yeah, taking yourself up, cuts, taking somebody else up, repairing your bag, you name it, invaluable. Always carry a spare lighter, but in this, I always carry a lighter within the two fins and the pack of the flints, always make sure you've got it. So that's your top hood, which is your basic. Now, you've got to remember, you tailor your own bug out bag for your own individual needs. Yeah, all the way your mind thinks for the scenario ahead. So initially, you never know, could be civil war, could be kicking off, could be an EMP, or as we're going to witness, total economic fucking collapse. It's going to be nasty. Get it in your heads. It's going to be a fucking nasty fucking event. I don't carry that for the Rona. I carry half a fucking tear gas, also a set of fucking gloves. You could douse these filters in milk, gives you extra fucking protection. Believe it or not, milk, 
Well, that's what a lot of the anarchists used to do when they'd be kicking off of the police. If you ever read the anarchist cookbook, it shows you in there. Carry two, one type, soya. These are amazing. They'll do you a million litres. That's your water filter. These fit any bottle. Cross, cross, boom. Filtered water, drinkable air and You won't get the shits, put it that way. Tried and tested. These are one of the best fucking water, portable water filters on the market. That's my bag of tricks. This will take a while to break down. Balaclava, one for the hat, two not to be seen. In there, four bottles of water, four tins. That's a 48 hour food supply. Quick and easy, job done. No fucking about, no need to cook. At least you've got a bottle of water and something to eat. Hydro pack, two litre. Inside the pipes, put your water, you've got a two litre of water ready to roll. Thermals, top and bottoms, spare socks. You might be in the woods, you might be in the subway, fucking anywhere. Extra heat, extra protection, extra layers, you ain't going to get hypothermia as much. In there's some spare meds, what I need. A set of gators. Now you think, why would you have a set of gators? You're trolling through fucking woods, you don't want ticks or anything else going into you. Gators are a fucking asset. Pair of waterproof bottoms. Alright, they're tart ones, they're burgos. Unfortunately, I do like the best of the best shit. That is your inside. It's as simple as that, boys and girls. Now I got what we call hammer grub. Reason being, in the sides, there's my tart. Just in case you can wrap it around you, sleep on the floor, or set it up proper. I also carry an Evo flashlight. Extra flashlight, good little weapon, they're solid. You split someone's fucking head open and fucking shit, it's a fan, you got them. You gotta think, people are gonna turn into fucking cavemen. It is gonna be survival of the fittest. And now, you smash someone's fucking head right in. Other pocket, earplugs. Think of why earplugs? If we fire up their sonar weapons, and we've all been seeing what it can do, I'll block out a bit more frequency, yeah? So you can get away from all that fucking shit. Obviously a cover for the rucksack, pissing down the rain, and that's been extra waterproofed. Probably fill out with water and a load of water that's our waterproof. Emergency foil blanket. We all know what they are. Does what it says. And my hammock. Box standard, DD, but they're bulletproof. Hence, I've got the extra rope, because if need be, the trees are bigger, I can extend it. Last thing you want to be is, you can't fucking do your hammock, you're fucked. You're sleeping on a cold, wet floor. Always better to be off the floor. You have a little fire underneath you, tab sat up, blocked out of view, jobs are fucking good. So that's the bag. Now, this is the main thing. What we call an EDC. Everyday carry. Yet again, though, your whole kit, will be dependent on your needs, yeah? You may not want to have a gas mask. You may not need two chargers. You may not need a wind-up radio. You may need none of what i got, and you may need completely different things. It's all tailored to your own needs. Inside, basic, box-standard, what I call an army outpot. 
modified to a cable size, you can put on your belt, away you go. Spare paracord has a billion uses. It is what it is. Inside the top here, because my lighters may fail, I've had this 25 years. I always use a camping. There's your mag, you use an actual knife, scrape it off, there's your fire strike. Always carry a spare knife, very razor sharp, open holes, very good knives. Yet again, I've had that about 20 years. Shit, it's a fan and you've got a quickly set up. These are invaluable, survival bags. Does what it says, does what it says. Get in there, it'll retain your body, stop you getting wet. You can also use them for other things, bags, carrying, you name it. It's a bag, but it says what it says. I also carry another hand travel pocket water filter. You can never have enough weight. Water is life. Without water, you're fucked. So, always best to have two. I carry a multi tool. It's very handy. All of it, you know, Swiss Army knife, multi tool. Very, very fucking handy thing to have. And I always carry cable ties. Reason being, they've got a million uses. A million uses. They are what they are. They tie things up. No, I keep my main stuff within a tub, so it's waterproof. Nothing getting in there. Saline solutions for washing your eyes or anything else. Now here's a myth for pharmaceutical things, they say they go out of date. Any pharmacia worth their sort will tell you. Shy of insulins and adrenalines, nothing like that really goes out of date. Soap. Exactly to clean. Wire for trapping, for stitching yourself. I carry also a card. I've had this God knows how long. It's always served me well. Tweezers, everything in there. You think? You're out, you've got a splint, you can't get out. Tweezers, jobs are good. A tick card. Like I say, the reason going back to the gate is it. It's tick season. You don't want a tick in you. You don't want to be getting lines. The moment one's got in you, you've got the way to get it out. They are fucking invaluable when you're out on the field. Bit of inner tube with my compass. Inner tube you can use as a fire starter. I hate to say it, but a whistle. You never know. It may not be a case of shit, it's a fan. You might be out walking, break your leg. You got that. You may be found. Sewing kit. Invaluable sewing kit. Not just to sew your clothes, to sew yourself up. You know what I mean? You've got a big gas and you've got to go for it. Tough shit, you've got to sew yourself up. Cotton wool is a fire starter. I also carry one of these. Purple screwdriver head. As well as I got it on a multi-tool, also handy to have. Now, not everyone will have one of these, but I do. Adrenaline shot. Epipen auto injection. To get allergic reaction, book bump for where you go, happy face. Or if somebody else is with you, you can sort them out. These are brilliant. Affordable toothbrushes. One of the main things that will kill you is your personal hygiene, hence the soap, hence the toothbrush. There's nothing worse, man. You don't brush your teeth for 48 hours, you start to get problems on the back of that, believe you me. 
as with a Bosnian prepper. Hygiene killed the majority of people. I also carry a spray of flintlock for my striker. That is a fishing kit. As simple as that, in a little box. Fishing lure. Inside there is yet again, I carry another stitching kit. And inside there are all the hooks. So if you know how to set a night line up, you would do that up. Best bait you can find in the field, worms, whatever. Even a dead fly. Okay, boom, hopefully. You never know, it's worth a try. You ain't gonna have to eat everything, it's worth a try. Basic little mad kit for first aid. So we've got a few meds in here. Bit of ibuprofens, antihistamines, paracetamol. Now these are sutras, butterfly stitches. Before you've got to stitch yourself up with your sewing or fishing kit, because believe you me, it works, you'd use your sutras. Some plasters in case, some wipes, some more plasters. Now I know you're thinking, what's that? It's a suppository, you're sticking up your ass. You got a bit of dysentery, and you've got piles on the back or something like that, you whack that up your ass and survive. But anyway, there you go, boys and girls. A basic 48-hour kit. And with the skills, you can survive longer. You can survive longer. Hope it helps. Hope it helps. That's just my simple bug out bag. Well, love, I'm just a man. That's what he calls himself. You won't find him on um, the chat group. But uh, I can't give out a proper name, innit? But you can find him as I'm just a man on the Telegram uh, chat group. You won't ask him any questions about the stuff that he's advertised. Or you just want to ask him any questions about survival because where he's been doing it a while, he should be able to answer your questions because he's not somebody that's um, just learning in a book, he's actively doing. So they're the best people to ask. Right. I'm assuming nobody got any question because no one's um, asked anything. But I got another thing I want to do with the prepper. This is the important bits now, you know. So um, I got another guy and he's explained to you like, the first guy I just put on now, he just explained to you what you need about a prepper bag. Now this other guy has explained to you about the stuff when you prep in your home and how to keep yourself protected at your property. The world's going to go to hell all around me and I'm going to stay in my little bubble here and I've got my, my rocket stove and my chickens and I'm going to cook my eggs and I'll be fine while the rest of the world collapses around me. It ain't that freaking easy. People are going to be watching, and you need to be aware of that. You're not going to have any of that if an EMP hits. It's pitch freaking black. There is going to be nothing. The only lights you're going to be moving by at night are the moon or the stars. Not exactly what you call bright light. You're not going to go out there with, with the flashlight. You want to talk about how easy it is? You know, all these flashlights say, you can see up to a mile with this flashlight. Guess what? That means somebody a mile away can see you too. <laughs> Just, I, I want you all to think about that. All the things that you put together for your security, for your safety, for how you think you're going to be doing something can also be used against you. As preppers, we're all always concerned about how are we going to protect ourselves, you know, our food, our garden, our security, our weapons, whatever it would be. 
very important. You know, we always want to protect ourselves from somebody coming to us. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. You are not going to be able to avoid interaction with other people. And even if somebody else isn't a prepper, you are eventually going to stumble into somebody else's turf. Okay. How do you protect yourself? And it's not necessarily, gee, I'm, you know, wherever I go, I carry a gun, whatever. Sure. Okay. That goes without saying. But let's talk about security. You know, I want to give you this right now in society, how many times a day do you think you are caught on camera? The average person. Let's take a guess. The answer is 70. 70 times a day you are caught on camera. Y'all remember the TV show Person of Interest? Oh, maybe 10, 15 years ago when the the show started out at the very beginning with, you know, the flashes of facial recognition or whatever it is all over the place. Back then it was, oh, wow, you know, 15 years ago, back then, uh, it was, oh, wow, is this technology available, everything like that. Yeah, okay, it was kind of unique. Now it's at your fingertips, okay? You can go onto your computer and put an image into your computer and Google will figure out through facial recognition other images on the computer that match it. Gee, there's facial recognition for you right there. Okay. This is how many times you could be seen, how many times somebody can figure out who you are. Okay. I mean, Christ, somebody puts my picture in, it's going to pull up a thousand YouTube videos, okay? You know, not a problem there. So the question becomes, how do you avoid being caught by ATM cams, traffic cams, security cams, whatever it would be? Because as you're going along, if you're anything like me, and a lot of people are, you have security cameras around your property and they don't stop right at the property line. Okay. I mean, I've got one that covers the street that comes up to me. I can see any car that comes in. Not that I sit in front of that screen all day watching for whatever comes in. But, you know, if anything interesting happens, I have a record of it. I was never there. Really? Here's your car. Okay. Just as an example. In an SHTF situation, chances are you are going to have people outside the house on security detail, and you're probably going to have somebody inside monitoring all the cameras. Think about a Las Vegas casino. Okay, you see all those pictures with cameras all over the place, and there's people watching every one of them. You're going to have the same thing go on in your SHTF situation to protect the family. Radio, communications, everything there. You aren't the only one. Other groups, other people, friend or foe, are going to be doing the same thing. Now, let's say, for example, you drive 
your car, your truck, your four-wheeler, your motorcycle, your bicycle, whatever it would be, up the street. You're going to go to somebody's house to pick up a dozen eggs. Let's just say something very simple, and they're a mile away. In the meantime, you pass through somebody's camera system, and they see you do this. And if they're good at keeping their intel, they write it down. Man on bicycle came by at 9.30 on Tuesday morning. Great. Man on bicycle went the other way at 10 o'clock on Tuesday morning. The next week, man on bicycle came by at 9.30 on Tuesday morning. There's suddenly a pattern. Hmm, what's this guy doing? Now you become that person of interest. Gee, all of a sudden, the next time you go out, you get stopped. Where are you going, sir? None of your freaking business. Where are you going, sir? Okay. Oh, I picked up some eggs. Oh, you have eggs? Where'd you get them from? Over there. Good. I'll take those eggs from you. Thank you. This is the thing. You are going to be surveilled just as much as you are surveilling other people. It's going to get more and more and more difficult. Yes, we all talk about an EMP. Will an EMP take out cameras? Maybe. Okay, probably. But it depends on what's going on. There's going to be spotters watching, okay? An EMP or whatever ain't taking these out. You know, I'm going to be able to see. You're going to run past checkpoints. And I'm not just talking about military checkpoints. I'm talking about neighbors, people down the road. No, you're not passing through this street. This is our street, okay? Gangland mentality is going to come into play. This is our turf. Think about that, okay? You may not be able to get where you want to go or where you need to go without crossing into somebody else's turf. You want to get to the water source. That may be crossing somebody else's turf. You don't think that there's going to be somebody protecting a water source? Oh, that's going to be one of the very first things. Surrounding the access to a lake, surrounding the access to a liver, a liver river, so nobody can get water. Sure. You know, we all talk about gray man. Don't have your lights on at night, wear big clothes, whatever it would be. That's all fine and dandy. But just being out somewhere is going to make you a target. How do you combat this? All right. Well, you're going to have a lot of movement at night. Practice walking around at night without a light, okay? Get get used to seeing in the dark. Not as easy as you think. I mean, we try to go out, you go outside, and there's light pollution somewhere. You're not going to have any of that if an EMP hits. It's pitch freaking black. There is going to be nothing. The only lights you're going to be moving by at night are the moon or the stars. Not exactly what you'd call bright light. You're not going to go out there with, with the flashlight. You want to talk about how easy it is? You know, all these flashlights say, you can see up to a mile with this flashlight. Guess what? That means somebody a mile away can see you too. 
<laughs> just I, I want you all to think about that. All the things that you put together for your security, for your safety, for how you think you're going to be doing something can also be used against you. You know, a lot of times we talk about how to make a smokeless fire. You know, don't put your spices in your food when you're cooking because it'll make it too aromatic. So people, you know, other people will smell it, whatever it would be. Again, don't turn your lights on at night. It makes it obvious you have some sort of electricity, whatever it would be. You're going to be watching other people to see what they have. They're going to be watching you too. Okay. Paying attention to what you are doing. You know, you have clean clothes, you have nice shoes, you have clean, you have shoes, period. Okay. Get a few months into this. You know, you think people are stealing, you know, you have problems now with people stealing shoes because, hey, they've got some good Nikes. <laughs> You're going to get to a situation where, hey, they have shoes. You know, they have a coat. I want to keep warm. These are things you have to remember that not only are you watching out for somebody unknown coming toward you, somebody unknown is watching for you coming toward them. Think about that. There isn't, it. again, this goes into the romanticizing thing. People say, oh, the world's going to go to hell all around me and I'm going to stay in my little bubble here and I've got my my rocket stove and my chickens and I'm going to cook my eggs and I'll be fine while the rest of the world collapses around me. It ain't that freaking easy. People are going to be watching and you need to be aware of that. Wow, that was a bit scary, you know, for some people I didn't really look to the full extent of what a Mad Max situation would be like. You know, I have got another video on the channel. It's called uh, Surviving the Bosnian War, which uh, I'm just a man mentioned. You know, I, I suggest you check that out because I'll tell you what happened um, over there when they did have a proper economical collapse and all government and everything down tools. And basically for most part of a year, they had to survive, right? And a lot of people died through lack of hygiene. That was one of the main things, you know, and obviously food as well, because there was no supplies. And they found that the best way to survive was for you to be in groups, because the more of you that are in groups, obviously you can protect your property and your assets better. If anybody got any questions that they want to um, ask me, because again, late now, isn't it? You know, so if anyone haven't got any questions, I got one video I want to show you, but it's probably going to be the last video for a go. And I'll show you some before that, but I got the one about the gold because that's the other thing. See, when it comes to this survival thing, since we're on that mood at the moment, and it's basically like a lot of people saying, Oh, you know, I'm gonna buy gold, I'm gonna buy silver, and you know, I'm gonna trade that. Now, the thing is, see, right, if you buy an ounce of gold, how are you trading now with me? And I only need a piece of it. Now, this is the bit that we're not thinking about because we haven't got the technology in order to break down the gold, which means that you're gonna be giving away a lot more gold or a lot more silver then you need to for the things that you're trying to uh, battle for. So I managed to find some site and a video um, of this company that's created gold. And what they've done, they've done gold into like slabs. So then um, like say you've got like an ounce of gold and it's being chopped down into gram pieces and then you could break off a gram and then give it to someone, which is a better way to trade if we're going to go down there and trade in gold 
or silver root. So that's another video I want to show. But I'm going to show that last, you know, before I go out. And there was another thing that a few of you were asking about. And it was uh, the 12-month thing, you know, because I'd done a post and it was called Bloodlines. Uh, do you really know where you come from? And in that Bloodline post, it explains to you that we used to have 12, uh, we used to have 13 months. And uh, they changed the calendar so that it wouldn't represent the female energy, it would represent the male energy and dominance. And then that became 12 months. And then you still got places, um, Ethiopia, I think, that they still run off the original 13-month calendar. So I just thought I'd put out a video about that because I found somebody that breaks it down different to the 13 bloodlines. Because in the 13 bloodline uh, post, it wasn't really about that. So I only showed you the calendar of that and explained why they changed it. Where um, you got this guy here, he goes a bit more into detail about why they changed the dates and that why we're running off the wrong calendar. So then when you have the Mayan calendar that said that it ended in 2012, and then everyone was expecting some major to happen, then 2012, we haven't reached it properly because we're running off a 12-month calendar and we're not running off the 13-month calendar, you know? So if any of you have any questions, now is your time to bust it because after this, then, um, you know, I'm going to put that gold one in and I'm going to be gone. So that's the original calendar, what you're seeing there. And then the odd day, they call it a day out of time, which happens to be on uh, July the 25th. And um, the first of the year is actually April the 1st, which is what they don't tell us, you know, so the joke is on us because they call it April Fool's Day. Our calendar is not quite right. We're supposed to have 13 months of 28 days with one day, the day of resurrection, Easter, as a neutral day. That's our 365 days. We've actually got 13 constellations, not 12. This same calendar is very close to the Mayan calendar, but it's also very close to several ancient Sanskrit calendars. What does sept mean? Seven. I thought that was the ninth month. What does oct mean? What does nov mean? What does dec mean? Supposed to be the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth month. Jan is 11. Feb is 12. March is 13. April is our first month. Babies are born in the spring, the first of April, Easter. This is the start of our new year. This is the start of spring when the flowers start coming up, the grass starts coming up, the trees start leafing out, the babies are born. That's the first day. Our neutral day, day one, the day we rest and celebrate the resurrection, the new beginning, the beginning of Christ. April is month one. 
And then we lost a month in there. Where is it? What's it called? We know what it's called. I'm not going to reveal it yet, but we know what it's called. But this is the true calendar. The Gregorian calendar is SMU. Ship made up by man. <laughs> to keep us out of our natural cycles. We all vibrate at one of three frequencies. Did you know that? Okay. 432 hertz is the God frequency. That's the celestial frequency. And we have a telestial and a terrestrial frequency. Darn right. She says that why when people are true, we can feel it and we can sense it. We know that it's right. You know, we don't even have to research it. We know we can feel it. We feel it in our bodies and our spirits and our souls. And we know it's right. By the way, 528 hertz is the love vibration or the DNA healing vibration. By the way, 528 and 633 and 432 are our three frequencies. Okay? <laughs> so it depends on whether you're celestial, telestial, or terrestrial. That's 60. 60. What is, yeah, 5G. What is, what is our clock's been running at? 60. All of our electricity, 60. We've been under Satan for a long time. This is a satanic frequency. It's really celestial, telestial, and terrestrial, believe it or not. Our, our church teaches us it's three degrees of heaven, but it's really our three frequencies. Our souls are energy. Our, the energy holds our minerals together, which is our bodies. Our bodies are nothing more than the dust of the earth held together by energy, by our souls. So anyway... Men's body is in tune with the moon. This has a effect. Right, that's the post that I wrote now, the one that the computer just started talking. So you want to see that, you know, just go over to the website. It's called um, 13 Bloodlines. Or Bloodlines, know where you come from. Something like that. But just type in Bloodlines and then it'll come up. Everyone is buying silver and everything crashes. Are people going to be carrying around silver and where are people going to go? Well, to be honest, people are going wherever it is that they've planned to go, whether it be campsites, whether they're going to ride out in their house. You know, it depends on what your plans are, because if uh, you have the turbulence like Australia, then you're going to be forced to go into government camps or concentration centers if you have nowhere to go. You know, so that's where people go. And then when it comes to the gold and silver, if everything crashes, then ultimately minerals like gold, silver, and that always hold value. You know, people carrying that is going to obviously make them a target and it will be dangerous for people to carry that. But then at the moment, if you feel that you need to hold on to something, you know, so you have something in order to trade or to barter, then gold will be your best asset because if the economy crashes, then the pound is worth nothing, you know? So really the only value, value will be within um, gold, silver, um, diamonds, those sort of things, you know? Because that'll be the only thing that people will be able to trade, you know? But then we'll get to a point where really you can't eat gold and you can't eat silver and you can't eat diamonds. So... You know, it depends on how things move 
forward once the economy crashes and everything goes peak tongue to whether we'll be able to get back to a normal reality where everything will balance back out and then you'll be able to trade or rechange the gold which you have for whatever currency is available at that time if you don't have to have a vaccination because at the moment see the vaccination is still on the table and as long as that's still on the table and it can be moved you know, then it still leaves everybody in a box where they don't know what to do with their money or with the assets that they have. Because everybody's still waiting for something to move on the board, you know. Right now, as long as that vaccination is still on the table, right, there's nothing you can do about it because the minute they put every, they crash the polygon and then they demand that you need to have certain things in order to get online, this is when we're going to have a big problem. And this is why we need to stop it getting to that. Like everybody's here, worry, worry, worry about the vax, the vax, the vax. Right now, you've got all these doctors coming out and saying all this stuff and no, nothing is happening. And that's because not the right people is coming out and saying something. Well, the plan is to get everybody vaxxed by the end of the year, even if it's just one vaccination inside of you. Because once they got one inside of you, see, you're already on the wheel then for the other vaccinations, you know? But if they don't get everybody vaccinated by the end of the year, this is when you're going to start seeing more pressure, like I explained at the beginning of the... Um, at the beginning of life, because this is when they'll start restricting other things. So they might say you can't have medication or you can't have benefit or you can't go to work, you know? So this is when they'll start tightening up things like how they've done right now in Italy, you know? Every two days, you need to pay for a test in order to go to work, you know? So this is where they'll start tightening up things more and more and more. Like at the moment, see, everything's nice and easy, you know? The vaccination's there, they send you a letter, they send you a text, whatever, you turn up if you want to. You know, nobody's really knocking your doors as such in the UK at the moment. They're only knocking doors um, for people who are considered vulnerable, you know, because this is part of their new programme now to vaccinate more people. The people that are considered vulnerable, they are going around and knocking your doors. And they're also, while they're there, I suppose, isn't it? They're knocking other doors to see if you wanted a vaccination because they have a database so they know who... Uh, which letters have gone out to people and they know who's turned up at the vaccination centres and got vaccinated. But everything is easy steps because you live in Britain. But then what they will do, see, is just forcing you. Every time they just force you, they, they'll take something else away. You know, you need to go to work. Of course you need to go to work because you have bills to pay and you have a roof to keep over your head. So then they will force you to take the test if you don't want to have the vaccination. So now you're paying to go to work. So depending on your job, it might not be economical to go to work, but then you're going to lose your property. And then that puts you in a different uh, situation. So this is where they can force more and more people to do what they want. And it's the same with like, the food and everything. You know, if all the food run out in the supermarket and the only food you can get is if you go through a government like food type of uh, bank place, which they will set up, you know, they have to set up something for the people. But then in order to get it, then you're going to need to have a vaccination. So if you have small children that you have to feed, then chances are you're going to bend because you might just go without food if it's for yourself. But it depends on who it is that you're looking after, you know. Right, I'm going to show the uh, gold and then I'm off and then I'll be back next month. So maybe in about three weeks' time, I'll be back, and uh, I cover the May Live. But every day, you know, videos coming out, so you can all stay up to date. You just get on to uh, learn something new today.
if you want to buy us a coffee or whatever, donate to the channel, then there's usually a link sometimes underneath somewhere. And, um, you know, we don't give shout outs, but uh, we do appreciate everybody that uh, buy the coffee. And um, I want to show you something from John as well. I got a video from John. John's the man that um, got the laptop and um, he set up his own um, True First channel. And now his one, see, now if you go on to the uh, meditationfreedom.co.uk, it is a different level. So you need to know a certain level of stuff before you go on there. We have got different levels, you know, for newbies. But if you go on to the Wake Up Wales, which is the one John have set up, then it explains things. He's got nice categories and everything, and it'll help you get your feet into the, the next phase of learning if you've only just somebody that's learned about uh, COVID. You know, so I'm gonna bust up the uh, gold video if, if anyone's waiting to see that, and then I'm gonna put up the wake up whales and then I'm gonna go. You know, look at that. We are five hours 58 minutes. See, I'm a fucking soldier, I do my job proper. What's up, everyone? Just want to do a quick video, right? Everybody's talking about this barter stuff and, you know, how we're going to barter. And there's a lot of people that's talking about the gold and silver. Now, what you got to think of, right? And, yeah, you know, if you can afford it, it's great to get bars of gold and stuff. But what you got to really think of is that how are you going to barter it? Because, you know, what are you going to do? Break a piece off? You know, you've got machinery or equipment that can do that. You know, great to have the gold, but how are we bartering it? So... I've gone down a bit of investigation and I found a video that show you what you can do, right? It's for basically if a shit hit fan and we have gold, how are we going to batter this gold and how are we going to break it up into pieces? Show us what this is. Let's get a camera tight on what it sure. is. Well, first of all, this is barterable gold. So this is the form. When you buy one of these bars, this is how they come. They come all sealed up in a little case. Who uh, makes it? Valcambi. It's a Swiss company. Mm -hmm. This is one bar it's 50 grams of gold okay. which is about 1.6 ounces which at today's value is about 2500 dollars mm -hmm. and it breaks up into 50 one gram bars and i have some of the little pieces that it breaks off into so and and this would be worth how much well, I guess about fifty dollars fifty dollars this is barterable gold that in an emergency we get a currency crisis because you know ben bernanke is printing money like it's going out of style stop eventually, moving so much <laughs> eventually eventually the dollar <laughs> crashes right and you want to use your gold. I have one over here. It's in my wallet, just like a credit card. This is what, one wait, I've already. What makes you 